here he is, Robin. <laughs> Dracula Godfrey. You know what scene I love the best you do? When you were in the movie... Do you know what scene I'm talking about? No. <laughs> Robin, you know what scene I'm talking about. I know about. your favorite scene. My favorite scene is, uh, it's from that old Dracula movie. And I believe you're sitting there. Do you know what I'm talking about? Dracula, no. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of that movie? I don't guess with the movie Are you talking about smart. the scene that we have from Ed Wood? No. No, the, the real movie, the real Dracula movie. Listen to them. The children of the night. That's it. What music they make. A spider spinning his web for an unwary fly. <laughs> the blood is the life, Mr. Enfield. <laughs> wow. And welcome back to WTF and Von and Deal. I'm Spicy Ryan, and you may think I'm not funny, but your girl does. And when it comes to us, she'll risk those tits for my biscuit with... Ox Danger. And we're joined once again today by... The Godless Scholar of Funkworks, wondering what the cold open's going to be this time, because I can't hear it. Uh, I don't know. I, I decided after the fact. Yeah, don't worry. We never can hear it, man. And it's always going to be super cringe, so... I don't know. Did you listen to one last time? Wasn't that cringe? I... I think I, they always cringe. <laughs> I, yeah. Pardon me. I'm going to go cringe into orbit now. <laughs> I thought I could cringe <laughs> And today we're going to be talking about, not that, uh, but Aeonic Weapons. I don't know if it's going to be a one-part episode or a two-part episode, depending on how long we run. As always, Funk has spent his scholarly time, which I guess you're a scholar now? You've always been a bard, but whatever. Uh, making an outline, so... I'm still a scholar, just uh, the neighborhood researcher, I guess. Neighborhood researcher. Poured about 2,000% more effort into this than I did, that's for sure. Yeah, I haven't even read, read it. it. I read it. I yeah, at least you read it, but Spicy didn't read it. Oh, yeah. uh, open this page as a reference to each topic. Aeonics. Okay, yeah, that'd be good. Just be surprised be easy for as you. we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, I never would have thought of that. Oh, man. But let's get this rolling. Uh, I guess we can start off with Funkworks because he's the guest. How are you doing, Funk? Well, thank you. I thought you were just going to go into that episode and not even ask me how I'm doing. You know how it goes. Well, since you're yeah, back, yeah, that's we're going to have to cut you off right there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, since you're back, we're yeah, going to cut you off. You're planning on cutting me off before we even cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's been 30 minutes. That's the episode. We're going to do two parts. Anyways, I've been good. Um, just working on that mastery level. I'm currently trying to learn blue spells because I think that probably has some bearing on it. Oh, 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 oh. When you said that I'm like level 40 master on bar and then you... No, mastery, not mastery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that little number next to your name when you talk in the assist channel you probably don't even use. Yeah, I don't use it at all. I, well, I, I rank myself up. I'm gold flag now. If I, I use it, people eight. just mute me. <laughs> I can't say anything. In yeah, it. yeah, you have no way of saying anything. Someone, was, I can, if someone asks me a question, I'll just answer it and someone will mute me. because If mute. they mute you, just give them a telesing. That's the other spicy ride. Unmute me. It'll <laughs> work. So, so you're gold now. Is there like a platinum? Is there something past that or is it just in name only the flag is only gold is the maximum but mastery level oh. rank eight is the maximum we learned he's going for the elon emerald the elon emerald okay <laughs> other than that not too much else is going on nothing fancy nothing done nothing worked on uh, nothing wiki related nothing at all ah uh, wiki related last thing i really did was uh abyssia stuff that was a drag but we're not even done yet i still have a couple things to do for that slacking 
Yeah, I know. Did you see the number one Googled result that got everyone to the wiki lately? Was that? that yeah, what was it called? BG with B I G I? Yeah, Biggie Wiki. Biggie? The big, the big wiki. Biggie, it's wiki. Biggie Wiki now. Oh, no. It's going to get shot in the corner. Because it's definitely hard to remember BG Wiki. The notorious <laughs> Biggie Wiki. Well, it technically is BG if you think about it. You know, B I G I. It's funny because if, if you if you just search the Final Fantasy thing that you wanna that you wanna know and just just type like for example like like Eber's attire set FFXI right the very first result is the wiki link so I I, I don't it's I don't the BGs now because they're ah 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 typing it wrong typing it wrong well it actually weird. works so it it gets us to the the final result so whatever to each your own yeah. you can tell by the way I used the Google I got autism no time to talk. Wow. Maybe someone like bookmarked that Google search. So whenever they open a homepage, it goes to that. So it counts as a search. Just furiously spamming it at all hours. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> what were some of the other, other good not, ones? Not too much for real life. Let me actually, let me look at the list of what got people to the, the wiki this, this month. This is the Google congregation results that we get. Or we get handed past. Let's see. Number two result was FFXI jugs. Which that could be a risky type. <laughs> don't don't do that one at work, guys. <laughs> After FFXI jugs, Waka Waka, we have Arc EV Trust. Oh Earn organ farming, FFXI damage calculation, Blade 10, FFXI Blue Mage Guide, Biku Cyclus, you know, and Roasted I, Corn. <laughs> Why roasted I, corn? I am glad that, that BG like damage calculation formula is, is that high in the search. Uh, it's above FFXI Roasted Corn. I'm, I'm glad. It should be. <laughs> <laughs> you would think for, so. For the longest time there, we had results for just searching fishing. Nothing else, just fishing. Uh, yeah, the last few months has been how do I mine for fish is the number one result. <laughs> I don't know why. If you search for mining for fish in the search bar, you will get a nice little beam there. Oh, is that why we come up? Is this? <laughs> well, if you just search for fishing, like, that's like an actual real life recreational sport. I don't know how impossible. No, it's how do I mine for fish always comes as the number one result most oh, months yeah, for some reason. Too, yeah. Mining for fish, yeah. It's just fucking stupid. Google's fishing and somehow gets the Final Fantasy. Level. Yeah. Oh, look at this biggie wiki. <laughs> they, they went like 42 pages deep in Google. Found it. I typed in tune and I just got here. Tune. <laughs> I hate when people use that. So, how are you doing then, Funk? You have nothing else then, Funk? No, nothing else. Uh, everything's hunky dory, I guess you could say. Oh, well, weren't you drinking something today that you're going to tell us how great it is? I don't know if you want to know how great it is. It's not really great. That's why I <laughs> It's uh, a frosted, as you would say, a frosted yellow bottle of a frosted starling, glass. Frosted glass, Starling Castle, Riesling Moscato. 80% Riesling, 20% Moscato. But you know it's fancy because like a Grey Goose, we can look through the bottle and see the background of the bottle. When you have to label. frost the glass and put an image through a window in it, you know that there's uh, something going on there. Because if it was good, you wouldn't have to do that. I only picked it because it's one of my older ones. I want to get rid of the older ones first. Older ones. Yeah, don't hold on to wine, people. That's something you hold on to. I didn't know. <laughs> was that one of the episodes you learned? Well, you told me not to drink it if it was open for too long, which yeah, it was refrigerated, technically. That happened with sea cookies the first time we were getting together. She's like, I have this four-day-old uh, Starborough uh, Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. I go, four days old? That wasn't good after three, let alone two. It wasn't good before you open it, but don't don't drink that after four days. It's not going to taste good. No, I'm sure it's fine. And she tastes it. She goes, no, it's not, it's not good. It's like, no, it's four days old. Yeah, last time I was on, I think I had the mead. I dumped that after a while. The mead. 
Didn't you go to a meat festival? You just posted. I'm going it. to. Oh, you're going yeah, to. Yeah, I'm going. Festival. It starts next weekend. I'm going to sometime before it closes, which is this December, and they only open on the weekends. Well, why do I know all the interesting meat. things? And you're like, nah, nothing interesting is going on in my life. You know, just, you know. Well, it's not. I, I guess it's kind of interesting. Going to a meat festival. Could see some wenches. Nothing interesting. Yeah, I went to the Renaissance Festival locally here. I have a shirt that says uh, "Wenches Want Me." <laughs> wenches but, Want Me. Oh. <laughs> but I, I wore the one that says uh, "Here for the Fair Ladies." <laughs> My fair maiden, this shirt yeah, is exactly. not cringe at all. <laughs> oh man! So Fox, hit me with a beat. With a the beat? No, just how you doing? Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm glad it's how you doing because I would fucking fail the beatbox. That's for sure. Uh, I'm doing pretty good in real life. Uh, school started uh, back up again. I've got some pretty decent classes. Um, I've got one of those professors that just refuses to give a 4.0 apparently. So that oh. one's gonna piss me off all quarter. I'm sure nobody likes a cunt. She, she's like, she's like, you'll get a three point seven on this. Even oh, that's a woman. I just call them a cunt. Yeah, I don't know. I call everyone that. I, I didn't, you know, but then it's a woman. It's like, oh, now, now, spicy's gone too far. It's, it's the, it's, it's tech writing for computer science. So it's, it's basically like, how do you write up documents and shit like that? It's, it's not hard, but it's one of those people who like to justify their position and then barely teach it. <laughs> so it's the first time I've had that experience at this college, and that kind of sucks, but. Um, otherwise, it's, it's just more programming classes, which is great. You got your it's ITT tech experience? Sure, man. Um, but yeah, I got that going on. Uh, yeah, not, not much else. Like, hopefully I'm a little less echoey. But no, no, you, you don't really... sound like you're in, uh, you know, um, the cathedral or something. Yeah, I've been, like, stacking things up in piles to try to re- reduce the noise, actually. <laughs> it worked a bit. You don't sound like you're in Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. You're not for a while there. When you're talking really quiet, it's hard to hear you, for sure. Oh, well, I mean, sometimes I drift away from my mic because you're fine. To be ASMR. ASMR. That's right. Just put it right up to your ear, guys. Fox gets um, up really close and he goes and he rolls back and he goes outline. I want you to feel every word on the back of your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Those little um, hairs. In game, uh, we've just been training up the Felgar replacement. Training up the Felgar replacement. What do you got like the yeah. Rocky theme going? Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's got some montage. I forget the name uh, already. What's, what's their name? Uh, Arioka. Listen here, Arioka. You gotta get your plus twos. Yeah, we got her the uh, the clear for Bumba last night for V20, so then we're just gonna work backwards from there and uh, could just get her caught up like weapon skill gear-wise and all that stuff. You wanna be a there, champion a or you wanna people. be a Felgar? There's a lot, right? There's a lot of people on this server that, you know, don't have access to the things that I take for granted, which is something I've talked about before. And, you know, this is another one of those situations. So we just got to get them up to speed and we'll get going. Uh, we're pretty much done with Sortie for now. I, I really want the plus three stuff to come out. They're just stopping doing it completely. Really well, we've cut it down to like two runs a week. Yeah, we've cut it down to two, uh, two you runs a week. You can't tell me you have earrings yet. Come on. It's just uh, not. Worth I have the a time, lot of plus know. ones. Dude, I got a fucking core plus two plus one. Oh, that hurts. That hurts right in the fucking nuts. Damn. Yeah, Hayden, Hayden swore at me. He was so mad. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because he's always on core. I don't need this earring. I would love It'd be good if they could put it in like, the pool at least so people can lot it, you know, in your party. That would make yeah, it. Yeah, I would be selling them now. Oh, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. I would have just let him have it, man. Like, I, I, would, I would rather him have that earring. But, um,. Yeah, so we've we've really cut down on on it. I, I mean, I've gotten some of the earrings I want. Like, I got red mage plus one. I got white mage plus one. Uh, Paladin, like a lot of them are just good. Like even at NQ, especially melee ones. I got a ninja. I'm never going to use, and I actually a beastmaster <laughs> plus one, which is good. Yeah, it is. 
That's legit, dude. But I want some was... plus two. I have never seen a plus one case yet. I got the plus two case and I got so excited. Or not, I'm sorry, the, the, the plus one earring result. I got so excited. And then I read that it was Corey and I got real sad. <laughs> so, I, uh, I, yeah, got re- I got real sad when I got Dark Knight because that's just sad. <laughs> just, just be Dark Knight, man. It's up your alley. You're nice and edgy, right? Well, considering how easy it is to upgrade the gear, I'm glad we're getting plus three this quickly. Cut my life yeah, into sure, pieces. You. Makes me wonder what the requirements are going to be, though. Uh, they're probably just going to give us the basement or in a rock cosmo. Well, I well, mean, not to unlock the ability. I mean, to upgrade like, what materials. Probably going to be like, it's probably going to be like five sapphires and like quadruple the result. Good, take all my sapphires. I got fucking 15 of them. I'm trying to upgrade stuff just to upgrade it now. You have like 25. I don't because I have like so many jobs that I probably don't need to be doing this on, but I've almost got all the jobs unlocked uh, for it. And I took, I took a bunch of sets just to five of five. Like I five of five Paladin because it's fucking amazing. Like I five of five Red Mage, just just a whole bunch of them. Like the obvious ones, and then you know the not so obvious. Fox, you are one bad ombre because you have so many yobs. Yobs. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. I'm not going to go on and on about it. Like, that's basically all that's been going on for me, man. Uh, how, what have you been up to? Uh, in game, I just spent like 40% of all the money I had to finish. Today, I finished uh, Levitine, and I just got to the last boulder stage today as well for uh, Felgamir, and I'll I'll be rocking that maybe on Black Mage sometime, and I'm, I'm getting all squared away. Last night, I had a fun... Somewhat fun experience in King Grandpa's tomb. Uh, I say somewhat fun because we had to get away from the bots, which is pretty difficult. But the beetles were uncamped, and it was a uh, Kara was on summoner. I was on black mage. We just everyone had their own mob. We were all fucking around up there, just fighting beetles. So I barely hit ML thirty eight. Finally on black mage. That's that's fun. That's I got five hundred seventy five k next level. It's a lot. Don't in die. It's like thirty bard. Just feels bad. If I die now, I lose uh, like fourteen point three k exemplar points. <laughs> I believe it's two percent, two point five. I think. Is it? If it's two percent, then I'm still losing like thirteen k. But still, you got to think about it in terms of locust mobs, though. You have to kill 14, 14 locust mobs to get back to where you were. That's really bad. Yeah, man, dude. It's just <laughs> it just penalizes because I think it's fine to lose them in the field, but ambuscade was horrible. And I'm glad they fixed that. You don't lose them there now. But all these other high-tier battlefields, you shouldn't lose them in the battlefields. You should lose them in Sortie, you should lose them in Omen, you should lose them in... Uh, it even feels kind of bad to lose them in, in Shoal, because you can do strategies where you're trying to beat some of these hard NMs, and some people just die, and it's just not not fair to keep being penalized for constantly dying in something while still beating the actual NM itself. But it's like if you're in the field and you just die randomly in a cave or something, fucking around not using Sneak, then yeah, you should lose points. But just it disincentivizes people from from putting their all into strategies or, or risking it for the biscuit, as I started off this podcast with. Yeah, Norcris always feels really bad when I have him go warrior to everything, especially in a fight where there's a high chance of him dying because he's like ML 36 or 37 or something like that. And he just gets so sad whenever he dies. Yeah, because even if you get raised, raise one is 50% of that back. You still lost 7K. So if you die several times in the fight, if you get like today we were doing Kate Sith, and I got yeah. killed by the AOE. Then I got raised and got up and got killed by the AOE again the moment I got up. <laughs> and it's just... And we're beating Kate but we're regularly having one person die like every fight because just randomly will one-shot someone as as it happens if you don't get lucky enough. Yeah, those resist rates, man. They're bullshit. Yeah. yeah no, I hear and, what you're saying. And, and I'm, I'm constantly losing thousands of points while beating the content. And I don't want to be penalized like that because it's just annoying. And even raise three only gives you 90% back. So... 
no matter what you lose points. And if we're going to ML50, it's going to be a ridiculous scope of uh, just having like a mil or two to the next level and losing 2% of a million. Maybe I should have had us get Skirzo, actually. I always forget about Skirzo on uh, on Kitsit. We were fine until randomly just we'll get one shot at it, but we killed the thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the point, though. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Bringing Skirzo. Maybe they'll give us a modification that helps with uh, the loss of XP points. Even at, at level 75, dying wasn't even as big of an issue, even with the slower kill speed, because you're getting raised and it take a long time of dying and everything would give you points. You don't get shit exemplar points for most things in this game. Yeah, like worst case, you lost like 4k XP, which could be made up pretty quickly because yeah. you'd get like 200 to 300 XP a kill, you know? You'd and you'd be farming stuff for Sky, get the Arondite or something. Mobs. You just, no, you just, I, I knew. Stuff. I had some guys in my link show who would refuse to switch over to XP, and I always do leveled every time I died. Oh, God, those fucking tools. Oh, God, yeah. Those are the worst fucking doofuses. That was the stupidest. Yeah. All my 75 gear doesn't Need work now. Need their merits. It wasn't that hard to get merits it's back sweet, in the day. You could cap yeah, out no, pretty quick. It wasn't, but not according to them. Have you <laughs> sitting there on my Corsair sub-war with Joyu single wheel doing slug shots on Colby Bray? Just would rape shit. They were, the, they were the DD that looked for party for like three to four oh, straight God. days because they were faceless among the crowd. I think he was the guy who went to level up his guard skill on elementals in Sky. Oh, come, come again? Excuse me? He was a monk, main job, but to level up his guarding skill, he fought, fought the elementals in Sky. He didn't fight fucking Mandragoras like Elmer the point, uh, Pointy or Genome posted a stupid video on a million years ago and his blog is his his um his live journal about how to go cap card skill. Nope, but it was the thing, I guess. I don't want to fight a mandragora in the Boyata tree or something, man. I'm just gonna fight an elemental. That's a good mob. Because <laughs> he could run away from the magic is his thing. I don't want to target something and <laughs> run away from magic. What? Excuse me. I thought it was because they didn't die. You see you no. take off across the platform. <laughs> <laughs> 0% oh, movement speed feels bad. <laughs> Fucking run yeah, man, away. and you didn't even move faster back then. Like, like you were actually like by default slow as fuck. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. He did <laughs> not have health gear. For anyone who didn't play back in that time, you moved twenty five percent slower as a base level than you do today. Yeah, and base like, like fresh character in twenty twelve or thirteen. Se raised at twenty five percent movement <laughs> speed as a normal base. So that's that's you know when you put on your your little herald gators and feel fast, that's half of the benefit. So so you'd be three times slower. <laughs> Cool. Uh, with your so Herald's Gators on now than you were back then as a normal default because most jobs didn't have movement speed and the pieces that still existed were hard to get the best thing was uh, when Hermes Sandals came out <laughs> oh man anyway so today I am having you know to mourn the loss of Italy's recent election I got an Italian wine here it now is we're uh, speaking of reasons to drink <laughs> it is a 2020 La Cupacina Cupacina it's a Suave, which is from the north of Italy, which I think is like halfway between Milan and Venice, if people care. It's uh, Garganega is the grape, I believe, yeah, from Suave up there, which is, it's a nice grape. It's, I, I like it. Pinot Grigio is boring. Fuck Pinot Grigio. Generally boring. <laughs> Garganega up here in the, uh, the Dioce, uh, is, uh, they, they control the yields of this grape, so it's actually a quality grape instead of being a uh, mass-produced, watered-down kind of uh, lacking quality sort of wine. So it's it's a it's a nice little little white wine to have here. I like Suave. At any rate, otherwise I've been working on Oh wait, there's a story in the back of it. Uh oh, we gotta read this story. Oh no. Uh oh. I gotta bust out my one semester of Italian in college here. Let's uh Oh jeez. 
I gotta try. Let's, let's do a horrible These Italian accent. These Italians. <laughs> These fucking Italians. So let's, <laughs> let's do a fake Italian accent just to make this even more cringe. So uh, let's see. <clears throat> what, what do I got here? So, uh, buonasera, signore e signori. And let's see, the back here says, The Tarisi family has been growing grapes at La Cupacina, the site of an ancient chapel of Frescischen flyers, for over a century, ever since 1890. The 90 acres of vineyards which surround the family villa are located in Castaglunga, in the Suave de Oce production area around Verona, where Sisto, Pietro, Ilana keep up the tradition with great passion. I sound like I'm part Spanish now too. What no, is- dude, it, it sounds like you're on. Dude, it sounds like you're on the slow decline as it comes back to us. It's so good. <laughs> it like is. It is Halloween. Count. It is spooktober. <laughs> <laughs> the secret of quality is we are making our wines in the vineyard. End quote. That is the secret of quality, Fox. It says, a quote, we are making our wines in the vineyard. End quote. It's that's the secret. So that's a secret, I guess. Blah. Blah. Suave, deoce, made entirely from selected mm. Garganega grapes, matures. <laughs> Blah. What's it's going on? Children of the night, the spider spins its web. Oh, no. <laughs> the children of the night. Mat- <laughs> I'm just going to go back to that now. Matures. Matures on the fine leaves for less than five months. Blah. Crisp. Fruity and food friendly. Enjoy it at fifty degrees Fahrenheit. How are, there, how are there this many words in the back of your bottle? Oh no! I'm gonna turn into Dracula at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the more Italian I tried to get, the more Transylvania I got. It's oh. terrible. Uh. So it's it's uh, you know that's we've done it. I think we've now peaked. <laughs> oh, my nipples are peaked. Let me tell you. <laughs> Buonasera. <laughs> oh, ciao, ciao, Fox. Ciao, ciao. So, uh, molto bene. Let's get into this today. Uh, oh, but yeah, working on the stupid guide still. I mention every time. I've almost finished all the tier twos. I got the tier threes of the Odyssey guide to work on. Just trying to hammer away at it. Now that I'm not working on this stupid black mage stuff, I should be able to focus on that. Work on some guides and and you know, otherwise just to try and live a quiet existence outside of this microphone. By the time you're done, nobody's going to want to use it. Maybe. Ex- <laughs> except for the children of the night. So, <laughs> we're doing Ionix today, and I guess we're going to get a roll in here with this fancy outline. I have my reference page open here, but Funk, are you going to take us away into this, this whatever this is here of the lore of Ionix? Yeah, so the name Aeon. We'll go start here. That's a terrible game. Aeon, not the role-playing game. Originally, it meant life, vital force, or being, generation, or a period of time, though it is intended to be translated as age in the sense of ages, forever, timeless, or for eternity. Aeon is a Latin transliteration from the Koine Greek word ho-aeon from the archaic aewon. I wanna, I wanna humpa that. That's A-I-W-O-N for those enthusiasts. Yeah, I like how none of us tried to say any of these you know, original spellings. Yeah, it's, it's what is that, fucking Greek lettering there? Well, technically uh, it's pronounced Ho-Aeon. That actually looks like all of the all of the vowels they give you for free in that one spin on 
<laughs> Wheel of Fortune. We can describe what they look like, like last time. I am a fan <laughs> of the Ho Chi Minh here, the Hoi An, so there you go. Oh, I'll let him done making fun of languages. So Aeons are created via a quest that requires 50k beads, which these days it's the hardest part of the whole thing is to get the actual beads. It's so difficult. Yeah, you just have to spam tier threes and shit anymore because doing the, the domain invasion is a waste of time now. Just because everyone's At least, at least no one can spike flail yet anymore. Well, <laughs> my favorite thing is always when I sit in some of these discords, uh, people always come in and go, I was fighting and got warped out. Why did that happen? Does anyone know? And I just kind of snicker to myself and go, ha, ah, I got another one. Yeah, the one time you did it. Yep, the uh, the hubbubub caused by this that movement. The one time you did it got on the actual 20th anniversary stream, though. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, it did. It did. Oh, it did. That it's picture of me spike flailing got onto the... Yeah. Yep, that was me. Oh, I didn't yeah, submit it, but fun. that I won't be immortalized in the spike flailing screenshot on the horrible 20th anniversary stream. It also made it on the... Um, the community team stream on Twitch, and they stayed, they somehow stayed in that picture for the longest time, like a good two or three minutes, and just stood there, looking everybody in the face. I'm sorry, that's great. That's great. Did anyone say anything? That's fucking. Great. I won't say anything. No, that's fucking I mean, hysterical. The joke was there though. That's fucking tops, man. That is tops. The archive is probably on their Twitch somewhere. You can oh, watch it if you really wanted to. You know. That's that's you know one of those moments where you're sitting there old and gray. You pull out the little yearbook with the grandkids and go, "See that? I was an asshole, <laughs> just like you." It was, the, it was the very last picture they showed, and they were talking about other things while the picture stayed there. It's hilarious. <laughs> Let's just pause on this one for a second, no particular reason. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so we really appreciate. I saw a little troll there for us all. Be great. I didn't watch the 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 stream was Friday. I didn't watch it because they're you know, I don't know. Well, next time they okay. sit there. They claim they're going to do some sortie next time in the Ambuscade. Oh my, I would join for sortie. That would be fun. And I wouldn't lead it. I would just follow them. And then when they die, I would just sit there and just survive. Die. No, I'd be on Blue Mage and they would die and I would just, just you know, I would hold everything and just, just fight while they lay dead. That's pretty ballsy because I imagine that like some people jump on there thinking that like J0 and shit is like perfectly fine and just start like J0 oh, all no. over the place. That would be fucking hilarious on an official SE stream. Oh man. Yeah, well... <laughs> Half the people, like the returning players, wouldn't even know what it is. You know, they think they're like, "Oh, they fixed the leg, if they fixed the, the timers." And they're doing sorting next time. I'm so jumping in. I want to come on blue. I want to watch the fail of that. That would be end of October stream if they do it. Yeah, you got to watch them go up and fight Lashon. <laughs> oh, it would probably be the new wing too. That's what they would do. Well, so maybe. Yeah, we're assuming there's no requirements. Maybe not have all the keys or something to go down there. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see what the requirements are. Yeah. That's coming in what two weeks? Yeah, it's probably gonna be the eleventh. I'm guessing, which will be Tuesday. Usually, we get a teaser two weeks before and the details a week before, yeah. so we should know more Tuesday the fourth. Created via quest that requires 50k bees (parentheses), which is the hardest part of the whole thing these days. And (parentheses) then defeating all the Gaius feet, Gaius fit, and uh, Gish fit, Gish fit, the Gish fit in them. So yeah. Fox or somebody can read what Gesh means. Oh, okay. Well, Gesh is used in Celtic mythology. Uh, Gesh essentially means an oath or taboo found in many legends. It was originally tied to one's destiny. You One can think of it as a curse, but it was often something that was considered beneficial, since unless you broke the Gesh, you were essentially invincible. Um, yeah, so, I mean, a lot of the times, though, they are actually, like, really, really bad to break. Like, they just fucking kill you in a lot of stories. So that's why if you 
if you see like any contemporary stories involving like a Gesh or something, it's usually like more so on the curse side of things. Um, the most archetypal Gesh would be the ones in the uh, the ones that the Irish hero Ku Kalane had uh, that would that he would not be felled as long as he never refused hospitality, because apparently that's common. Uh, being a good guest was considered important in Irish society, so at least back then. Um, or ate dog meat, and that's a thing. Um, you know, I don't know what went on back then, but that's, uh, that's something you always got to watch out for, I guess. But apparently that was in reverence to Kukulain's title uh, as the Hound of Kukulain, uh after he served as a Smith's guard dog in his youth. He ain't nothing but a hound dog, smithing all the time. Yeah. Apparently went well for him. Um, he knew he would be invincible, but uh, apparently his How do you know you'd be invincible? Because that's part of the Gesh, man. It's like, hey, I get to be invincible. I just Gesh, really I'm invincible thing. now. It's probably in his yeah. quest log. Yeah, right? I guess, pops it up. It's like, I guess nothing can happen to me. <laughs> but yeah, usually what happens, it's what's written here too, when it comes to any of these Geshes, is like someone finds out how to like trick them into breaking it, and then they get fucked. So oh, oh here we go. Happen. Next, we can read a little further here. Oh, after he broke his Gesh? I guess was... she was wrong. Yeah, sure. Okay, sorry. And uh, Fet means uh, festival. You didn't read the rest of it. I mean, I might as well. He was set upon by foes and killed in a dramatic final battle, i.e. he got fucked. Well, it says this went pretty well for him for a while since he knew that he would be invincible unless he broke one of these oaths. And then and then he was tricked by one of his enemies. I was paraphrasing because it it always sounds weird if I read this like it's a script, you know? Who then served him dog meat. See, you can't skip these things. How are we going to know we need dog meat? I mean, he... Yeah, I mean, since he was invited to the host's home, he had to be a good guest and eat what was he was given, so they gave him dog meat. What did he go to, like... like almost like, like, it, was, someone's almost like it was handcrafted. Like a Korean home. Advance. He wow. couldn't just secretly put a napkin and, you know, throw a napkin away. Well, just... at, least we got our, at least we got our racist person <laughs> this, by the way. <laughs> well, isn't that part of Korean cuisine is dog? Because <laughs> I, I couldn't think of any other um, Asian cuisine know. that would involve eating dog besides maybe Korean. Maybe Vietnamese? Vietnamese, maybe? Maybe I was more, uh, maybe Vietnamese is more accurate. Could have been the mystery meal at lunchtime. No, not, not the golden dragon down the street from you or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, fit mean, or fate means festival, so guess fate means curse festival. That's, uh, that's now I'm going to Google this. Find out which, when any of these cultures actually perhaps eat dog. I'm sure one of them must. Oh, I thought you were fact-checking me. Oh, there's like no moment of this that isn't going to be painful. Just, just, let, them, just let them burn out. The okay. The okay. Number one that comes up in Google is China. Then number two is Nigeria. Dog meat is a common dish in the Western African nation. And then number three is the Arctic and Antarctic. I guess. <laughs> but well, number, I mean, you have, eat, I guess. have a lot of choices. Yeah. <laughs> so after the Arctic, you have Vietnam, but, Switzerland, Indonesia, and South Korea. So see, Korea and Vietnam. I wasn't that wrong, but I guess mainly Arctic. China. Though, wouldn't that be like scientists go down there? No one else lives down there, right? <laughs> the scientists are eating the Seriously. <laughs> so yeah, in the having a bad time, I'm sure. Diary entry day five hundred. Eat the dog. <laughs> Last dog. Sorry, Lassie, it's my dog. Oh, I'm gonna do it. He was my greatest companion until the end. Even old Yeller taking him back. Old the Yeller filled up my beller. It was either him or me. <laughs> it's a dog eat dog world. <laughs> I asserted my dominance at the top of the food chain. <laughs> man's best food. Oh man. So continue. Continue. 
I mean, I guess I could. Like, I, I can't talk to the fuck about this at the beginning. Like, the Ionic weapons to me overall feel like really uncreative. And that's what he has right here. Uncreative with the weapon skills. And that's that's definitely for sure. Well, if you think yeah. they're uncreative now, just wait till we get these prime weapons. Yeah. I can't even imagine what they're going to be called. Then the acronym can be raped them. Be like Prime Excalibur, Prime Ragnarok. Oh. <laughs> yeah, let's be the same name. Prime I'm Apocalypse. They probably will have the same names. Apocalypse Prime. Prime Swagnarok. It's like a transformer. It also, it also turns into a semi truck. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they were pretty uncreative with the weapon skills. Uh, apparently, they just went with uh, Merit weapon skills instead of making new ones. So uh, so that implies that the... Because I, I had actually stopped playing like right at the end of 2012. So the uh, the Merit weapon skills came out first, and then they decided to go with these and just power up the Merit weapon skills using them, right? The, see, the Merit weapon skills are pretty good in Abyssia. Yeah, that's what they did. Abyssia at the time, because of how the game was and the power creep. But ever since things have gone on steroids and, and being attack capped is actually a normal thing now, some of them have just ended up being utter dog shit, like Requis God, Realm Razor, Zenterator. Those are just fucking trash. They were worse when they first came out. We talk about that a little bit later, though. Oh, Realm Razor opens the nice fusion. <laughs> it's Realm Razor being the best of the three there. Some people don't know, though, for the Aeonix, when you use them with Aeonix, they have the same strength as if you had five merits invested in the merit category. Yes, yeah, so you can unmerit them, which is what I did for Star Diver on Dragoon. Yeah, so you can unmerit them. Like, yeah, Star Diver, uh, you can put it in something else. Like, well, like Realm Razor. That. But even now, um, in case I have to use like Sobero and, and for some reason need it, like Samurai, for example, I still have merits in like Sam, even Yeah, it depends on the job. Sam would use different great yeah. katanas. Dragoon, in my opinion, should not be using... Because of Warrior, we have to have Star Diver, you know. Dragoon, in my opinion, shouldn't be using really Mythic or uh, Empyrean much. And if it is using that, it's really not using Star Diver in those situations. So it, to me, it works out for Dragoon pretty well. The only That's possible fair. caveat is is if you're using Shining One and wanted to skill chain for some reason, which I guess could happen. But then, you know, you just Maybe. fine. That's just a weird one. Yeah, I feel like if you have Trishula available and you want to skill chain, it's just going to be bad. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, I guess the idea was that it just let us reallocate merit weapon skills and, you know, spread them out. It's even better you know, now, though. If you do the deeds, you can get more in that space, a category yeah. for merits. I was actually really excited when I completed that way back when. It yeah, I love out. it. Yeah, it's great. I was able to like just spread everything out the way I felt like it needed to be spread out. Oh, it's kinky, it, Fox. So it's t basically oh, yeah. 10 more upgrades, I, I believe, right? Yeah. Five per. Yeah, an extra five per. But it takes you over a year to get that. Yeah, a long time, yeah. You get five and then you get five, I believe is what it was. I think it takes you like two years or a year and a half at least. I think um, it's a year and a half for five, then two years for the other five. There you go. It was it was like it was like two years from the original start because the original start everyone cared about Mombaro and then I think they pushed it out for like another year and they gave you like one at six months and one at six months maybe so maybe it's like three yeah. years from the very start of it. I have so much work to do to the one to one nineteen because I got to put deeds in there and stuff like that. I mean, people might as well start working on them. It is nice, fast to fast to finish. Yeah, the deeds are nice. You get the free up uh, free artifact plus two, like every single piece, and you get free relic plus two pretty much. Then you end up confused like me because I have like relic plus two on thief and I'm like, oh, I can just go ahead and, you know, upgrade my body or whatever. And then I go to do that and I realize I've never been a thief in Diana Sandori. Even I'm, I'm trying to correct myself. Yeah. I'm correct myself. It's one free piece per slot per relic and yeah. per AF. I said it wrong. So, yeah. Which is so nice. Excited. Yeah. Like just now I, I went and bought my blue hands artifact plus two to learn some spells. They're going I, I never used shit. them. 
yeah, I, I blew mine on Thieves because I was never going to put any gill into that job ever. So <laughs> I enjoyed the gill I put into us on today. Dying. It's Kate Sith. Dying. <laughs> One shot at the Kate Sith. Yeah. Yeah, but it lets you spread them out even further. Like the more Aeonics you have, like they're all pretty useful in general, but the more you have, the the better you can spread your points out and just kind of focus based on what jobs you have on what ones you want to play. So because we're talking about the weapon skills, I'll skip ahead this next section. We'll go back to it. Uh, the April 2013 update greatly enhanced the stat correlation. So the, the pre-adjustment for one one slot or one uh, upgrade per weapon skill got 17%. This is the weapon skill update, modifiers of the attribute. 17% web, yeah. Uh, for the stat modifiers and post update is 73%. So it's a huge upgrade for one point allocated. Yeah, you had 17, 34, 51, 68, 85, based on how many merits points you had into it, and then they made it 73, 76, 79, 82, 85. So it caps the same, but it starts off at 73 instead of 17%, which is a huge difference. Yeah, which means it's not going to feel like ass when we use a, a 1 out of 5 merit. It'll weapon. still feel like ass when you use Exenerator in that 0.10 or 1.0 yeah. FTP. Well, that's, you know, just the weapon skill itself being bad, though. Fucking garbage. And for clarification, if you use the weapon skill with Aonic, you get 85% modifications for your stats. Yeah, no matter what, you get the full 505, which is sweet. See, people don't realize that. Yeah. Then you R15, it gets even better. And then you're like using Exenerator on Aeneas, and you don't want to just quite kill yourself, but then you realize you probably should because you're using Exenerator. <laughs> Same fucking skill chain properties outside of Anus uh, as Sharkbite, which is a better weapon skill. So it's, it's even more yeah. even more pointless when you have something like that. At least Rum Razor is a different yeah. weapon skill property that's unique to Club. That makes it cool. Something well, like Generator is just if, yeah. if you're a white mage, you have Hexastrike still. <laughs> okay, okay, great. We're fucking white. But if you're a blue mage, well, Fox a Geo also has Hexastrike. It's true. Yes, all the He's times never gonna do it on all the times you see a Geo hexing. <laughs> Feels bad. I was going to say, feels good, man. I don't know. Okay. So we're going to go back to the Radiance and Umbra. The ultimate skill chance. What's so ultimate about him, man? Did we find out something about the um, the skill chain damage they have, like being nerfed in some way? I forget. That it didn't exceed the cap? Was, was that what it was? Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, so for Ionic weapons, they provide an aftermath of skill chain bonus. And that does not exceed the skill chain damage cap, which is relevant now outside of uh, allies' role because you have plenty of skill chain damage gear now. So yeah, yeah. There's a lot of pieces that either have like ten percent on the augment, or you just have straight up have any homie. That's know, on the skill chain damage page, I believe. Or you just have job traits. Yeah, radiance. It's basically just a fancy light. Uh, damage type is picked by monsters' elemental resistances. So if it's weak to a particular element that's aligned with light. It's going to pick that one first, or if it's equal, um, it goes in the order of fire, then wind, then thunder, then light, and equality. So, very rarely will, in other words, very rarely will it ever be thunder if unless it's like tied, or actually not even like it'll. It just I I can't think of a situation where it would be thunder, given those uh, those. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even realize this until I researched it. Yeah, this is yeah. something when I talk about resistance levels. This is tied into the factoring of that because that also changes resistance levels. That's Fox and I know this and talk about this all the time because it's yeah. always relevant to the game content. Yeah, it's it's the same way that light works and everything too. So I mean, it's not unique to Radiance or Umbra. And then Umbra, of course, does the Dark Alliance side. It's just basically a uh, a darkness plus one. It it typically does more damage 
um, as, a, as a skill chain because it's like the next step in the skill chain. Yeah, so for Radiance and Umbra, if you exclude the skill chain damage bonus of um, the, the Aftermath there, it does 50% more on a two-step uh, skill chain damage than a level three would. Mm-hmm. And it also provides a boost to magic burst damage, which I assume is part of magic burst one and caps, and it might not even be relevant to the the nuker depending on what they're wearing, which is kind of sad. If and so, I, I'm just assuming that it's not tested based on skill chain damage not being exceeded by it. I would assume magic burst damage is not exceeded by it either, but it could because it's magic burst. That's why, unlike samurai, if you have like AM three active, you can hit you can hit a mob with like a consonant tie, which is open to chain bound. And you close a Fudo on that thing, your Fudo is probably going to do like the cap damage radiance. It's even though you only do like 24k damage because you get like all the skill chain bonus and like radiance just does more anyway. And it's just something you can do on like that job in particular. It's just an example of it doing like way more damage than you would expect. Um, you can you can do those sorts of things with it. So when it comes to skill chain damage here, radiance is obviously the ultimate desire and result of doing using these weapons a lot of the time. Some of them just are strong and you'd use them anyway for spamming, like Dragoons or Samurais or... The logical choice of weapons is the Heishi, the Katana. <laughs> if you are a, a, a real thinker, a logical individual would, would choose that over other weapon choices. And... And the benefit of them other times, or even outside of just spamming one weapon skill, is making skill chains for the extra damage they do well and above and beyond doing just spamming one thing. A lot of times players in this game don't make use of Aeonics, or most of the time, because of their inclined nature of spamming Savage Blade or whatever have you, or someone else interrupting their skill chain, but you can do ridiculous skill chain damage while only doing even a fourth of that in weapon skill damage. You can do capped skill chain damage with gear and everything else going on with only doing... 20 30k oh. weapon skill you can do a 99k skill chain depending on what you're fighting oh yeah it's a lot of like free damage people just give up all the time uh another thing with these two i i see it come up all the time is people get really confused as to why they don't have their level three properties that happened today and in, in it happened today yeah he goes um <laughs> he goes does anyone know why sometimes you get a light skill chain with last stand with form a lot and sometimes you just don't yeah, so when you actually use your Radiance, or or if it expires, it actually consumes your Aftermath that you have up. And as long as you have at least AM1, uh, you're able to to access the Light property on it. Because otherwise, your, your weapon will just have the two basic properties that come with the normal weapon skill, and it doesn't gain the level 3 unless you have that Aftermath. So um, It doesn't consume it on Light, but it will consume it on Radiance. So you have to like bring your Aftermath back up again if you make a Radiance. Or number in that case. So I guess it might as well just make sense to detail the entire way the aftermath works for an Aeonic then. Yeah. So if it's the same way you get any other aftermath in this game, 3K is level 3, 2K is, you know, it's level 2 and so on. Uh, the number of steps you must do to create a Radiance or Umbra, if you do that, is determined by that. Level 3 is a one-step skill chain, so you can be at level 3, just do... You don't have to be the weapon skill of the weapon itself. If you have level 3 with Aeneas on... I, um on like a thief or something, you can just do two Rudra Storms and do an Umbra because you, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's then he, good you're saying it this way too because it's easiest to remember it by walking it backwards because a lot of people don't remember how many steps go into these. And then if you do a level two, which could possibly just happen anyway, or then again, your TP bonus, you're probably trying to spam as fast as possible if you're using the actual weapon skill like a Trishula in this case. You'd have level... Dragoon may be a bad example because it has jump and TP overflow happens for level two. But... 
otherwise you generally spam because of the TP bonus on this. Otherwise you you lose that extra benefit of the 500 TP bonus on these weapons. Otherwise level one, you would need to have a four step and level two is a three step. So if you're like getting level two with dagger, for example, if you did, I mean, you would have to have level two because if you don't use Exenerator, you can't get the aftermath. But if you already had it, for example, you could do Evisceration Rudras Rudras for Umbra, a normal skill chain combo you would do anyway. Uh, but you need to, generally a skill chain combo needs to have the weapon skill in it because you lose the aftermath to that and you're not just going to use it again. Like you could, I guess, depending on the fight or what you're aiming for. But something like Trishula will have Stardiver as the weapon skill in there. So you'll, the skill chain combo with Dragoon is Stardiver to Sonic Thrust to Stardiver, Stardiver, which is fucking great, ridiculous as a, um, a Radiance with level one because you frequently get level one on Dragoon because you just spam weapon skills. And that's uh, that's how you get Umbra in that case. Otherwise, a lot of people just get Aftermath and don't even care or don't even use it. But it makes sense a lot of the time to make take advantage of it because skill chain damage is ridiculous with an Aeonic weapon. Yeah, I would say uh, Warriors, Dragoon, Sam's, um, probably Thief and Dancer are the most commonly, uh, are the most ones that are, that are where you're going to commonly use like a, a level four, like an Umbra or something. And if you sort of fight off too with 3k TP, it's okay. I mean, you're going to lose some damage, but it's okay if you know you're going to skill chain to just blow that on level three aftermath if you don't plan on doing much skill chaining otherwise, or if you think you can make one naturally with someone else while spamming weapon skills. I think it's worth it to dump, if, as long as you're going to do skill chain damage, just to dump that 3k on, say, Thief, just using Xenerator at the start of the fight if you're using Aeneas, and then just spam Rudra Storm in the fight, and you might get that Umber off, and if you do, that's going to be worth more damage, depending on the mob, of course, than you lost by using that is generator for 10k damage because that's literally how much it might do for you it's garbage but yeah you always want to run a quick calculation to make sure it's actually worthwhile to make in one of these big aftermaths because sometimes it isn't but if you're all buffed up doing you know 20 30k rudras and stacked you could do you know 40 30 60 depending on what you're fighting of course as i'm going to say a million times this episode then you could do a capped damage umbra there and mm -hmm. that would definitely make up for the damage even if it wasn't capped if it was just high mm -hmm. it would make up for the damage you lost there yeah, I mean these these weapons like like aftermath alone like they're excellent because they all have TP bonus plus five hundred and there are usually a lot of good TP scaling weapon skills to use. So there's some use you'll get out of these almost always, even if it's not with the the weapon skill that's tied to them because sometimes they're just poop. But again, the aftermath wears off after you create an Umbra or the timer runs out, right? So in yeah. that example I just gave randomly, you just wouldn't care about getting aftermath again. But since we have so much skill chain damage gear, you'd use on thief now, like. Uh... If you have an Aeonic B, that is, then yeah. it just makes sense. Because even the the back piece from uh, Alexander's, Alexander, yeah, the Sacramental, even that is, it's actually a really good back to use, especially for a job like Thief, if you're using Aeneas and you know you're going to be aiming for this, because it's like 20 attack and accuracy, um, eight weapon skill damage or six weapon skill damage, and it has a big... Eight, one of them is six and one of them is eight uh, weapon skill damage and then skill chain damage but it also has 25 decks and agility on it so it's already has a bunch of attack and decks and stuff and weapon skill damage before that so you're not really losing much by using that back piece even just in a normal sequence to get that extra damage you have a lot of options in a job like that yeah let's see you covered most of everything in the aftermath yeah not necessarily the damage bonuses though um, yeah from the they... magic first yeah do you want to talk do we talk about 100% TP you require, like level one aftermath, you require a four step? Yeah. Level two, you need three step, and level three, you need just two step. 
Yeah. The easiest way though, because people always fucking forget it, is just work it backwards. So if you have a level three, you know you only need a two step. So if you have a level two, if you only need one more step, it's just easy to remember that way. And some jobs get, get really screwed. Like Lionheart is a great sword, and you just don't have any fucking <laughs> skill chain combos with that shit. You just spam light. You just don't even care. Just spam yeah, his great sword is just ass for all skill chains. <laughs> if like, only I had a better scourge. Skill chain yeah. Oh, I think I didn't realize is the magic burst skill chain damage. So if you, I guess it's if you trigger the Radiance or Umbra with 1,000 to 1,999 TP, it's a skill chain magic burst damage bonus 3 to 4%, right? Yeah, so depending on your level of activate, just like a mythic weapon, you get, uh, so Levitain, I, I created today, Levitain. Um, it's depending on how much TP I use it at for level 2, it'll depend how much magic accuracy I get with Foxes is like, is it level one is magic act, but yeah. Okay, level one's magic act. My bad. Your level two would be magic tech bonus. There you go. But so depending on if I use my weapon skill at one thousand TP or at one thousand nine hundred ninety nine, that's actually a difference of how much magic accuracy I get. It's not a static value it for matters. level. Yeah. Yeah. It same, matters a ton. Same with the Ionic, except it's a small scale of uh you know, what is it, every Up every five hundred TP here looks like one percent. And then it kind of jumps. Yeah, it looks like the first half of it is like really large or really slow scaling and then everything after 2k gets it gets much larger because 2k looks like five percent yeah and then you gain one percent every 200 whereas yeah the first 500 from one from a thousand to 1500 you only gives you three and then 1500 to 1999 gives you four so once you skill chain like it's 1999 yep makes so 3000 tp is 10 percent magic burst and skill chain damage plus you said magic accuracy so even if you yeah. don't have your skill chain gear capped which most people won't or even if you're not using it all, just having a, a Radiance or Umbra do an extra 15% damage over level 3. So if you do a 20k weapon skill, you're now doing uh, 40k and then 50. So you're, you're doing... I've, I've seen people get confused about this too, because this has to be known. The the magic damage, the burst bonus or whatever, that's for you while you have this. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's funny. Not, that's not for everyone around you. That's funny. I thought the person yeah. bursting it based on the aftermath consumed for that skill chain would give it to him, but I guess it's only the wielder then, huh? No, it's actually very important for like scholar, black mage, ninja. Like those are the jobs that are actually going to be able to burst real numbers. Um, red mage, I guess you can make an argument for that with sequence, but there's probably better ways to do it. Um, but yeah, it's just basically magic burst bonus one because it comes from uh, from weapons. So yeah, so if you're if, if you're doing twenty k and a one step skill chain or two step technically because you can't one step something. <laughs> if you're doing 20k and instead of a light you'd be doing 20k without any other skill chain damage you'd be doing 30k with an ionic going for radiance here and then if you had you know that would assume you have a 3k that would be a 33k instead of you know 20k so that extra 13k just for having an aftermath go off there is is if you're skill chaining regularly is a is a real benefit from an ionic weapon that isn't usually yeah seized. one of the one of the cute things about lionheart actually is that it gets a pretty big bonus off of this because you can then like burst like lunge or something and we get pretty good gear on rune fencer now to to maximize that so you can hit some pretty crazy lunges but the problem is for rune fencer especially is that it just has shit gear for meleeing and resoluting you're still <laughs> using herculean and fucking other garbage like it feels bad yeah yeah ambuscade legs the megonda legs plus two there it's just it feels garbage and resolution itself it just feels pretty bad you might as well, because especially how attack starved you generally are on rune fencer because a lot of things that since we've left Esha, where, where Lionheart was really great since we left that time period, they're usually just not capped attack on 
uh, Rune Fencer at all, and there's an attack penalty on Resolution already. So yeah. if you're fully geared out and skill light skill chains are great, you can do that on Rune Fencer. It just feels really bad, but you would just use Apple Tree, not just for the defense, but because you get a big attack boost on a better weapon skill, which is Dimitation. It's just a better attack and weapon. It, and it also makes light with itself. So there'd just be... Lionheart used to be really cool. It's just an example. I guess we're kind of skipping ahead to talk about each weapon, yeah. but... And it just it Lionheart is an example of one that really I have not had much, if any, reason to use on Rune for years now. Yeah, I haven't either, honestly. Used to use it all the time. That was before R fifteen yeah. existed. When R fifteen came out, it really helped Dimitation even more. Yeah, well, I, I guess we could talk more about Lionheart later, but yeah, it's uh it's just interesting though, because it, often it gets overlooked that you'll you know you'll get you know, burst bonus for something like lunge, you know, it actually matters because it would stack with the rest of your Naomi if you want to like use a burst set like that. That or you, if you don't have that, the uh, Ongo's... Uh, Ongo's gear know, is really good. The Agu yeah. set is the best for bursting right there. Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's way better. Why am I saying Naomi? Like, <laughs> well, if you, if, well, a lot of people might not have the Agu's because a lot of people don't fight or beat Ongo. I've seen a lot of shouts recently on a server this weekend for Ongo because people just apparently can't beat him at V20. Weird. I, I know. I'm, I'm looking forward to go and fight him for the fuck of it on Black Mage. So I'm going to see someone shout one day. I'm going to be, I'll be your Black Mage, ML40, R15, <laughs> Levitine. Yeah, man. It's good stuff. Go blow shit up. But at any rate, so did we get everything prehand here? I feel like we're actually motoring through this while talking about a lot of things. We didn't mention is- that. Unlike other weapons, there's no afterglow on Anox. Besides augmenting it. So like, I don't need the, no, the 10,000 Pitetsu or anything. To, my clout. No one will ever know how elite I am. <laughs> yeah. That is a real benefit, though, of an Ionic weapon, is the fact that not only do you not have to do these trials, which suck, and not to trade in the trials all these, are horrible. You don't have to spend all this gill because it's free, you just beat it. It's really not hard. These NMs get progressively easier as time goes on. They're just kind of jokes now where you have Puppet Master and a Geo dueling all of them, or Puppet Master and a Bard dueling all of them. Not that that's an easy feat, it's not. It wasn't especially a couple of years ago when they first did it. Now it's still, it's easier a little bit now, and it's still a difficult thing to do, but it just goes to show how things have become so easy that before they were actually a struggle for Link Shells even to beat. And now they're just really, even without a summoner burning, it's really just easy to take a monk and beat most of those things in. It's really not hard, but it is free. You don't have to spend, and for that, as a new player, if you manage to clear that, which is not something a new player would do, but nowadays with how good plus two gear is in Sortie, which is pretty easy to get, all this stuff you can upgrade, and it's really not hard to get to an equal or greater power level than when players who were well geared at the time were fighting this to do this. Yeah, it's it's never been more accessible. Yeah, so yeah, the, you, the power creep really makes it easy. You could be a new player in plus two ambuscade and plus two swordy stuff. So it doesn't take that long to get, and still working on all your other gear and you know, your Naomi's on augmented or anything like that. Gear. And you can still be yeah, if you just have Sackpot alone as a warrior or something, you're you're ahead of where a warrior used to be. At that point, by a lot, yeah, monk especially with in pocket, all that stuff, and just getting one of these weapons like God Hands or something on a monk when you're a new and have those other items already, you definitely can do that. And when you get that, it's you don't have to worry about doing trials, buying all the Alexandra, none of that. And you have a a good weapon, best depending on best in slot fox, depending on if you're using like footwork or something. A lot of these weapons are really strong though. I use a lot of these myself, Mm -hmm. like even over other options. And you, and you can have something that's, you know, puts you right to top tier DD endgame. Maybe not the best, obviously, since you're a new player, but you're you're new enough that you have enough gear, but you're not there. You don't have any special weapons or anything. But now you can you can go and bust out a lot of these weapons. Even 
sequence is actually a good sword if it's used appropriately. Just no one uses it appropriately. As in better than nagling if it's used appropriately. I Every time I use that sword, I get let down. But I guess we'll save that for, for the, the sequence. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Part. But yeah. That kind of that kind of blows people's minds, but they don't know how to use it, so they just never should. Yeah, yeah. It changes your offhand spoilers. That's a good thing, though. Yeah, it does. It's a very good thing, especially when we get to level three or you know part plus three of level two of of sortie here. It as long as you have the attack to cap what you're doing, then it would make even more sense because your accuracy of using a TP bonus offhand now is becoming a problem as these things start reaching about 1,300 accuracy for these NMs and plus two. So you know it's going to go even higher, and you're not going to want to use, unless you have a specific need to want to change the whole group to Madrigal for some reason just for your offhand, which is not a great thing to do. I would pin a yeah. specific Madrigals. But yeah, yeah. But, but even then, you're just now, now Nagling's carrying you attack-wise because you're making yourself lose a song for it. And it's, it's at the point where it would be easier just to use a better weapon in the offhand as long as you're able to cap enough attack and use so i'm getting at the sequence already but we'll <laughs> we're skipping like one of the best weapons. oh no so we'll have funk start off here if we're going to go into the weapons i guess all right first one's up is god hands literally it means hand of god vast ah. history in the final fantasy oh. series in many cases the weapon was the game's ultimate with the weapon for the monk jobs if it was in the game i remember it for instance riku. Riku, riku in final fantasy 10 there you go they didn't even yeah. write that here each game I, I was going to, but I'm like, eh, it's everywhere else. <laughs> then 14, I guess now. Oh, In each game, the weapon's appearance changed. Like, Riku's was, you have to enter God Hand into the search thing in, mm-hmm. in that airship, whatever, and you go to the slot. It's, in, spot and it's get in 7 also. It's like the most accurate yeah, It's in 7, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I didn't play 7. Oh, but I didn't play it. Oh, good. I, go play I didn't play 7 because I'm a chunk. But yeah, so it's, it's all throughout the history of the series, that's for sure. But it doesn't yeah, for, have like any basis anywhere else. <laughs> for, no, no, nowhere else. I couldn't find anything. But no, for Riku, it's like a mechanical, freaking web thing she put in her hand. Not really a weapon. Yeah, I mean it's, it's like, like a it's, power it's up thing for a fist. Yeah. Or you um, get you get like that that North Jersey going like, eh, that broad. Let me tell you, her hands they're like God hands. Let me tell you. I think it's a cool name for a weapon, honestly. <laughs> but. But yeah, it's not like actually based out of anything, and we'll find that as a trend across like most of these weapons. So there's no. That's true. Yeah. God hands is great for the jobs that use them because of howling fist. Well, well we still know. have some more to talk about before we talk about in game. Oh well, true. I didn't know there's any, anything written about god hands here besides that. Yeah, the well, we- the weapon skill attached to. Oh, 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 there is. That is a weapon skill that is not the next weapon, and that is yeah. There you go. That's I didn't read. <laughs> So she she didn't spiral is the weapon skill. At the heart of Chinese mythology are four spiritual creatures, Shi Shu, four celestial emblems, each guarding a direction in the compass. In China, the four date back to at least the second century BC. Each creature has its corresponding season, color, element, virtue, or other trait. Further, each corresponds to a quadrant in the sky, each with quadrant containing uh, seven Shisu Shisuku. Or star constellations. In Japan, the symbolism of the four creatures appears to have merged with and been supplemented by the Shiteno, four heavenly kings. The latter four are the Buddhist guardians of the four directions who serve as Lord Taishaiku Ten, <laughs> who represents the center. <laughs> and they're closely associated with China's theory of five elements. In any case, the four the animals are. Theory is. 
In any case, the four animals are much more prevalent in artwork in China than in Japan. Although Jap Japan, one can still find the groupings of the four creatures. This is also where the gods in the sky came from in game. Kieran as the Lord. Okay, now I've had to type in uh, the five Chinese element thing. Now I'm on learnreligions.com. That's always a good place I want to be. That's where I want to be. And I love how it brings up the five elements theory of Chinese cooking on learnreligions.com and it comes yeah, up right. with, with some bok choy and fucking aubergine oh, and, okay. and some tea and garlic and stuff and a, and a bun steamer. <laughs> it's, a, it's a picture. So let's see. Chinese people believe that we are surrounded, are they speaking for all Chinese people now, huh? By five energy fields or five different kinds of qi. Or is it qi? Because I don't know how to pronounce these things. I know there's a fancy way to pronounce qi besides blast. There are also called, these are also called the five elements, and they play an important role in all aspects of Chinese culture, including the way people eat. This theory states that in these five elements are, that if these five elements are changed or moved, this could seriously affect a person's fate. The five elements, end quote, are also known as the five agents, five phases, five movements, five forces, five processes, and five planets. It's also known as the five fingers to the face said slap, and I plead the fifth. Fifth. In the concept of yin and yang is the center of the Chinese culture, then the theory of the five elements should be treated as its cornerstone. But what exactly are these five elements, the fucking question I've been wondering, of Chinese cooking? And how do they play a part in Chinese cuisine? Which is not what I wondered. Must be the Chinese five spice. Okay, so we have, I thought this was the case, so I remember this. Metal. This is this like Avatar, uh, not that one, the actual good one, or Legend of Korra if you're really edgy. Metal, wood, water, fire, and earth. Uh, Chinese people use this five, ele this five elements theory for a lot of things, from the interaction between internal organs to politics. That sounds like a poor choice. Uh, and Chinese medicine to cooking and food. It's just like finding the perfect balance of yin and yang. It's about trying, trying to find the perfect balance between the five elements. There are two main relationships between the five elements. One is called mutual generation, and the other is called mutual overcoming. I think we're going to stop there on that one. It's like, yeah. oh man, my, my metal's a little out of balance today. I'm going to get cancer. That's, oh, how do we treat this cancer? Well, we've got to get my earth a little more into my, uh, my fire here. Come on, baby, light my fire. Fucking Shinto religions, whatever these are. Shinto would be... Japanese Buddhism, right? So I don't... <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah, I think the weapon skill is basically supposed to represent all those things, because like you see like the claw strike in there to represent like, the tiger. and the little phoenix of fire, I guess. Yeah. So there's like a lot of elements to the weapon skill itself. It's actually like, an interesting looking weapon skill. I think it looks really cool. It's not great, <laughs> but uh, it is it's not. cool. It's um, one it's of those bad landing, weapon skills. Like, yeah. The plague lasts really quick, though. Is it like 15 seconds, I think? No, it lasts a while. Uh -oh. landed. And, uh, is it? The, main, the main thing with a lot of these weapons is you'll see that because they're all TP bonus related, if the weapon skill itself does not get a damage boost of some kind from being TP bonus, the weapon skill kind of seems bad <laughs> at the end it's, of the day. It lasts for 15 to 24 seconds. Oh, sure. I, I, I just swear I've seen Five to eight ticks. That, there you go. But I mean, just keep reapplying it. Yeah, it does not work on end guy though. So you you commonly stack it with uh, penance penance boosted chi blasts. 
Um, it's a merit category for monk. We haven't it, really had a monk. It does get an attack modifier, which is untested, but it feels if they say it gets a five percent attack modifier. Yeah. One point zero five unverified, five percent attack, guys. That's what's so weird about like the great sword, for example, because a lot of these are there's quite a few of these that actually have an attack modifier on them. Resolution like a, a is positive one. Yeah, resolutions is negative. That's fifteen percent like, even though. Like Shijin and you get like uh Ruinator, it has an attack modifier, Shun. So forth and so on. I think Shohat is too, but I'd have to look at it. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. But yeah, the the weapon in game though is ugly as shit. Shohat <laughs> gets it's a like thirty-five to forty-five percent attack boost. Yeah. I think it is the largest hand-to-hand model in game. I see that in your note here. Um, it's like crystal claws. The, they go the down past other, the Gawka's knees. Yeah, the the only other one that's like as big is like the fully extended Ophelian knuckles, like the the Master Trial hand-to-hand, because those are big and flamboyant, but it's like those are like a close second to God Hands, I think, oh, just in terms of raw size. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I think I think SE really fucked up with most of these Aeonic weapons. Like, I think they're all scaled like they're large. From fifteen to twenty five percent too big. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, it's intentional. Looks stupid when you're holding it. Yeah, I was gonna. That was the first one I think of. Second one. Looks like a fucking great sword. It, 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 yeah. It's like a, it, well, All Mace is also really fat. All Mace is a yeah. girthy ass sword. It's like they had no idea how to scale this shit. <laughs> it's like if you offered her a Tizona or you offered her an Almace, I think she's taking the Almace. Mm. <laughs> it's got the girth. Yep. Then again, the curve of that Tizona, there could be... Never mind. So Monk has a lot of really good TP uh, TP to damage scaling weapon skills. They're just, it's just all over hand-to-hand, especially post the fix. And they have FTP replication, so God Hands are just basically the, this... It's basically like the, the perfect hand to hand to use. There's a lot of people who will be in like the Varith Rogna camp where they argue Varith Rogna's usefulness. Well, it's true. It's a very good it's a very good hand to hand also. Um, I personally like God Hands the best. So with Varith Rogna, you have the white damage and it definitely shines during impetus, and you have the skill training ability that you don't get with God Hands in the same capacity. But with the way hand to hand work, like you don't want to discredit the white damage from God Hands also during impetus. True. It's still very high. But you're you're comparing AM3 and skill chaining to not, because God Hands are slow. Right. Well, they're slow, but they get more TP per hit. It, True. It actually, it but actually works That's going to be less white damage besides AM3, just because they're slower. Yeah, but your weapon skill damage is usually much higher. Yeah, it's correct. No job in this game really focuses on white damage. No, I'm sure there would be some exception. They'd be like, well, you didn't, but if, if any white damage is going to do, it's probably going to be Monk. But, or I guess Dark Knight. Maybe. It's interesting how they only give the weapon skills 10% bonus on the augments. Yeah, because a lot of them need a lot more than that, and that's the stuff. Yeah, like, like Requiscon. Yeah, for sure. Like, the, what, Mythics are 30 or 40 even, maybe? 49 with the R15. R15 and AS. 49.5. Yeah. <laughs> Feels so bad. I mean, even even at 49.5, a generator would still suck, but at least it wouldn't be that bad, and you would have definitely more of a reason to skill chain with it on Thief. It is the only way really to do light skill chains on Thieves, so depending on the situation you find yourself in, which is something to be more common for Fox and I to experience because we're more likely to have magic bursting going on or actually focus on skill chaining than other groups. So yeah. uh, Aeneas I always carry around in me, but I don't always use it as much as I would like to. I use it on Dancer all the time. And that's the next weapon we'll talk about. Too. Speaking yeah. of Aeneas, yeah, that's the next yeah, weapon. But no, let's, let's finish the God Hands because we didn't finish that. We always talk about Monk. We didn't talk about Pup. Oh yeah, I mean. Oh yeah, that other job that exists uses on this one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Sorry, sorry. The monk without. <laughs> Fuck that monk with yeah, a puppet. Yeah, the, the the monk that doesn't have impetus. Got it. Oh, pff. the monk. Is, so pup lacks a lot of things <laughs> that make God hands good, <laughs> but what it does not lack is howling fist. 
So as great as King Konkin is, it is situational. And it is definitely a lot of times on Pup, you will find that even Varith Ragna can be a better choice. But God Hands is generally the choice for just spamming Howling Fist. Yeah. So it is definitely place on Pup too. But for Monk, uh, if you have Varith Ragna and you're able to skill chain and you're, you know, and you're not being interrupted by a group, then I would gravitate towards that weapon. Even though I'm not a monk and my opinions on a monk might not be as valid as, <laughs> you know, adamant monk something. It would be a situation where if you're using footwork, I would definitely switch over to God Hands. Who cares about your aftermath? Just get it back. AM1, who cares? You don't need the AM3 on Monk. Uh, unless you're only hitting. Then oh, no. Sure. No. Any, any I, I never care about the Radiance on God Hands. Well, never. no, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about if you're using Varith Ragna and be, be with someone where you're like, I don't want to switch over because I'll lose my AM3. You don't don't build up the AM3 unless you know you're going to be doing extra white damage, like some oh, situation you're not weapon oh, skilling. Yeah, if you have both, you should absolutely be switching. Yeah. Because when you don't have impetus up, you should be using God Hands. Yeah, when you don't have impetus up, you should be using God Hands, and you should especially be using it for Tornado footwork. Kick or something, you know. Yeah, footwork and Tornado Kick is absolutely stupid. The TP bonus is definitely important. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have yeah. no comment. I don't play the job. I don't play <laughs> Monk, but I play Pup, and I know enough about Monk from Pup, or just general about Monk, that I know that you'd want to switch weapons during footwork. Uh which you definitely use as a monk. Some monks just don't use it. And uh, switching for that. I love the work. There's it's no, so good. There's no universal <laughs> weapon for monk here. It's not. There's no nagling here. Yeah. Although god hands could arguably be the nagling of hand-to-hands if we want to make irrelevant platitudinal comparisons. It's true. I mean, well, you're, the, the goal is basically the same on those. You jack up TP bonus and you give them a bunch of attack and have them go to town. Yep. Riding on go. a pony. So Anus is the next one. Man, this weapon skill attached to this is bad, but go for it. <laughs> Where is my Anus? So Aeneas, I guess I'll do this one because I'm the thief. Uh, Aeneas was a Trojan hero in Greek mythology, son of the prince Anchises? Anchises? A-N-C-H-I-S-E-S? I'll buy it. Anchises? Anchises? Sure. So Anchi here. Uh, and the goddess Aphrodite. He is more extensively mentioned in Roman mythology, because all the Romans did was steal everything from their neighbors. Fucking unoriginal bastards. And I'm not even joking, that's what it is. And is seen as the ancestor of Remus and Romulus, founders of Rome. His origin story is told in the Homeric hymn to Aphrodite. Aphrodite caused Zeus to fall in love with mortal women. And Caps Lock, Zeus! And Caps Lock decided to get payback. He provided her infatuation with a cattle farmer named Anchises. Uh, after the goddess and mortal conceived Aeneas, Aphrodite, all caps, revealed her true identity as a goddess to her lover. Anchises feared for his safety, but was convinced by Aphrodite that he would be protected as long as he never mentioned his encounter with her to anyone. Aphrodite brings her baby... Where did the baby come from? Brings her baby to the oh, nymphs the <laughs> from the encounter. I guess he knocked her up. But... Learn about it when you're older. <laughs> the stork so <laughs> brings <laughs> brings her baby to the nymphs of Mount Ida to be raised until it reaches the age of five, and then Aeneas returns to his. I guess Aeneas is the baby. Okay. Yes, Aeneas is the baby. Okay. My, okay, my bad. I didn't read between the lines there. Uh, and then Aeneas returns to his father. And that feels like there's more to the story there, but that's the story listed by Funkin. Is and out- nothing else like was you're... useful. Yeah, it sounds like you're a basic demigod. Story, it's a sleeper so. after that. Yep. Yeah. The, the the origins of me. So, a generator. Uh, the name is derived from exenerate, similar to eviscerate, meaning one who removes organs or to disembowel. 
And the only one being disemboweled if you use this weapon skill is the user. So the word comes from the Latin word exeneratus. Discuss the weapon in the game. You just commit seppuku if you use it. No, it's great. I love using it on Dancer. Exenerator or Aeneas? Oh, sorry. Aeneas. Exenerator. I bet someone who's listening to this point like, it's Aeneas. Is it good for skill chain properties at all? Uh, no, it it's be. it's fragmentation, but it's light under aftermath, which is the only way you get light on thief outside of making light in multiple steps. So the only reason I say it can be is because it opens up radiance if you need that, but most of the time you don't. <laughs> so usually the second light you close from just having AM one is good, or just using it because it's a TP bonus weapon is usually good enough as well. Yeah, uh, TP bonus with, with store TP on it. If you're going um, just for sorry, you can finish. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh no! I'm just saying, like it's it's not really used as like it's it's powerful, but it's not really used as an aionic weapon. It's just used as a powerful TP bonus weapon. So unfortunately, you have to close, and you have to use this, I guess, twice in the sequence to make the skill chain actually happen on Thief to four step uh, radiance here. Unfortunately, I would do that if I had someone nuking on me, or I was fighting something that was resisting physical and skill chain damage mattered, or something something that effect where skill chains were doing tons of damage, or it, it doesn't really come up as much. Uh, for that, but a better skill chain combo on Thief would be using a Vajra or something and doing a Zener evisceration to Shark Bite for Frag and then closing uh, Light with uh, Mendelik Stab. That would be a good combo there uh, to do that. And that would that would exceed the damage of Exenerator. Is it Exenerator? Rudra's Storm and then something that closes Exenerator. It's, it's not a great combo. Yeah, your, your, your Light Blaze closes are not really great most of the time. Like if you don't have, if you're not using Mendelic Stab with, with Vajra, it's not very good. And then otherwise you're using Shark Bite, which is fine, but it's not nearly as good as... Shark like, Bite's using pretty decent, frankly, especially compared to this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exenerator's so trash that all your weapon skills are better. I think Dancing Edge is better. It's close. They're, they're very close. So, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's real bad. It's like 1.0 FTP. <laughs> Delivers a blind. It has, has no bonus with, with the TP bonus. That, that's where SE really didn't think these through. It's like, what does the TP bonus on an AS even mean when, it, when it's related to his weapon skill? Like, it doesn't do anything. It's like, oh, greater chance to blind. Oh, boy. So... I mean, if <laughs> Savage Blade spam wasn't a thing, Bards might be using this a little more. Yeah, Evisceration yeah. to Exenerator to Mandalic Stab to Exenerator is Radiance on Thief. It was it was Umbra uses Rudra Storm, so that would be Zenerator, Rudra Storm, Evisceration, Rudra Storm, which is actually a good... Uh, so the weapon excels for... Dark skill chaining on Thief, it's only trying to do light because the job already struggles with light somewhat. Not like other jobs do, it actually gets fusion, which is great. Well, dancer struggles even harder. <laughs> yeah, Dancer, yeah. So even for, for all these jobs, it does make good Umber combos. So just opening with a Generator mm -hmm. is, is very good because you don't want it to use this later as a closer where all your extra damage that would be doing extra skill chain damage is low because the Generator is, which is why it sucks for light somewhat. But it is nice for using Dark on a job. So if you're multi-step skill chaining, on Thief especially, and especially if there's going to be bursting going on, which, you know, I, I know Geos stand there and do nothing, but it's it's, it's, it's a good combo to use. The, the Umbra is going to do a lot of damage. If you weren't already capping on Thief, it's also sometimes a problem, too, because if you're already doing capped skill chains without it, then it kind of begs why use it. But the, the dagger does have a lot of use for Thief in general if you don't have other weapons, or sometimes just being... I know we're going to go back to the whole... Aeneas versus other options, but it is a very good dagger for Thief in general outside of skill chaining. Yeah, I mean, there would be people who will swear by Toshtar, 
um, if you're just going to be like spamming Rudras or something, but it doesn't mean that you're, you're doing it wrong by doing it with Aeneas, especially if Aeneas is all you have, because it's a TP, it's a TP bonus sensitive weapon skill. So go, go for it. Aeneas is um, shark bite a, too. a big accuracy weapon too. Yeah. Aeneas and the, one of the, one of the cool things about it is there's a bunch of store TP on it. And a lot of times, at least with Dancer, I think my thief has that issue too, but you, you don't necessarily necessarily want to roll in with like all malignants with all the sword tp that's on it so like you want multi-attack gear and having 10 sword tp on a weapon on a light armor job is actually quite good especially when your tp bonus comes from that you don't have to offhand a tp bonus dagger uh it means that you're going to have a better accuracy rate and you're going to have a really strong weapon skill as a result instead of having to like ride that line of whether or not you have enough accuracy and on, stuff. A, on so a job like thief it's more flexible on a job like thief you have so many multi-attack options besides the high level triple attack you have natively from your your traits and your gifts and everything uh, it is you're you're the now we have skulker's earring which is even more triple attack that skulker's earring nq is going to be better than using sharita earring so you've lost our tp there your feet your neck these are all multi-attack options on thief already has uh glutty's knife is multi-attack there's a lot of multi-attack already on the job so the store tp becomes even more valuable for a job like thief which is what makes us a good main hand besides the tp bonus yeah, and the accuracy yeah. And then as far as my experience on Bard, um, it's good for Bard. I, I will either use this or Karn, depending on the situation. Like if I can actually maintain Aftermath, I'll use Karn and just spam Mordenrein. But if I can't, I will actually use this and offhand Galetti's and spam uh, Ruger Storm. So is that the same for you, Funk? Or yeah, for Ruger Storm, I was going to say, that's basically the same. Mordenrein yeah. just feels kind of bad with Karn. It, it is. Karn really kind of sucks, frankly, because when we're comparing something like Shulsi farming, where a Bard definitely should be doing damage, Nagelin is going to be your bread and butter there, but when you have those piercing weak mobs, using you're not going to get aftermath at all in, for in those few moments before you run to the next camp, especially just running around that event in general. So switching over yeah. for two Rudras to finish the mob is, is definitely a, a nice thing to do. I mean, Karn is great for the magic accuracy if you're R15 in, but we don't need that much, which is so OP these days. Yeah. Ridiculous. Karn's just, the gear you get is stupid. Karn's just weak in comparison for, <laughs> for dagger damage compared to... Yeah. You know, throwing it's got a low base damage. It has a super low base damage, and that really hurts it. Yeah, the multi hits with AM3 are nice for Karn, but Aionic yeah, weapons... I still use it because the weapon skill span is really sweet. But it, usually, you're not going to be able to maintain the aftermath though. Without the aftermath, Karn, Karn just blows. Aionic <laughs> yeah. weapons do have higher base damage than their weapons, like Mythics. Well, Mythics are yeah, lower right. in general anyway, but I think it's a little higher even than uh, Imperium weapons. Yeah, they're up there. So do we have to talk about exonerator? I guess we did talk about exonerator. Fuck exonerator. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's just not great. It, nothing it does is great. It's accuracy minus ten or some nonsense for very limited time. It's just it has not. It's just dumb. If it you was could a have used shark bite. Yeah, yeah, shark bite is the ideal way to do it. You only use exonerator for making uh, umbra or radiance. And even then, like if you, if you need a fragmentation option on bard, you can just like switch to enabling and use that instead. <laughs> Like, there's no reason to try to do that on a dagger when you can just switch your weapon. <laughs> so, it's pretty bad. Yeah, the light side of it's weak, and that's the only reason you'd really would think it's extra special. But I do like that dark combo. If you have the store DB to pull that yeah. off the four-step, that's a really nice four-step. Of Zenerator, Rudras, Evisceration, Rudras. Yep. I don't yeah, recall it. Dancer is the same thing, too. Yeah, Dancer especially has a job with all that skill chain bonus gear that you don't have to even use Niame and stuff. Uh, the Rudras you drop on Dancer are absolutely stupid. Yeah. Being able to close that, uh, just... You <laughs> Multiples should... in a row. Yeah. Yeah, just full-ons are... The TP so bonus for a Dancer. It feels even better for a Dancer, I bet, than using this on Thief. It, it, it's pretty nice. It dancer. synergizes with the job a lot better. <laughs> yeah, you can do, like, 
I think it's like 11 climactic rudras in a row. <laughs> if you're one hour some stupid shit yeah the one hour oh yeah third. so definitely for one hour span this is absolutely i could i, I didn't even think about that for dancer because i don't play dancer but one hour span with that dagger I, it's what this dagger specifically well i mean i guess the same thing with washed art too yeah you know they're they're both good but like that's what makes dancer that's what gives dancer its um its edge. job edge yeah that it wouldn't normally have and it's unfortunate that even when you do find a dancer, a lot of them don't take advantage of their one hour like that. Because if you're fighting something like Zevioso, you can put out tons of damage with one houring on a dancer, just throwing out this with uh, Aeneas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shit tons if you don't get killed. <laughs> I get killed all the time because I'm bad. You can just hope you get a hit reset. Yeah, and not die and get that kind of hit reset. I was gonna say with additional effect accuracy down, which is minus twenty, by the way. It's it's low, but it's it's oh, like thirty like, seconds. It's something dumb. Well, they're added in Abyssier era. Um, even if these effects were added later on, it's just so low. Like, why were they thinking? It, yeah, it hasn't been changed since Abyssia era. Yeah, when twenty accuracy was actually important. Yeah, they I mean, even did the, they even boosted the relic weapon skills with the. Oh. I like level threes, you know. And they took threes. the shocks, or they took the agility modifier of uh, Gear Skogel. <laughs> now it's Dex. Yeah, it's an agility, agility modifier too. Yeah, we didn't even mention that. It's like the worst mod. <laughs> yeah, it used to be, and I was that was the one they changed Great the modifier trash. on, but they didn't fix other weapon skills. So it's, they're weird. <laughs> the fucking uh, Rangers with their their dexterity modifier for Gendiva. There is more lore about the. In Ianus and on the actual BG page, but it's not worth reading. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. He was a Trojan hero, basically. So who's up for sequence? I guess it's my turn. Yep. Here you go. Have fun, Lancelot. Is it sequence or sequence? Uh, I, always, sequence. I go sequence. Sequence? Uh, anyways, the sequence. <laughs> Lancelot Duloc, French for Lancelot of the Lake, owned a sword called sequence, translated from sequence or seigneur. As borrowed from King Arthur by Lancelot. He is typically depicted as our King Arthur's close companion and one of the greatest knights of the round table. In the French-inspired Arthurian chivalric romance tradition, Lancelot is the orphan son of King Ban of the lost kingdom of Benwick, raised in the fairy realm by the Lady of the Lake. A hero of many battles, quests, and tournaments, and famed as a nearly unrivaled swordsman and jouster, Lancelot becomes the lord of the castle Joyous Guard and personal champion of Arthur's wife, Queen Guinevere. But when his adulterous affair with Guinevere is discovered, it causes a civil war that is exploited by Mordred to end Arthur's kingdom. Yep. Nice the round stuff. Did the kingdom end? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess you can Google it. Yeah, if you, if you continue on, Mordred will... Did the baby grow up to become a dagger? I mean, what all these, these, these cliffhangers, man? What is this? The law and order? Gotta leave him wanting more. Well, you see, incest baby Mordred... <laughs> uh, decided to, uh, to fuck everything up out of uh, out of you know angst and rage, succeeds and then everyone dies and that's like that that's the round table. Everyone yeah. always dies. Yeah, everyone dies. <laughs> As ki- knights of the knights of, round, of, knights of the round. Speaking of the weapon skill is Requiescat. Requiescat. <laughs> so the weapon skill name Requiescat in pace is a Latin blessing with Roman Catholic ties that means may he begin to rest in peace. Assassin's this blessing, Creed. <laughs> this blessing is translated to rest in peace, a short saying expression that wishes eternal rest and peace to an individual who has passed away, aka rip. Rip in peace? Rip in peace. Oh, no, that's not repetitive, it's just rip. It'd be rip if it's rest in peace. Rip in peace. 
Yeah, rip in peace, everyone. Rip in peace. This weapon still is fucking uh, terrible until it's not. <laughs> uh, at least it has utility. It, it, it's loads better than generator. So important. <laughs> like when when you need this weapon skill is so important, but until that until that time comes, it's, it's not. <laughs> Looks kind of cool, at least. It does look okay. It used to be much better before they changed weapon skills to be a lot stronger than it. It used to be for a brief moment in time, it was Blue's best weapon skill in the Delve era before they changed the other weapon skills in I the that, later yeah. Delve era. Yeah, it ignores like a fuck ton of defense and some shit, right? Mm -hmm. So it's. And also, it's also ignored the, the phase damage. resistances, the damage resistances of against uh, the Delve bosses too. So when it was no longer resistant to slashing or weak to slashing, you could use that for like a. Only weak to piercing or mostly weak to piercing phase, and just bypass that with requiscot. Yeah, uh, this gets uh, this weapon skill gets some value out of the TP bonus, but it's it's not damage though. Like it's not straight traditional damage, I should say. Even just worse, more. even yeah. worse is it has a huge attack uh, penalty against it, which is even more fucking confusing. I could see them being afraid that this weapon skill would have been like something crazy, and that's why they put that huge penalty on there. Same for the one that's coming up. Yeah. Um, so I can see why it exists, but it's long term. It's not great. They they could totally get rid of that, and this wouldn't even be a busted weapon skill nowadays. It's like Drake's Bane shouldn't have an attack penalty, but this is starts off at negative twenty percent attack to this weapon skill if you don't have extra TP bonus, which you would with the weapon here a little bit, but it's still just annoying. I, I think this sword specifically is really good. It's just a victim of its circumstances. It's, because now that Nagling exists, Nagling is so much easier to get that there's no reason to get this sword. I have it. Time. I have it too. I just struggle to find use for it. Like, I, I almost never use the thing. And, like, the, the, the times I would are the times I want to spam Savage Blade, but I want TP bonus focus, but I don't want to offhand a TP bonus sword. Yes. And that's, that's like, the time I would use this. It just it doesn't come up very often. So and because of that, the sword just kind of goes if, to waste. If you're capping anymore. attack, you can use this over Nagling. It will edge it out. Yeah. I so that. that's not that's not even just a matter of offhanding anything. Um, technically, if you could possibly weapon skill as fast as humanly possible, then the TP bonus offhand for this would mean you have ridiculous savage blades. But it's this is back to the same <laughs> issue, and it's be even more you'd be more likely to have a penalty from doing that than to actually take yeah, advantage of it. Yeah, most jobs don't want to try that. <laughs> yeah, especially with Sam's roll on, it's just not gonna. The only job that gets away with that is like ninja. <laughs> But um, yeah, so like the sword is is super good, but it's just overshadowed by an easier to get sword. It doesn't make it any less good though. Like this is a this is a solid weapon to pick up, and if for some reason this is more obtainable than a nagling for you, you'll you'll be perfectly fine with sequence, honestly. Especially if it's just savage blade spam you're after. But, so some of these weapons work better in a combination with people. Um, like you just so on blue mage you don't have fucking fusion so making lighter radiance with this weapon is just a pain in the ass <laughs> yeah yeah so the only way on blue you could do that is if you use chain affinity thrashing assault which is just bad because it's the third step in the skill chain combo and it's just you lose all your tp it's it's a whole other attack running to do and it's just really difficult to do plus the extra one second delay added to the casting it's just really level three aftermath and you can go cdc to cdc right <laughs> yeah but that's that's what <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> so uh, i can't find a reason to justify being like yeah you could do requiscat and everyone else who has nagling can do savage blade to make fragmentation and then someone else can use fusion you can close cdc light as if no one else is a better light closer i mean there's just no way to justify light with this weapon it's just yeah 
skill chain with this weapon, it's it's designed to skill chain, but unfortunately, Requis got to ass. So if you were doing darkness, which it can do, you'd have to make distortion, which would be a Savage Blade to Expiation or CDC, then Wreck Wreck, which is just feels bad, man. Feels bad. You know, there's okay. a lot of better offhands, but like 10 store TP in the offhand isn't strictly terrible, especially with the higher accuracy due to the skill rating on this weapon. I would just offhand Zen Setsuken from Odin. Well, right, but, but that's assuming that you have one, right? Yeah. Like, I've been wanting that to drop for me for forever, but it never has. So, yeah, it just, it just kind of is what it is, right? And there are other weapons you can use. Like, you can augment a Kalata probably to better effect or whatever if you're still doing that sort of thing. But if you're in like a weird circumstance where you just have this weapon, but you don't have a lot of other great offhands, but you do have like other swords you'd rather use, you don't get the 500 TP bonus from the offhand on any of these weapons. But the 10 store TP, you can do worse than that. And the like skill chain, much worse. And the skill chain combo I gave sounds less than ideal. I think about it. You could do instead of wreck wreck, you could do wreck to savage blade to uh, expiation, and then close with wreck again for Umbra, and that mm -hmm. Umbra should hopefully still do a lot of damage. That way you're at least not doing wreck into wreck and wasting that special, that extra dark skill chain, which could have done so much more. Now you're doing um, the distortion beforehand. You're getting your aftermath beforehand by opening up for Savage. You can do the same thing on Red Mage, too. If you replace the expiation with uh, either CDC or Death Blossom, it'll yeah. do the exact same thing. But um, at least on Blue, you're, I, I know there's other jobs that you use it, so I'm talking about Blue uniquely. But you, Blue would yeah. be the job I feel you would use this on, not really Red Mage. You definitely use Nigley and Red Mage because it has less to take advantage of for attack. Yeah. And accuracy. And blue has, I mean, well, I mean, this weapon would have more accuracy, but I still would just stick to if you have this, if you wasted the money, I use waste in a, you know, loose manner here. If you wasted the money to R15 this and you were doing Sortie or something, you should use this to spam Savage Blade with everyone else over Nagling because you should be capping attack on blue in there. I say should, but. It's also well, just well, content, yeah. the fact that Nagling is so universal for, well, I know I'm going to be getting the attack I need, whether I have it or not, is, is what makes using Sequins tricky. But it is, if you want to be the guy, you can use this over Nagling. It can exceed Nagling. Yeah, you just have to know when to do it. <laughs> is it good for the Cataray mobs? Yes, yeah. Break the shield. That, I remember that's, back that's in what... the Providence days. Use a risky cat, break the shield. <laughs> That's that right. was that was what I was alluding to, where where like this this weapon skill requis requis gets great when you need it, and then it's terrible otherwise. <laughs> Is that yeah, it breaks cataray shields super easily. Like you usually do about fourteen fifteen k damage, if not a little bit more, and the shield just crumbles. But it's fairly low level content nowadays. But if you're a newer player and you have sequence, or even if you just have requis get unlocked, um, you know you can just drop that and impress your friends with how you can handle cataray mobs. I guess. It's kind of hard to say if you're a new player, then you could use this like we can with it's God rough, Hands yeah. or Aeneas or something, because you would just use Nagling in this case. But if yeah. you were, for whatever reason, needing to use CDC and Light or some reason, because you want to make Light skill chains, this does make a better weapon than Nagling to spam CDC for Lights, for if you're in a situation where Light is needed, or it could yeah. be an advantage, because Blue just gets skill chain damage. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's a weird one. Like I, I'm always, I'm always kind of mixed when it comes to this, uh, this weapon. Like I always, I always load it in my inventory as though I may end up using it, but I just never end up using it when I'm on a job that can use it. Like I even bring it around with Paladin, um, but I just never use the thing. This is a stupid question about it. So the PP bonus is not worth using over the shitty ass um, damaged Magentrow sword. 
Well, so he's talking about offhanding a thousand TP. Yeah, offhand TP bonus. So what what really excels here is if you are in a situation where you don't get the accuracy. So the pony this month would be a good example. You're not using a TP bonus against the pony offhand because you no. need like 1700 accuracy for the fucking pony. Even with accuracy buffs, you're not using a TP bonus offhand. So you, if you're spamming Savage Blade or something against it, uh, it just would not make sense to use that weapon in that case. And you would use, if you wanted to use Savage Blade still, I mean, I'd just use Tazona. But if you don't have Tazona, because a lot of people don't, then you would use Sequence and a normal offhand. You could even use Nagling if you had nothing else because you need the accuracy and it's a good weapon still for Savage Blade. Sequence is good for Savage Blade. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Super good. I just so. never justify it. <laughs> So now we go to the Lionheart. Oh boy. So Sean Connery is playing as as Richard the Lionheart. Give him a little sl- give him a little slap slap. <laughs> so Lionheart, the name likely comes from the hero Thank king you. Richard I of England. He was known as Richard Coeur de Lion, uh, the Lionhearted. Uh, even before his ascension to the throne, because his reputation as a great military leader and warrior. After recent forensic examination, the state of his mummified heart revealed that the crusader king had deep concerns for his soul. It was soaked in frankincense, suggesting the monarch feared that his acts of treachery and brutality might exclude him from the kingdom of heaven. Richard's sexuality has become an issue. Why is this the next line? Richard's sexuality has become an issue of wider interest and controversy. It was commonly alleged that, despite their mutual antipathy, uh, Richard and Philip de France had a homosexual affair at one point. Why is this in here? This allegation, I'm going to slap an LGBTQ in this podcast now. This allegation is complicated by accounts of Richard having at least one illegitimate child, Philip de Cognac, and suggests that Richard had sexual relations with local women during his campaign. How do we go from homosexuality to banging broads? No, come on. <laughs> he, he is supposed to be all... all um like a hero right. and you know he has to be the best person in the world and he's concerned about his moral sins and he said come here honey bend over i'll give you a little slap could have been to him <laughs> too bend over for a lion heart <laughs> i'll show you my cord de leon in final fantasy 11 uh in final fantasy 11 existed is this supposed to be if final fantasy 11 existed as a great sword instead of in final fantasy 11 uh, it's, a, it's a comma. We, we skip one line, first of all. So first appeared in Final <laughs> Fantasy series in FF8, strongest gun blade for Squall, also appeared in FF10 and FF Tactics. In FFXI, comma, existed as a greatsword, which be it existed as a greatsword, or Lionheart existed as a greatsword, in the Dats for a long time, was removed, lowercase, no I, or whatever, was removed from the Dats in March 2007. Hey, you had the opportunity to proofread all this. He's got to wing it. So I guess it existed until 2007. For some reason, it took it out. It wasn't the dad. All it had was damage and delay on it. That's funny. Did it look like and this? They removed it. No, it, it's just some shitty ass sword like model, like a bronze sword model. Well, they had things like Save the Queen and some other uh, Arthurian sort of um, swords. Yeah, like Ragnarok was in there and. Uh, um, Sage Sunday used it in the beta, but all it was was damage and delay. There was nothing else on it. That's funny. Like really high damage. So resolution, definition, firm decision to do or not to do something, as that is the question. Discuss the weapon in game, which we already kind of did. Yeah. 
Well, it's a real so weapon. It was good for Rune, you said. It used to be many, many, many moons ago. Now there's no when reason. When it first came out, it. you're saying? Or... I mean, if you can buff this shit to the moon and you happen to be an Esha, it's still fine. <laughs> Rune has not gotten good melee gear since Esha, since this weapon came out. And it just really feels bad to sit there and augment a special Herculean set just to use this in a situation where you're fully buffed out and don't need to fully tank a mob. So it's a yeah. really weird... So I used to use this to great effect because in Esha at the time, jobs didn't get magic evasion. So when you're fighting... Uh, when you were melee burning, even back then it wasn't as common until it became the only way to do it. When they changed malaise from being overpowered accidentally. Uh, so everything became melee burns. But back then you didn't have magic evasion on jobs like you do now. It just didn't really exist. And you needed the buffs because we were weaker back then. But then again, we had Geo, so we kind of could just played. We, we did use a, a, a Thunder Carol to stop the stun of uh, Water of Courage because it just spams stun. And people, you can't DD when you're spamming stun. So Rune Fencer would excel because people were using resolution stuff at the time because they were fully buffed in Eshin. It was what you could use to do lots of damage. So that being the current meta at the time, I, I hate to use that phrase in that, that manner, but I guess everything's time comes. It made yeah. sense to do that because not only are you spamming lights, you're using the meta weapon skill, the Savage Blade of Naglings at the time, on a job mm -hmm. that had equal gear because everyone was using Adamar and everything at that point and had no magic evasion. But on Runefencer, you could avoid the stun completely and win the parse because you didn't get stunned like the stronger warriors were because you could use a bunch of uh, earth runes and avoid the stun. And same thing for other things. When you're fighting, I used to TP burn Albumen as a Runefencer with Lionheart as the off tank because uh, just I could do lots of damage that way, but I could resist the amnesia it's throwing out that other people are getting hit with because I'm using uh, the water rune to resist amnesia. And it was a, it, for the time, rune became one of the great DDs to bring if you were savvy enough to pay attention to magic evasion because it could evade those sorts of things. Now people can evade it normally without having to get up all these things. They take one carol, they have other magic evasion. Uh, all these things exist now, like Nayame and malignants and stuff that didn't exist then, Sakpata. And Rune has got nothing since then. It's still weapon skilling an Atomar or whatever. It's just terrible. You're using Herculean as the best you can use and sitting there carrying extra pieces of gear for a single job for something that just is, is mediocre at best. Because you can at least just use Nayame for Dimidiation and have DT and skill chain damage. There's just, you just don't get anything for Lionheart now. So it used to be great. And now I just can't see reason to use it. It has attack penalty on a job that's usually starved. And it, you just would use Apple, uh, Depple tree instead. It's just a much better weapon slash. Just use Naomi yeah. to diminish. Yeah, this this weapon has nothing for tanking on it whatsoever. It doesn't have the PDT two. Oh. It doesn't have enmity. It doesn't have the attack bonus, weapon skill, the skill chain. So there's just no reason to use this on rune in ninety nine percent of the situations anymore. Yeah, oh, no, magic but... magic evasion became a thing more recently for sure. Yeah, stacking it up. It's accessible now. Oh, it's, it's okay. stacking it up, yes, but usually that's part of everyone, and, and the base gear does that. If you're still TPing on Rune, the best options you have are like Herculean, Maganda plus two, Adamar. There's just no TP gear that's been released for the jobs. Some Sanuatites, there's just nothing. Here's, here's the thing with this weapon skill, though, especially with this weapon, too, is that you automatically get 5-5 five, five potency on it, so you don't even have to put a merit into resolution at all, and you get this thing just by using this weapon. And Everything about this weapon is actually is super solid. Sure, it has an attack penalty, but we can buff to the moon, so who cares? It has 85% strength, which is, again, adding to, to your attack, and it adds to F strength in the calculation for even more base damage. And then this weapon skill, like if you hit a triple attack on it, it's got 17.15 FTP. 
You do get temper on rune when it's gotten a little better, but not dramatically since. Which then. is double attack, you know. Yeah. So it's it's gonna take like it's it's around a fifteen FTP weapon skill if you double. But I use resolution when I have AM three up on Epio sometimes if I'm buffed to the moon because it can do more damage than Dimitiation can. It can absolutely, especially because it can spike yeah. higher too. It can do better, so, but they're still just losing apple tree. It's you, just you, usually not a good trade off ever. You don't want to overlook it, though. And, like, let's look at just... Basically, this is your dick and around weapon, right? It may be an ultimate weapon, but you can throw down ridiculous numbers if you're just fighting, like, nothing content. And sometimes you just need a weapon that clears nothing content very quickly. Like, if I think of, like, an Aeonic Climb where I have to come Rune Fencer, I don't have the time to get Demediation Aftermath up. I just fit, I just spam the shit out of Resolution under, like, crazy-ass attack buffs, and maybe I'll get, like, an, a Light in there, too, or, or a Radiance or something. But um, you just you do like crazy ass damage to all the trash that you have to mow through on the way up to helms, and uh, the the weapon is absolutely fantastic for that. The, it still is. The only time I could see getting use out of this weapon is an ambuscade on Runefencer. Sure, you can do it there too. <laughs> like, but it, even even then, the issue lies in the accuracy of resolution. You're already going to have a multi hit weapon skill here that's going to miss a hit generally. But you, you're using Herculean gear that you've augmented or if you're fully attack capped, That's you nice. can use um, the best would be to use the Lustradio plus one because you don't get good strength options on Rune Fencer. It's a light armor. I still, I still use uh, when I when I have to care about accuracy. I still use Naomi on this because the double Naomi is low strength too. It is low strength. But it it, it can, is if it's R twenty five. If it's R twenty five, it is good to use in some slots like uh, feet or something. And now we have gear that can help that can help mitigate some of that problem. Like we have selfie belt now where we didn't before, um, you know, obviously you're not going to use that because of the Photius. That was kind of dumb. Yeah. But we, we have other stuff in other slots. Like you can, you can make up for the strength. Like you don't need to have like multi-attack rings, for example, you can just wear strength on your well, ring slots. The, the accuracy like, becomes the issue too, because some of the best gear to use is augmented Herculean and it's just not, it's just a pain. Otherwise you're just using the Ame, which is okay, but it's still, a lot of it, it becomes, ends up being weaker than what you still had Herculean. It becomes one of those arguments where it's like, okay, I want 4% triple attack on my on my Herc pieces, assuming no DM augs, but then I also somehow have to get 30, 30 accuracy on it or whatever. And it ends up not being that much better than just hitting the hits and and just using a, a different piece anyway. Like even with lower strength Naomi, like you can still do a lot of damage. And if you splice together like Naomi plus Lestradio, and remember we're we're using this to kill trash mobs. If you're if you're using like just a piece of uh, like like the feet for for Lestradio is pretty safe to use, as long as you aren't going like three pieces in your set or, or building your set out of this, it's perfectly fine to use that to supplement the strength while still having the multi or the double attack from Naomi, or even just like throwing in like a, a single Adamar piece. Because if we're fighting anything meaningful, obviously we're going to be using Demediation and like full Naomi sets and, and stuff like that, and and you're not going to be the start of the show anyway. But if you if you're blowing down trash, yeah, you might as well just use like slightly weaker stuff because you're not going to die anyway. The mediation is still very powerful even for trash. Yeah, but it's it's, it's not getting be getting the aftermath this. sucks though. Yeah, getting the aftermath sucks, and it's still not going to be as good as this. Like in ambuscade, I'll use resolutions because I'm buffed to the moon, but I'm going to do it under AM three where I know that I'm going to get the 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 multi hits to make up for it. Like I don't even use the mediation all the time on it. Um, but then again, I'm also not going to skill chain either because I'm not doing with Lionheart. So that's where Lionheart gets kind of weird. But it's mm -hmm. not terrible. It's just you're not going to use it on anything but garbage. That's the problem. Yeah, that or just basically the ambuscade. Maybe if you're if you're 
like the sure. goblin one if you're splitting off and just spamming resolution if you're buffed to the moon but even then it's just kind of weird to not use uh apple tree against it's just a lot, a lot of times where i sit there and i go just why would i really want to i'm looking at the point of just not because i have lestradio body and cap for this still and it's just like do i really want to carry around two more pieces of gear for something i never use i just considering just like getting rid of Most that gear of the and time. not using it ever most of the time that the fight lives and dies under the breadth of a Batuta, I don't care about Epio. Oh yeah, definitely under Batuta is where this weapon, if you are using it sure. while tanking, shines. And I've definitely yeah. done that in the past. I you used get the to use, resets, yeah. you know. I used to use Lionheart a lot more in the past because yeah. when you're Batutaing against a bunch of mobs, you're getting a lot of TP and you can just spam this weapon skill. And the skill chain damage adds up if you're buffed up enough there. And the, and the sword's not useless. Like Unlike a lot it's of the not. other comparisons that, that we've made, it takes you at least six months to get an Epio. It does not take you six months to get a, uh, a line. But a lot of times when you're on rune, I just think of the things you apply rune to. You're not using scotching damage in, in uh, Odyssey Gal. Yeah, and, you have a and you're just sword. tanking <laughs> in those situations. Yeah. Here's a hypothetical question. Uh, I'd say pre-niggling, pre-savage blade. If Dark Knight could use this, would it be good? Yeah. Yeah. It'd, it'd be, be great. fantastic. It'd be great. It'd be crazy. It'd be one of the best weapons use to use. Not the best, but one of the. Oh, because SEL's. I see most like the, this is the, the, this is like the cruelest joke of a weapon because it's given to Rune and it's like definitely a yeah. Dark Knight weapon. Because Ranger has the, base, the bow and the gun. The base damage on this weapon is absurd too. Mm-hmm. It is a lot <laughs> it's higher. So high. It's a lot higher than Epio, but at least Epio gets that aftermath. So yeah, an aftermath that matters because this aftermath is extremely wasted on uh, on great swords because they can't skill chain for shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's, and it even sucks. if they tried to, the other options they have are just garbage weapon skills. Greatsword is the weirdest of the... It's supposed to be the most powerful with no options of skill chain, but it just... it just Resolution doesn't feel as powerful as it used to. Especially because Rune can use Niggling. That's true. Rune can also use Dolikenis and Lycurgos. Mm-hmm. And, and Rune as a job is more suited to using Niggling due to its attack star of nature. So. That's fair, yeah. I don't know. I just wouldn't discredit it as an Aeonic option for a rune fencer that is still trying to, you know, wait out the time to get their their Epio. You know where I could see this being used? Bumba. Sure. Yeah. Because Oh no. Yes. Uh... Yes. You can survive Bumba's um bullshit denounce move with light rune slash one for all and then valiance on everyone. You can survive that. And this does not skill chain with everyone spamming. And... You would have to be so careful. Yeah. Because, like, if you got, like, one Fodia proc and accidentally did it back-to-back, you'd be fucked. <laughs> even even then, even then, there's a good chance, you have a 50% chance of not and, being the wrong element. Yeah, so, so what we're referring to is healing Bumba and then getting obliterated because you've healed him. And that's part of his thing is he'll denounce you after that. It's not great. After you heal him for a certain amount. And all that does, Fock, all that does is it would speed up when fetters come out. So it would heal him, of course. That's the problem. But it would just make fetters come out immediately instead of the timer. Mm-hmm. And it gives him access to an ounce, which he likes to use when that happens. Yes, he does use that <laughs> right away. But you would survive it in this case. But I could see <laughs> using this against him. And if you did have a Fodia proc, you would just, you just, all you have to do is watch someone else to go. All you have to do is go, and someone else goes, and then you go again. You don't have to. That's well, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. In, in a world where you're paying attention to stuff, that's great. It's yeah. just like sometimes when you're fighting it, you're just like mashing the button because that's all you're fucking doing because it's Bumba. So. <laughs> Like, I could see someone getting carried away. It's like, oh, cool, a Fodia proc, and all of a sudden you have, like, a light or a radiance in that case because it'll probably be 3k and <laughs> just die. I don't know. But Sometimes v- you gotta, you got to save people from themselves. A V-Zero Bumba, I could definitely see a group using this weapon specifically for that to beat that mob in a setup. Actually, 
Fuck Dark Knight. I would actually like to see Warrior on this weapon. That'd be interesting. Oh, that's true. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, dude, with Warcry, that'd be insane. I'll just see Black Mage on this one. <laughs> oh God. Right. Uh, okay, let's let's motor through because we're actually making good time for once this new one episode. Wow. We got well, this one's gonna be quick, quick probably. Try edge. try try edge. Uh, you say that. Uh oh, this one oh, no. it's getting dangerous up here, Fox. This weapon is surprisingly very good. Oh, um, oh, okay, oh. so try edge. Uh, its meaning is three sided blade, even though it looks like a garden garden shovel. Absolutely, it does not have three distinguished sides. Absolutely, the weapon looks stupid as shit. It looks like yeah, I, it, it looks like I a bad cosplay attempt at making a weapon. Yeah, it looks really bad. It's it's you're either trying to fan someone or you've got like a spade from your garden. It looks like something out of Meeple Burrows. Like they created for Meeple Burrows and just didn't introduce yeah, it. Like a mini one, yeah. They yeah, didn't even try. That shovel they made for Meeple Burrows. It looks good. Really they didn't try, try edge. Try edge, try hard. Try hard, uh, yeah. Ruinator. According to Urban Dictionary, <laughs> The good mood of the moment. Someone Yo, Megan is so nasty. She farted and it smelled like swamp ass in the room for an hour. What a ruinator. <laughs> that's that's great. Uh, yeah, so this weapon has like no basis in Hold on, we're just we're just we're just glazing over this yo Megan is so nasty she farted and smells like swamp ass moment here. We're we're glazing yeah, over fun. this. Someone who yeah. ruins the mood. Oh man, She's a ruinator. ruinator. You know that yeah, bitch that, that bitch in their swamp ass is a ruinator. This was pulled straight from Urban Dictionary. That, that's the only <laughs> thing we can find else. Yeah. This is great. Yo, Megan is so nasty. Just the choice of of, of the name here. Yo, Megan. Yo, Megan is Yo, so Megan. nasty. Uh, so try edge. Everyone, everyone has that reaction to it. By the way, it's like, oh, we'll just glaze over this. This one isn't that great. I think but we should put that on BJ. It's Yo, Megan. No, go ahead. <laughs> someone Yo, ruin. Megan. Yo, Megan. Just, I didn't just cite that, Urban Dictionary in there. there. You can do way worse. Um, it sucks that Warrior is not on this weapon. Uh, same for Lionheart. Yeah. But, with Beastmaster on this thing, uh, this being a TP bonus weapon is pretty awesome, actually. There's a lot of good axe weapon skills that you want more TP for, um, specifically uh, uh, Calamity, Mistral Axe, and uh, Cloud Splitter slash uh, Primal Rend, if you don't have Heimer, um, or, or Farsha, respectively. This would be a me like, kind of case, because I wouldn't build a Mythic for a job like that. I just got through this extreme... I've never made two weapons at once, let alone burn through a Mythic like this ever in my how 17 years of playing this game fucking lifetime now <laughs> and just to do that on black mage now it's cool but i i don't want to do that again at least for a long time and i would i would want to be a beastmaster one day if i can pony up for the extra wardrobe i would need to do that but this would be a case where definitely when you say if you don't have aimer that'd be like a me beastmaster like oh i want to be beastmaster but i don't want to make aimer yeah um the this thing like like you want the TP bonus and you want the store TP that's on it too because Beastmaster gets a lot of really cool TP sets, but sometimes they can be somewhat lacking in store TP. Not not always, but it's kind of weird how it works out sometimes. Like people who have actually thrown these sets together would know if they're listening to it. Um, this weapon is is really really good for skill chaining for this reason. Um, all those weapon skills I mentioned have like a variety of different skill chain properties that you would use. So you can either be the guy that opens or you can be the guy that closes, and you'll still get a pretty decent result. Um, also, Ruinator, if geared for properly, is not a terrible weapon skill, and it does come with an attack bonus on it. It just doesn't do anything with Triage. So this is another situation where like this this weapon skill being related it makes to you more accurate. It's meaningless. Yeah. 
it, it sucks. You don't need the accuracy. You have an A plus axe, and you also have uh, now tandem uh, tandem strike, so you have even more accuracy. It's a better generator for the fact that you'd be using this yeah. primarily. Besides, I mean, you'd be spamming it for certain actual weapon skills, as you said. But to be able to scotch in with this is the main benefit there because it gives this you, has FGP transfer. It gives you like, darkness without having to use onslaught or cloud splitter or. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, getting some pretty good numbers as Beastmaster, but yeah, like you said, I was goddamn Taeon. Like, feel dirty making a Taeon for dual wield. This, this you can. I mean, but, I have I have Taeon for dual wield, but I don't really use it that often. Like, most of the time, you can get by with like Rekiotai and like a Micho hands plus one, as long as the rest of your set is is like defensive and you don't you don't explode. You can get away with like one bad piece that makes your set. Yeah, work. I would think those hands um, would definitely shine in that case. Yeah, because they they're they're just like the Adamar hands, but without triple attack. They're they're yep. pretty good. Uh, Ruinator, like when I use Ruinator, it hits anywhere from like eighteen to like thirty two k damage. So it's a uh, much better generator. It's a much much better generator, and it has distortion property, which is really nice for like groups that have like corsairs and stuff. Where it's you, your only distortion. You close like yeah, or yeah. even if you're just on. It is your only distortion, and if if you're on beast and like let's say you're not having like a core close, and you actually want to, uh, let's say you have an Imer, if you're closing with primal rend on that, your darkness is fucking nuts. I think beast, I, I destroy things. Beast is a nice damage, in my opinion, to bring to sortie, uh, mm-hmm. because of how it teams up with the corsair you have there. So if you're fighting even undead, this will work because they may take half damage to dark, but doing skill chains together, you will still kill it. You do ruinator to laden or wildfire. And then do Ruinator again to close that that darkness now because it goes into darkness property with Aftermath there. So you can close yeah. the dark from another job now. Sure. But, but Triage is like criminally underrated. It has really high base damage. Um, it has kind of a high delay, which sucks. But it just means that you're going to get more TP out of all your swings, which is okay-ish. Uh, but it's definitely overlooked. It's just kind of a pain in the ass to get a weapon that's kind of like a holdover until you get a better ultimate weapon. But I have used it on occasion just when I want like to spam TP bonus things, but I don't want to spam with the TP bonus offhand. So it's another one of those scenarios. But Triage is actually very good. Yeah, I used it for a bit in Dynamis when I was looking up my Pangu for the RP. Mm-hmm. Main hand, it wasn't that bad, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, because as a Beastmaster doesn't have a Mythic, your options are going to be Dolacanus from Ambuscade. Which is good. This <laughs> is really good. And Gutler, yeah. basically. Those are your your, yeah. your your options to really play around with is the top tier kind of axis I can think of top of my head. Yeah, I was playing with the, the Ambuscade one and it was getting some nasty numbers, yeah. especially closing opening closing light. If you if you can actually get fully buffed, yeah, yeah uh, decimation from Dolakenis is stupid, especially on Beast. I would think Minstrel yeah. Axe is a good example too. It's a nice fusion weapon. It's long distance you can use it from. It's got great FTP. Mm-hmm. So I think it's about long. I think it's more like, oh, the mob's running away from me. Oh, I guess 15 they're... Yams, man. What, what, yeah, you, that's huge. You can you can use Mistral Axe and you don't get the stupid you lose your TP because it runs too far oh. away thing. And it's also really good on stuff like End Guy, where you want to stay out of range and boom, you Mistral Axe it. I still manage to lose my TP a lot. Yeah, it's still possible. Yeah, but I mean, you can do that on Ranger too. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it, it happens to the best. It'd basically be a choice between Triad's Minstrel Axe and Dolakenis Decimation, because those are both fusion. Because there's a lot of Nagling Savage spam everywhere, and having that on Beastmaster is just a nice option. And, and don't overlook your, your magic weapon skills either, uh, because Cloud Splitter is a good weapon skill, and so is Primal Rend. Even if you don't have an Imer, Primal Rend is still very good. And they both want more TP. And this weapon, if you R15 it or whatever, which I don't recommend because you can get better options for your gill. At least but get R5 do, or something. That doesn't take much gill at all. That's the nice. you, you, they get, it gets magic accuracy on it. 
Like, and it has base magic damage plus on it as well. Like it, you, you can do way worse for your magic weapon skills than Triage. So Triage is actually quite good. For I you. think that'd be a good comparison for people because uh, say you're a Beastmaster, as we encourage people to be, because it's fun, it's nice to have, and it's rare, and it's it's useful, and it's it's cool, it's Final Fantasy. So yeah. compare Dolakenis using Ruinator, not Ruinator, fucking Decimation to Triage using Minstrel Wax. Oh, Decimation. De- Decimation is sure. going to destroy it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I guess I'm surprised Ruinator's strength mod. I thought it was gonna be a stupid like charisma mod or something dumb because it's master only. Incredibly good. It, it's dude. It, it's it's resolution, but with an attack bonus instead of an attack attack penalty. So it can spike <laughs> high. Oh yeah, uh, like I said, I think I've topped out at like 32k in re- in relevant content. Like it's it's quite good. It has a low FTP, but I mean it it has the transfer, and then you have like your killer instinct bonuses and all this stuff. Like all of your weapon skills on Beast can be good. Um, and for a distortion option that's just mainly going to be there to help out other people or even your own closes. And again, like if you're closing Primal Rend with this weapon, it's going to be pretty strong. Um, you could do way worse. Like a lot of times, like the distortion openers are like throwaways unless you're using like Ruger Storm. So, and even if someone is using uh, Savage Blade, you can still make a distortion off of that with Ruinator. Or mm-hmm. worst case scenario, if there's a scission from someone else, you could still make a. <laughs> that nation will work with that on the second property yeah sure Woohoo. yeah but yeah very uninspired from se's design standpoint like as far as like lore is related but the the player base just overlooks this thing yeah that's the lore i don't know I, I guess i'm i guess i'm done with that soapbox but yeah it's it's much better than people give it credit for and the next weapon is one that i wish dark knights would make better use of especially in something oh, that they don't have calibog and they're a dark knight in uh, Shoal Sea Farm, I wish they'd make better use of this instead of using Swagnarok or or fucking. I've seen them bring out um, Apocalypse you mean instead. Warrior, right? No, um, and Guda's next one. Oh, a Pijango. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah, I got real confused there. I was Me like, too. Well, what the hell are you talking about? I, I, was, I can use a great Sorry, I went right to Anguda. I, I just, you know. Okay. <laughs> So who is reading Chungo? Is it Funk up now? Or no, Funk just read Yo no Funk's read Yo Megan, so Funk's up now. Okay. Chango. Chango one chain. So Chang yeah, I was gonna say Shango, also called Chango, is a major deity of the religion of the Yorububa of West southwestern Nigeria. He also figures in the religion of the Edo people of southeastern Nigeria, who refer to him as Isango, and in the religion of the Fon people of Benin. Who call where? him? Sh- I don't know where Benin is. I like to think I'm decently worldly, and I've been places. But where the fuck is Benin? Google it while I read. Then how about that? I'm Googling. It. Anyways, Benin. Who who call him? It, sh- Shagbo, it's Shagbo, a nation. A nation. Yeah, it's. Uh, is it a current nation? Yeah, it's a. It's uh, right next to Nigeria. I think what is it? It's on the western coast, and where uh, Africa curves in there, like an, an armpit. It's the armpit of Africa. Oh. It's a <laughs> it's a small country in the UN there, and the second picture when you pull it up is a hut. That is that is always that is always good. What is it border? Sorry, you you can go on. I'm just. Anyways, yeah, like all the Yoruba gods, Shango is both a defied ancestor and a natural force. Both aspects being associated with a cult of the priesthood, a cult and a priesthood. The national natural forces associated with Shango are fire and lightning. His most pr- prominent ritual symbol is the Osh, or Oshe, I'm not sure, double-headed battle axe. 
Statues representing Shango often show the Oshe emerging directly from the top of his head, indicating that the war and slaying of enemies are his essential attributes. This is how this Shango got its in-game design, with the blade resembling both fire and lightning, which is pretty yeah. interesting. So whoever made this one made a little thought into it. It yeah. looks like a toilet brush scrubber. It does, like a little scrubby thing that you scrub in there. So Benin is actually Benin, and it's Benin? right next to... Burkina Faso, Nigeria, and uh, what's the other country here? Niger and Togo. It's uh, basically a neo-French colony to this day. They speak French and they're, you know, economically dominated by France. But it's right on the, the slave trading coast there of the old days from the Atlantic slave trade. This is uh, the new geography lesson for that day. Yeah, man. For everyone who knows where no Nigeria idea. and Togo and Burkina Faso are. Burkina Faso people I've probably heard of, especially Nigeria. Benin. Never fucking heard of it. What's the GDP of Benin here? Uh, $11.4 billion is their entire yearly GDP. All right. So upheaval is the weapon skill. Definition, yeah. an upward displacement part of the Earth's crust. The weapon skill animation shows stones near the end of the animation, so it's probably where the upheaval name came from. Yeah. I mean, the, the stones don't look great. They're like untextured <laughs> and shit. I've never <laughs> noticed the stones, frankly. I thought it was it's just like the, spikes, spikes coming out. That come out. Yeah, I thought they're yeah, just spikes. They're like untextured and weird. Yeah. I see didn't do a great job on that part of it, but it's still cool looking weapon skill regardless. It's just it, once you start thinking of that as stones, you start thinking about how lazy it was with texture design. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, they're supposed to be stones, yeah. Man, this is the weapon that more warriors should use, but don't because they use fucking niggling. <laughs> and they're yeah. like cheating themselves out of damage. Especially now that there's like stuff like Sorty and, and shit where you get your sub job back for sub Sam. And then you also can do skill chains. Like uh, our warrior just absolutely crushes shit with, with Chango. So once uh, once we were able to actually get him back into action with Chango, like we just mow through shit. Hey, imagine it's being cool. a warrior and there's another warrior in the group because everyone loves warrior. It's a great fucking DD. Imagine the other warrior is newer or just lazy and only uses Nangling. Imagine you have proper buffs and you're on that warrior. Imagine skill chaining by opening. They do Savage Blade for light, and then you make you know a Radiance if you have AM2, which is possible, and you just or just another light, and you're using Chango, and you're doing more damage than being two stupid warriors spamming Nagling and doing nothing else. Imagine that. Light, that'd be great. To be honest, our warrior is usually doing two to three of these, these fucking upheavals in the time it takes them to get TP once. Oh, yeah, because Nagling's slow. He's not even... He's not even done with his animation. He's doing another people. <laughs> it's crazy. Chango is so great, I, and hopefully more warriors gravitate towards it over Nagling. Have they nerfed Nagling someday? They don't even have to nerf it. It's already better in the right situation. As long as you're buffed, it's yeah. better. It's only not better when you're not buffed. Yeah, when you basically Nagling's going to be better when you can't skill chain, and that's about it. But unfortunately, we have like a lot of content recently that you can't skill chain on, so it gets like artificially bonus it gets this artificial bonus for it shoal uh or sortie okay. yeah but uh, yeah the the weapon is is absolutely stupid and it, it used to be all the rage before nagling and then people started shortcutting with nagling they forgot they that forgot they can sub. The, yeah. you don't have to go r15 just to having it be good right they, no yeah you don't yeah absolutely um it's it's good out the box it's even better with r15 it's worth r15ing actually as a maonic weapon um with a few I, ones yeah, I have the malform for this, actually. I just haven't gotten around to... I was originally going to try to solo an Aeonic, but that's been petering off. Um, I would be happy to fight someone with you, Fox. I haven't made an Aeonic in a hot minute. Sure, we can duo it. 
Yeah, I'll go um, on pop. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't care. But yeah, I, I actually want to make one of these for my warrior. Um, right now, I mostly use Farsha, but I would probably use the silver Farsha in, in a lot of situations, just because it's stupid. <laughs> I've I've seen what the the high end potential of this weapon is, and it's it's crazy. Definitely. You wouldn't think about it too, because upheaval doesn't actually look that great as a weapon skill. Most great axe weapon skills actually look kind of garbage if you look at their stats. Yeah, but it just works. It just works for some reason. It, it, it kind of feels bad. But, yeah. You can use upheaval on Rune Fencer too. Just can't use this weapon. Mm-hmm. When you're doing Ango, I'm I'm happy yeah, to see. Sorry to interrupt you again. I'm happy to see now when people shout for Ango lately, they've been shouting for a Rune Fencer to skill chain because for a long time people were only having scholars making the skill chains and the core closing, Whoa. and it's just I really bad. Imagine. Yeah, you can't do V20 that way. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, but it's nice to have nice to have Rune Fencers using the uh, Ambuscade Great Axe actually skill chaining now as a you know because it is a good skill chaining weapon compared to sword or great sword especially. Oh yeah, I would much rather use. Um use upheaval on on rune fencer than uh, resolution that's for sure people really overrate the weapon skill damage bonus from sub dragoon and sub sam what they do in a weapon is much better the delay from hasa the store tp the skill chain bonus you get any skill chain bonus with sub sam is it like a little seven percent or something i don't i don't think so i think it has to be higher level okay mm-hmm. sam's too high then this dancer then you get skill chain bonus with i think it's like yeah. 15 or 12 i think it's 12 15 is the extra tier but if mm-hmm. you did it'd be nice but just having that extra Zanshin is also underrated too. It won't go off. It's only dancer, and you only get Ooh. tier one ever. Oh, uh, so what's that? Seven percent, nine percent, eight, eight percent. Hey, right in the middle. Yeah. But the the attack benefit from Hasso, if you do not have a dancer, which people generally do not have, giving you a haste samba, which you need for nagling, uh, just the the delay of that is so much better than the little seven percent weapon skill damage from Sub Dragoon that people really overvalue. Mm-hmm. It's strange that this is a vitality mod. Yeah, yeah it's like Calibulk. Yeah, like I said, it looks like garbage. It's it's not even an FTP transfer weapon skill. It has a bit mod, no FTP transfer, and I think it tops out at like 5.0 FTP also. You make a weird set for it too, because it's not FTP mm. and it's not purely weapon skill damage based. It's but like man, Warriors hit, hit like a truck with this thing and despite that, and it's just crazy. And then the skill chain damage adds on top of it. Yeah, um, you do well, actually take advantage of it. Yeah, what I do know is that our warrior gets really mad if you fight the same mob as him because a lot of the potential comes from the skill chain damage it's going to do with its... That, that's why a lot of warriors don't make use of Chango because they're just spamming weapon skills. They don't want to care about skill chaining. And that's this weapon, it's a true Aeonic weapon in how one should be made. This is a perfect example yeah. of how it should work where this the skill chain potential of the weapon is what sets it over and it can lose or will lose to other weapons otherwise if you don't skill chain. It's the, the weapons all focus on skill chaining, and, and Chango is an example of one that does it the right balance, in my opinion. Yeah, it's fantastic. So on Guna. That's all I really got for it, though. I mean, it's pretty simple. You just apply Chango till dead, so... <laughs> I see we have bullshit names in this one, and I'm up, so yeah. that's great. You picked the wrong set here. You you came to the wrong neighborhood, Megs. So, Anguda. Anguda is the father of the sea goddess Sedna. That's an easy name. Was uh, Anguda is the father of the sea goddess Sedna? Was originally the god who ruled over Pagutalik Island. Pagutalik? Pagutalik Island. He was responsible for inflicting punishments on deserving souls when they reached Sedna's subaquatic realm of the dead. Which is cool. That's I didn't know. I formed Sedna for staff. I didn't know that. At the dawn of time. <laughs> 
We're getting real encompassing here. At the dawn of time, after his unruly daughter devoured both of her mother's arms, and this is great, and had consumed one of Anguda's own arms, I guess, he took her out in a canoe to abandon her at sea in the apothetic event. Apothetic event? Apothetic. Apothetic event, sorry. It's not a word I've ever really come across because I don't read. I'm a simple person. I think it means the ascent to godhood. The ascent to godhood, apotheotic. I'd have to double check that because I know what apotheosis means. Apotheotic. The uh, the O in there confuses me for the theotic. Yeah, apotheotic. Perfection of form. Yeah. Yeah. So the apotheotic event uh, that saw Sedna's ascension to sea goddess. After making his return to shore, where his wife. uh... Tell your best. (laughs) <laughs> Isaratetsak so Isaratetsak yeah, awaited a uh, awaited a wave sent by his angry daughter washed over him and Isaratetak Isaratak Isaratak dragging them down to Sedna's new domain to serve as members fuck you in this long story to serve as members of her subaquatic court Anguda still one armed in parentheses was responsible for punishing the souls of the dead with bestiality meriting the greatest punishment. Anguda would repeatedly strike the soul of a dead person in their genitals for as long as their violations of taboos in life or their earthly sins, you could say, in parentheses, demanded. This period could last for a year or more of kicking him in the nuts. <laughs> After sufficient suffering, the soul of the deceased was free to congregate with other souls in Sedna's subaquatic afterlife called ad livum. Entropy. Entropy is a scientific concept as well as a measurable physical property that is most commonly associated with the state of disorder, randomness, or uncertainty, and kicking in the nuts. Discuss the weapon in game. Underrated weapon. It's underrated. It really could be used for a lot of Dark Knights who were getting into the job and farming Shoal and Cross Reap with this weapon is powerful. Yeah, Cross Reap is ridiculous. And it's also distortion, and which is something you want to seek out a lot of the time. And yeah, I mean, it, it obviously it, it should be strong. You just never see Darks doing it because they're too busy getting caught up with Calibolg. So. Yeah, but a lot of Dark Knights don't have Calibolg or they're just working on it. And still, just the fact that this Scythe skill chains, because Scythe skill chains a shit ton better than Greatsword, which goes without saying, that's uh, just using this as a Dark Knight who probably didn't make Mythic because that's a real investment too and doesn't have any other sites besides... What other sites that Dark Knight carry on besides Apocalypse? So if you're trying, to get, you're trying to get physical with a site for the skill chain properties, which is, I think, another example of how this weapon meets the Ionic criteria here because skill chaining as a Dark Knight mm-hmm. can be really good depending on what you're doing. It all depends. It, it's good with Apoc. It'll be great with Linguda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and it's just, it's just two other weapon skills aren't that good. Like in general, Seth weapon skills. Well, entropy. Well, entropy. Entropy, entropy gets a pass for a different reason. Like, it, okay, so scythe weapon skills. Scythe weapon skills are weird because there are really strong ones, and then there are like really really good utility ones. And uh, entropy is on the really really good utility list. So I don't know. I don't want to go too deep with that because I think you guys have other points to make. So I mean, we have infernal scythe there too, which is an underrated item. Uh, the attack yeah. reduction of infernal scythe can be very useful, especially. For certain NMs you might be fighting where uh, they just have a pain in the ass. Like an add-on, if you're doing, you wouldn't take a Dark Knight to Zevioso, but an example of just the add being a pain in the ass if you're letting it run around and hit you in some of these uh, V20 fights, if you don't have a Red Mage, 
The, the egg can get pretty powerful, especially to get a defense down aura. Having the attack down or even just a wave uh, two boss or something in divergence, there's definitely times to use Infernal Scythe that, it, that doesn't get used. And Yeah, I'll tell you the number one reason. It's to uh, do a cap damage drain three. It's, it's to cap your HP. We are using Not cap damage, but it's to cap your H3. Yeah, you do weapon bash to Infernal Scythe, makes it compression, and then you burst drain three out. Oh, okay. Yeah, darks use it all the time. I didn't I didn't know that weapon bash did that for darks, and I'll play darks now. Yeah, it's it's the analog to Paladin Shield Bash. Instead of dispelling, it sets up a chain bound that does level ones. There you go. And yeah, if you use Infernal Scythe on that, it makes compression, which is pretty common for darks to do. So that actually adds a lot of the utility to the scythe itself. That's That's really nifty i'm sure that's interesting i didn't think about it that way yeah but it's it's mostly i could see if you're a dark knight trying to farm cholet or being you're new and don't have calibold because it's a big investment in time getting this is much more accessible you can spam cross reaper and kill the mob still it skill chains better than other other weapons can so you can definitely if you're coordinating with someone else in this game a friend or something because maybe you have friends then you can definitely have a place to use anguda but it does shine if you can use it in a skill chain combination especially like uh if you're farming Apex or Locust mobs, if you're teaming up with someone, skill chains are definitely important there, and spamming Calibolg is not going to generally get you done sometimes there. Maybe, once again, you don't have it because you're just a new Dark Knight working on capacity points. Using Cross Reap and the skill chain combo there with things you're going to encounter, like Evisceration from Torret or Laden Salute from the Core or other things in that case, you're just, that's a good, strong closer in the middle of it or just at the end of it. I, I like almost all of Scythe, Scythe weapon skills. Um, they all have some kind of usefulness to them. Even even people who hate on Quietus, I've seen situations where Quietus can out damage other Scythe weapon skills because of its. Uh, it ignores defense. defense. Yeah. So you can Entropy, definitely get the uh, PDL bonus on Quietus. Entropy specifically is an interesting one because it has FTP transfer. So you can actually hit really high damage entropies. Um, the it doesn't gain damage from TP, I don't believe. Let me make I can make sure of it here in a sec. But damage varies with TP. Oh, even better. Yeah. So the cool thing about entropy is it refills your MP. It says by 15 to 25 percent of damage dealt, but let's not let, let's be real. This will always refill your MP to full. Doesn't work on <laughs> undead enemies. Yeah, it it doesn't, but that's nice. It ignores um, shadows too, huh? That's nifty. There's a lot of scythe weapon skills to do, so does catastrophe. Huh. Um so the cool thing with, with Entropy, though, is that for a Gravitation Opener, having it with FTP transfer, especially now that we have gear with better Int on it, because it has a weird Int mod, um, it's actually quite strong. And with this being a TP-focused weapon, uh, or TP-bonus-focused weapon, it scales kind of meagerly with TP. It's like kind of like a Star Diver. Yeah, it's like Star Diver. Star Diver, it's like Scythe Diver, basically. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm ultimately trying to arrive at, is that all of these things put together are actually quite strong. Like, I've had really good results with Entropy on Beastmaster. Just doing crazy-ass Entropies with uh, and Spiral Hells with, uh, with and, Killer Instinct. And I don't even play like it, but just really looking at the properties here, we could do a Cross Reaper with Anguda, so that excels. Then we could do an Entropy. Or we could do an Entropy to get your Aftermath. You could do Cross Reaper for Darkness, and you could do another Entropy for the uh, Double Dark. Yeah. I've not yet tried Scythe with Beastmaster. I want to know. And it's really cool, but you have to make a Draponum, which kind of sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's best with Draponum, but you can do cool things. I've hit, like, 75k Spiral Hell. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, it's a Beast of Sam, man. It's you know, pretty good. Because every Darkness just sits there and spams um, Calibolg over and over again with, uh, what the fuck is the, Torque Cleaver. They just spam Torque Cleaver over and over again, but if you're fighting an Apex mob and can do a three-step, you're going to do 
likely, I can't say because I'm not a Dark Knight, but I imagine you're doing a three-step darkness with this, with those weapons because within Guda will be oh, more man. efficient than just spamming Torque Cleaver over and over again as a Dark Knight. Yeah, with, with APOC, you generally will open with Catastrophe, close with, uh, with, with Cross Reaper, and then close with Catastrophe again for Double Dark. With this, you would basically just do the same thing, but instead of Catastrophe and gaining HP, you would be getting MP back. And if you're a very MP-heavy consumption dark, which you can be, um, especially if you have to move camps a lot, it's probably a little bit better in divergence. You can even help crowd control on the job. Um, you're not, ch- you know, you know, you're not like hardcore chasing the almighty parse, but you could at least be more useful than someone that is. And it does um, get extra accuracy over other weapons, so mm-hmm. and magic accuracy. So it's, 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 there's definitely great utility in using this, and especially the newer Dark Knights are ones that care about skill chaining, especially for doing locusts or or apex mobs. It definitely will play better there than taking great sword. Great Sword's great for events where you're buffed up smashing stuff and you're not skill chaining, which is pretty common. But for Apex or Locust, this is definitely a weapon you'd want to bring over that, in my opinion, just because you'd want to skill chain on those mobs. Yeah. And then also um, other overlooked weapon skills like Shadow of Death is quite good with this, too. Um, it has uh, it gains damage with FTP. So, you know, if you need to kill off like something that's invincible or uh, perfect dodge or something like that, you can actually hit like low 20ks with this weapon skill and it thrives on tp bonus it's magic so it's 8.6 ftp at 3k which isn't terrible in duration reverberation not not amazing but at least you have in duration with uh shadow of death well with itself it makes fragmentation yeah that's what i'm saying it would actually if you're fighting something that you can't do physically like say you're fighting a statue because you're in a horrible divergence you can at least do that in skill chain and hopefully because you got double dark there, maybe you can do something to finish a statue off. Maybe I finished statues off from like sixty-ish percent HP with uh, with this in dynamics. There you go. With, so you um, actually have experience doing that. Yeah, yeah. I've played a lot of Dark Knight actually. I just never am on it anymore. So I do think sight's underrated on Dark Knight. It very much is. Yeah, I don't like because the problem is is that if you're on Dark Knight and you're torque weavering all the things. At the end of the day, you're still using a greatsword, and it has incredibly limited options. Like, Torque Cleavering is your only show. Like, it's the only thing you're doing. And it just kind of feels bad sometimes. Yeah. Tormus. Like, any samurai will, will complain about uh, uh, Tachi-miss, or Fudo just missing. So, that's what happens. Uh, so, oh, here we go. Who's up next? Fox, you're up for Trishula. Fox is up, yeah. Nice. I love this I love this weapon. I love this school. I do. Um, it's probably one of the best Ionics. It's real good. Maybe the yeah, the best. The Trishula is Shiva's trident in the Shivaism Hindu religion. Uh, Shiva's Trishula is a three-pointed spear or trident, which Lord Shiva carries. Man, this is the most redundant two sentences ever. <laughs> Shiva's trident and the it. Shiva's religion that Shiva I feel, carries. I feel an urge to edit this. That's how bad it is. Um, the Trishula has many symbolic, sorry, fuck. Many Shiva many symbolic, symbolic meanings. meanings. I mean, I could have proofread this. He's right. As a as a weapon, the Trishula represents Shiva's ability to destroy evil, and boy, does it. Uh, the three points represent the acts of creation, preservation, and destruction ah. to Shavites. Lord Shiva fills all three of these roles. Three points also represent <laughs> three gunas or qualities which are exhibited in the physical world rajas a dynamic energetic tamas negative inactive stagnant or sattva uplifting balance or perceiving which are also the rewards you get from cop yeah that's funny that's that's actually kind of cool yeah 
some guy like got um, back into his little book and he flipped through the pages and he goes oh it's okay. funny because those rings actually match what the rings do too yeah that's what i was thinking too negative and active cool. stagnant would be thomas's negative enmity um i guess inactive being scholarly just being a case. mage yeah because yeah. mages just stood around back then <laughs> so that's super funny uh Trishula is not the same as the trident held by Poseidon in ancient Greek mythology. Well, no shit. <laughs> Poseidon is depicted with a wide trident with parallel prongs. This type of trident is used for spearfishing. Trishula's uh Shiva's Trishula is a weapon. Ah. Uh perhaps they went with unique two-bladed circular spike design in game so that it would not be so close to the Gunier design. Uh Stardiver. I could not find specific meaning. Let's see, one who dies from the stars. Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. This is another one of the uninspired names, but it is a cool weapon skill. It's a cool name. It just means that you jump so high when you spam and that you go into the stratosphere and see all the stars and shit and come back down to Earth and don't break the Earth like upheaval. That's super jump. You know, people say that that when you do this on Mithra, they're like uh, pole dancing dancing or whatever. I think it looks cool because you're just... I think it looks cool because you're spinning around the, the the pole when it lands. I think it looks cool. I don't relate it to pole dancing. But... So, speaking of that subject, yeah. I've seen this new character on a server running around named Paw Jobs as a Mithra. Oh, and I think the only job that Paw Jobs should play is Dragoon so that they can use Star Diver and Pole Dance as a job, as a character named Paw Jobs. Because that, that name needs something behind it besides being a, you know, jumping in your mind as a cringe furry kind of term. <laughs> poor jobs i thought it was funny because yeah, yeah. it's obviously hand jobs but then i thought about it and i go oh it's probably like, if it's a furry thing that's that's not funny anymore oh no oh. it just it just becomes sad it just becomes it's like aha uh-huh. it's like hand jo- oh wait oh fuck that's gross i didn't hear about the whole pole dancing thing i have to watch animation yeah mithra yeah. mithra goes to poke 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 jumps up pole comes down they grab the back top of the pole as it's coming down in the ground and they they spin around, spin around it, it like it mm. looks really i think it looks cool it does look cool because that Mithra flare, it definitely gets that kind of hunterist kind of huntress thing to it, but it's still I wish more jobs did that so they can stop relating it to pole dancing. Well, you have elvens that don't do dancing. anything right, so Yeah, and we're just boring. They're just they just flare the little limbs around like, you know, ass. Elvens are terrible yeah. with animations. It's pretty bad, yeah. Whenever they try to use a dagger is the worst. An elven using a dagger where they bend the knees and like like twist the wrist and flare the hand out. <sighs> well, the, <sighs> the female human is weird with dagger too, with one handed. Yeah, it's like they're just yeah, waving it in front of her. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So every dragoon should have this weapon or aspire to get this weapon. Yep. Every one of them. And it's not the best for every situation, but it's the best for the majority of situations. And I know every dragoon just wants to spam Savage Boy, but this is going back to like the warrior example here where using Trishula is going to be better in the situations yeah. you should be put in as a dragoon than using Nakling over It's, it's like Chango. Yeah. Yep. Except it's, it's better because the weapon skill is slightly better. <laughs> yes, it it's is. It's just unfortunately... Because the weapon skill is better does not mean it's better for the job. The warrior does more damage uh, per weapon skill with uh, with upheaval because of all of the, the ways that the warrior takes advantage of the extra TP. Whereas Dragoon will will just do better weapon skills or more solid weapon skills more often because of how fast you get TP. Like there's a lot of overflow there that this weapon really complements. The property. I really. Oh, go for it. No, you go, go. You really want. Well, I really like uh, Sonic Bros with this thing. Yeah, because the properties on this are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have Trishula tied to this, which is gravitation and transfiction. And transfiction is not seen on these higher damaging weapon skills like this. You just don't mm-hmm. get transfiction that often from weapon skills. And that allows you to open up a distortion 
with scission, which is what you get with uh with a uh, sonic thrust, which is a powerful weapon skill on its own. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, I think it's the most powerful uh, area weapon skill. Yeah, for physical, well, yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, um, it's a very simple uh, umbra to make. You make umbra all the time. It's just it's it's crazy. You just shit out umbras. You're you're never at a loss for TP on this job. Like you have so many ways of making it. Like dragoon is basically almost equivalent to Sam in that regard. Yeah, it is like a Sam with a polearm. Mm-hmm. Being gravitation yeah, is nice people. because of all the distortion jobs we talked about so far. Using all those weapon skills, uh, axe, scythe, uh, just sword in general has distortion, except for the gravitation on uh, sequence. And just, but in oh. general, gravitation is only kind of like a core and evisceration thing you come across. So it's nice to have an dragoon. A lot of the. A lot of the skill chains, though, for uh, for Radiance or Umbra that we've talked about so far, usually have to make some sort of concession to like a worse weapon skill to do it. With Trishulas, like I, I you've pointed out many times in the past, with Trishulas, you get to use Stardiver three times in the, in the skill chain, yeah. and you still get to use Sonic Thrust, which is also a fantastic weapon skill. So and, there's like no downside to trying to make Umbra. And <laughs> if you're in a situation where you're not skill chaining well, just spamming Star Diver, if it's appropriate for the situation, will still incidentally skill chain quite often with other things going on, unless there's too many people. If you have like five people, then it might not. But coincidentally, you will get random skill chains with Trishula that you don't have the advantage of getting with other weapon skills on other jobs, other weapons. It just the properties of this line up very well. You have, besides the fact that you know, it, it works to make a fragmentation if it goes before Savage Blade. Uh, if you go after Savage Blade or before here, you can get the distortion going from uh, Transfiction on this too. So it just, it works yeah, really well to skill chain distortions and fragmentations off if you go early for Savage Blades and just doing darkness in general off of all the other distortion weapon skills like Rudras or CDC or not that people are using CDC too much, but still. It's also Crit Evasion now too, which is, is over, overlooked a lot of the time Stardiver. Mm-hmm. So it gives everyone around you a better crit rate, and every Imperium weapon user is going to love that. So, just in general, it's a nice benefit to have five percent more crit rate than everyone. It's just solid, and it's a shame that that too many people are. It's another situation where it's a shame that too many people are caught up in just using Savage Blade spam because in a vacuum, it provides a higher number on that weapon skill, where you're overall doing less damage as a party because you're not using. And Dragoon's right. better suited to using Nagling than a Warrior because it gets its own JA haste. Right, but it loses so, that mean, TP bonus, so maybe that you know is just—it's kind of a double-edged sword there in saying that statement. It gets it really the haste, is. but it doesn't get the TP bonus, which just feels really bad. Just the TP gain alone and jumping—it just niggling does not line up with Dragoon very well. It's a utility weapon; it's not your first go-to. As another example, people missing—they're looking at the skill chain, their weapon skills only in a vacuum and not at the potential of their weapons yeah. to do better than that. Whether it's not even just the white damage, but skill chaining in general—you just can't. You can make skill chains for enabling users with this weapon. You can't do shit as a dragoon spamming the same weapon skills as everyone else. Yeah. If I was an aspiring dragoon, it'd be a good weapon to start with. Oh, I got this I weapon used it for a long time. I got this weapon yeah. as a dragoon before I had any CP, and just as a new dragoon years ago before there's even better gear to use, just going out and fighting apex bats because colibri and locust bats didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. just, just fighting them as a new dragoon with trust, not needing to team up with someone, and just. Kick, fast. kicking the fuck out of those bats as a new dragoon just felt really good to do do that so i soloed most of my dragoon to master it was actually the, the what opened me up to soloing jobs to master because i do that a lot nowadays um it's just just having uh because i also got trishula on dragoon before it was master because i, I rode on the back of my rune fencer through ayana climbs hey, me too. And it was this it was the second weapon that i made 
and yeah this thing just basically let me solo dragoon to master and i never looked back like it was it was fantastic it's unfortunate i don't play dragoon anymore like i still need to rebuild the lua um because i'm just never on dd jobs but if i was like i would have no problem playing dragoon and using this thing. i really enjoy being on dragoon not just because I can use staff for Cataclysm sometimes, which is just a nifty. I like having utility on jobs. I look for jobs that aren't just... I don't like Warrior because Warrior... You want someone to beat stuff in, so you want to invite someone on Warrior, but I don't want to play Warrior. I want to play Dragoon can control Enmity. It provides a defense down for people. It has skill chain options. It just it can throw out an emergency cure. I can super jump and avoid or save my life. Just those kind of things. It has other drawbacks, but just as a job, I like having options. And mm-hmm. having the ability to, to change up what I do, like Blue Mage is perfect for me because I can I can configure on the go. But Dragoon is much more in-depth than what a, a Dark Knight, even though it has more options than a warrior, in my opinion, or a warrior, or even just a monk. And just like the job people take to stuff, it just, it has uh, just, it's not configurable like a pup or a Blue Mage or a dancer in, in applying situations. But at least it, it just feels like it has options. And, and Trishula oh. is another way to, just the skill chain and potential of Dragoon far exceeding uh, warrior, Dark Knight, even Monk, even though Monk's much better than those other two with skill chaining. It's just, Dragoon does it all those ways, and just that weapon works for that. Because even if you're using it for Radiance, which is not ideal for Trishula, because you have to use uh, not Stardiver. <laughs> but it just, yeah. using um, Kamlin's Torment, the TP bonus does mean you ignore more defense, and that can be yep. relevant now with PDL, making it not as bad as it was. Almost every single polearm weapon skill wants TP bonus. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. The, the, all the weapon skills work well with this is why, even without skill chaining, it had such a reputation before Nagling. Did your increase up to R15? Oh, absolutely. So it's one of the ones. Mine's stuck it. at R7, but yeah. Even R7, it feels nice, but R15 is just yeah. nice to... It's it's also nice to have all that accuracy because other weapons on Dragoon, because you're, you're talking about not having an offhand now where other jobs be offhanding something to get them benefits. You don't get that extra accuracy for using an Empyrean or you're not using Gungnir. So you get the extra accuracy bonus from that over Shining One, basically, or over Nagling. It's just, it's nice. Yeah. It's a low-effort Juggernaut weapon. Like, just go get it. <laughs> you would think that accuracy is not a problem for Dragoon because it gets the trait, but two-handed jobs are... People They're don't... Fine. Yeah, they don't generally put into their mind right away to think two-handed jobs need the extra accuracy, but they generally actually do. Yeah. Their gear well, is it's not a far cry from it. something like Dancer. Because like on Dancer, I'll accidentally be sitting at 1,400 accuracy. Yeah, the, the jobs are actually well-balanced in this game in terms of two-ended jobs have extra power but less accuracy. The gear, to this day, is actually very well-balanced towards that. So it may only be 10 less per piece, but if you're missing 50 accuracy just in five slots there, that could be the difference between hitting and not hitting. 50 accuracy is, is can be 25% hit rate. That is huge. So a lot of times on the cusp of that, it, it may just be the difference between not hitting and hitting, and that means you are a good DD or a useless DD. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next one, we have Heishi, the logical choice. The logical choice. I think I'm up, aren't I? Yes, sure, man. Yes, you are. Heishi Shurinkin. The Heishi Shurinkin is a straight sword made in the 7th century, owned by uh, Shitenoji Temple in Osaka City, Osaka Prefecture. It is designed, designated as a national treasure in Japan. There are various theories about the interpretation of the name, but the general theory is that he/she is interpreted as a sexagenary cycle of the year in which the sword was made. Shorin is interpreted as the author, and the item is introduced from the continent during the Shui Dynasty. Is it the Haishi model instead of Haishi? Has... Oh, yeah. Probably Haishi. Probably yeah. Haishi. Because I was going to say, what are those your pronouns? 
Well, hi is H A I. Didn't. Yeah. It's probably hey she. Hey she. And then game model has no correlation to the actual national treasure of Japan. It looks totally different. The weapon skill is Blade Shun. The Japanese symbol for this weapon skill is what Spicy can put in the YouTube video if he wants to. Uh, no. It's a shield. <laughs> it's, 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 it's spaghetti. I don't know. Sushian, I think. Pronounced it's Sushian, yep. Yeah. In which it's, it's similar to the English word, pretty much. Mm-hmm. The definition can be either an instant or a moment. That's Boy, cute. is that a cool looking weapon still? Yeah, <laughs> they disappear and come in different, different directions. Yeah. In a moment. Uh, like, like, Shun, uh, Shun and uh, Ku are like the two coolest weapon skills in the game, in my opinion, just how they look. And but we just yeah. talked about pole dancing, and now you're like, oh, fuck that, Shun and Ku. Oh yeah, man. Ninja gets cool. It gets really cool. Fucking weapon yeah, skills. On, on, before we move on to this too, even though we're in this, we've already moved on to it. Uh, Mithra also does a cool ruinator. I've never seen it. It does it like does this flaring ruinator, kind of like the pole dancing at the pole, but it, like jumps in the air and does like a Galka does too. That's yeah, cool. but Galkas are like pieces of shit. Ruinator's just a cool looking weapon skill. Period. <laughs> it's, Car- it's pretty sweet. Carrot calls them gross. Oh, hold on, actually. Honey. Oh, God. <laughs> I think she just calls them gross, disgusting Galkas. Ew, don't touch me, you gross, oh. disgusting Galka. I believe it. I wanted, hey, to, I wanted to cringe honey, honey I don't in think there. So. I don't actually call her honey. We are immortal. Go die. Yeah, you also got no cock. We don't so, need it for where um, we go. That's what the tail's for. Who'd want to live a life with no dick? The so, tail. Galka, that's it. I have almost every Ionic in the game at this point. Oh, oh. And I care. What do we call Galkas? What do you specifically call Galkas? Disgusting pieces of shit. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, there you go. So I've, I've used them all, and just about all of them. And I would say that this is probably the best Aeonic in the game. Like, hands down. The, what this does for Ninja is absolutely absurd, and it changes it to the point that it makes it almost a completely different type of DD. So basically, the, the only reason that, that I rate the damage potential of this higher than like the doji which i would almost say is like runner up or even equivalent in in damage type is because this is on a job that's almost unkillable so you don't trade any of your offense for the ability to survive while you do this like the the stuff that you can do with heishi is just absolutely stupid um it even benefits from its own aftermath because ninja wants more burst damage gear and it doesn't get a whole lot of really great options so just that 10 percent on its own it's it's part of why i can hit like the 50k plus magic burst on ongo um it's it's just absolutely absurd in everything you want it to do. So it's it's just in my opinion, as someone who's used basically every Aeonic, like this this right here is more defining for its job than any other Aeonic weapon. It's crazy. So that's that's pretty much all I have for that. Like I've I've done episodes on Ninja and this this the damage you shit out with this thing is stupid. Ninja's got what two episodes or three? A Paladin's got three. Ninja's got three. <laughs> right. It doesn't need to be yet another ninja episode. But I mean, there's a reason you request for me to go on your your show runs as ninja. Yeah, right? I do I like you a ninja. Obliterate yeah. things. Yeah, you just you just erase things with this spell. Ninja's a job that it takes someone who knows what they're doing to use it well, and you know what you're doing a ninja. And I generally can't yeah. find ninjas that do know. They just think they're playing fancy thief or something. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They just don't put out damage on ninja. Yeah. You have to be like super aggressive and you have to know how to gear it properly um, and know when to use it and know when to use what offhands. So like Heishi on its own, like without your offhand, like your offhand is a huge consideration as to what you're going to do with this. Like a lot of the time um, I'll use the, uh, the, what's it called? 
the weapon that you get from uh, from Zevioso, um, I use that as the offhand most of the time, but sometimes you'll use TP bonus. And Ninja doesn't even like take a detriment to using TP bonus because you still have Dokken to fall back on. So you're, you, you, you don't quite lose out as much from me having like a shakier accuracy on your offhand. So you can take that into more content where you normally wouldn't have the accuracy to pull that off. And you, you, you lose less on that. So it's just really cool how it works out. Um, I've done fucking stupid things in Wave 3 Dynamis, like not even on stuff that's weak to hybrids. Like I just go into Dynamis Wave 3 and I just spam cap damage on like all of the ulti mobs. It's fucking nutty. Any of the and, hybrid weapons, uh, generally, or weapon skills generally want TV bonus from uh, a yeah. weapon or something like this. Yeah, they benefit hard from 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 that. And even though they only get up to like 2.0, it's just all of the multipliers together. Going from 1.0 to 2.0 is like the difference from doing like 50k damage to cap damage. That's a 100% so increase, Fox. It is a 100% increase, <laughs> and you can definitely see it in action. It's it's fucking stupid. I know. And that. every time I tell every time I tell people that Ninja is a real DD and that they should try to bring Ninja to runs, like this this weapon and using it correctly is exactly why. Because it, you just you just shit all over the parks. It's crazy. So when do I use Nagling? Never. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. But you use Nagling in situations where you can't pull off hybrids on Ninja, but. Most of the time, you're not going to use that. You're going to use Heishi for hybrids. Because even then, hybrids will still rival Nagling's damage most of the time. And they'll skill chain with each other because you get three of them. The skill chaining is the big born of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and then you'll burst on your own skill chains, and then people will think you're some sort of like crazy damage god. It, it's well, it's if you actually burst on it, and especially you could use your ability that I don't recall that makes you actually. Futai? Yeah, yeah. That actually, Futai actually makes it do a lot of damage. Wow. Yeah. You get crazy bursts too. You can get all the way up to cap damage. It's just it just depends on your support and stuff like that. So yeah, you're gonna be sensitive to attack specifically, and you definitely want malaise to like take it from like 60, 70k to cap damage, but you'll generally have really crazy weapon skills with this thing. Getting sure. fusion from Blade Sean, and this is what you'd want to use for Sean, obviously, as the best way of enhancing Sean, is really important for skill shooting as ninja, because that's your only fusion option, and you have plenty of other options that you can utilize, but you need that fusion. It kind of feels yeah. like hand-to-hand -hand weapon skills, the way these properties look. The, yeah. It's like you have them, but you're yeah. like very dependent on certain ones, and Shun's one of them. Yeah. Um, Shun is just good anyway. So That was a I long pause like, before that good yeah, anyway. Well, it, it depends, because what I'm going to explain about it is, is kind of weird. So like Shun does not do a ton of damage on its own, but Shun is a really, really good multi-step closer. So like I'll do Toad to Techie for fragmentation, and that fragmentation will do just ass tons of damage and then i'll close like an 18k shun on it and i'll do almost cap damage on the on the skill chain damage so you're basically just throwing shun in there because you want to like just shit out even more damage because the hybrids are all level one property and you can't go past fragmentation so you might as well just try to drop yet another um, weapon skill that's going to do like a ton of skill chain damage even if the physical damage itself isn't great and that's what shun is really good at doing is if you know how to skill chain with it Instead of just doing the standard idiotic spam shot, all physical combo that you'll see on some YouTube channels, don't do that. <laughs> you, you, need, you need to learn how to play ninja properly and learn how to just like completely shit damage with it. Because once you re retrain yourself how to interact with weapon skills and stuff, it it, it just shines. It, the problem day difference. The problem being that you get ninjas that just either. Spam Shun, which is very common, or just spam Savage Blade, <laughs> which it's okay. I mean, it's a good job to spam it on. It's just 
it's just there's more you can do with ninja than that and if you're only spamming savage yeah. blade why are we taking you over the warrior or the dragoon or yeah i mean your, your savage blade frequency is gonna be pretty good on 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 ninja it's actually one of the better yes. savage blade jobs yeah it's just you have better options than savage blade most of the time it's like blue mage except you have better options for skill chain combinations that a blue mage does yeah and you have hybrids because <laughs> blue mage is a good job to use it on too it just doesn't it doesn't have anything else that can do weapon skill wise besides that yeah for properties well, there really, a... oh good no no go ahead you can go first well ninja's a lot like warrior in that you want to bring all the weapon types available because you can use all the weapon types available that's all i was going to add and this is the best of what you can bring for katana i was gonna ask because actually had up the ninja guide out there i don't think there even is uh the sort of like you can dig into the forums i've considered that's writing a, a guide. ninja guide but i don't want to get a bunch of questions like the other spicy ryan gets so <laughs> I got enough with your duas. So. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, just I got thanked. I got thanked this week again, three or four times. One was for my guides on auctionhouse.com. And I said, oh, no, that's the other spicy Ryan because I have no guides on auctionhouse.com. And other stuff was just, <laughs> I, I was yelling for Baitetsu and someone said, I have a bowl of spaghetti here if I'm sound like I'm. Oh, good job, man. <laughs> Professional podcast. <laughs> oh, it's Italian night, man. I got the, the suave and the uh, spaghetti. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, he goes, are you that guy from that podcast? And I'm like, oh, no, that's the other spicy Ryan. Do you have anybody tattoo to sell me? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and it's just random ones. I got thanked for a, another job. God, I never even wrote. It's just the Blue Mage one of the auction house, another one this week. <laughs> so, like, Everyone always believes you when you tell them other spicy Oh, Ryan. yeah. I, oh, I, I put the screenshot in all the time. I even put that Every other one. Time. I put other, put on, the other one on Twitter where it said, thanks for your auction house guides. And I put people, people, please. I don't have any auction house guides. And put it on Twitter. Uh you don't want to write a guide, Fox, because then you have to babysit it, and I can't even keep yeah. up with the guides I have. I have too many guides, and they're all decent enough, I think, but it's just keeping them updated is important, and it's a problem. I think I would write a similar type of guide, though, where I wouldn't necessarily just like load it up full of sets people can copy-paste, but more so teach people how to play the job properly. I mean, That's shit, the biggest missing part. You, you took away your Lewis from everyone already, Fox. I mean, I don't... <laughs> they were already copy-paste things anyway. No, quick, use this for my sets. A lot of people, Fox, from the feedback and things and questions I get about guys, a lot of that is just a guide for them as a shopping list generally, which you can't help yeah. because you, you got to help, help someone. You can't take it away because some people use it as the, what can I use my Visa MasterCard on today? But yeah. uh, some pe a lot of people just look at the gear and copy it, and a lot of people just don't really read the meat of the guide there about skill chain or whatever. They just, they just do it wrong still, which is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. And in some people, you do get some questions where they actually ask specific questions, and those are the rarer ones. But you do get them, so you do, it doesn't matter, but still, it just becomes an endeavor of the attention and, and not even the attention, just the, just the questions and criteria that gets added to that, that just becomes an updating it, too. It just becomes a bit of a, it's like having a kid. You don't want to have to constantly think about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want to dwell here too long, though, but. Yeah, let's move on to the, the next can't one. Can't sing this thing's praises enough. Well, it's spicy's next, and he gets the long one, so there you go. Oh, God, what the fuck? Why? What is this copy-paste? This paste? Is, this There's is like four paragraphs. One. This is a good one. I, I improvised a bit. I changed oh, up a little boy. bit. Oh, boy. Hey, so. but it's the other best weapon. <laughs> Doji Kiriyatsatsuna is the sword's name. Uh, this sword's name is two different words made into one name. The first word is Doji Kiri. There are multiple... The first, where's the rest of the sentence? There are multiple different legends and stories on where this word came from, but we will share one. 
who is oh, we? Right. We are going to share one from you. What's this? What am I reading? The quote: "The Legend of the Conquest <laughs> of uh, Sudeten Doji." Sudeten Doji. End quote. This legend deals with a thieving demon who terrorized the mountainous area of the Oeyama in Tanaba province in the north of Kyoto. Complaints from the local people reached the emperor, who ordered Minamoto no Yorimitsu to deal with the situation. Yorimitsu had previously taken out, end quote, several robbers, rebels, and rogues from previous orders of the emperor. Yorimitsu took his four generals, the so-called Shitenyo, group, generals' names omitted, not important, in parentheses, <laughs> and set out to Oyama. The party was joined en route by Fujiwara no Yatsumasa. Fujiwara no Yatsumasa. Yo mama. And all six climbed up the path disguised as a Buddhist mountain ascent. During ascent, they came across three old men who, as it turned out later, were actually likewise disguised Shinto deities. From them, they received three magical items. A helmet, a rope to hang myself when I'm done reading this fucking thing, and a bottle of anesthesian wine. Vine? Vine? Is it, is it a bottle of... Why is it a V-I-N-E? Is it supposed to be a bottle of anesthesia? No, it's vine. I can't even fucking pronounce this word. Vine. <laughs> so they're drinking anesthesia from a vine? Okay. It's a vine. Okay. When they reached the top of the mountain... uh. Shuten Doji held a huge banquet for his visitors, in the course of which human flesh and blood was served. But they tried not to get exposed, and thus ate the horrifying meal. And at the end of the dinner, Yorimitsu ordered, offered Shuten Doji and his men some of the vine they brought. Soon they fell asleep. Sutendoji was tied up, and the party started to kill the thievy gang. Thievy gang. I've never. Thievy. It's a thievy gang. They're so thievy. <laughs> thievy man, Scooby Doo. Where are you? When Sutendoji uh, was decapitated by Yorimitsu, his head flew through the air and tried one last time to bite. When was he biting him before? To bite Yorimitsu in the head, but the magic helmet withstood this demonic attack. I guess he was wearing it. Oh, there's more. And so... <laughs> the fuck? And so, the sword with which Yorimitsu killed the demon got its name Dojigiri, which is something in, in whatever that is. Literally, Doji Cutter or Doji Slayer. And today, it is designated as a national treasure under the name Dojigiri Yatsatsuna. Back to the name of the great katana. Why is there more? The last part of this of the name. Oh, great. That was half the name. This is good. There's more. What is it? The last part of the name is much less exciting. We can fucking hope. It is the signature of the swordsmith. <laughs> You're a weeb. Shut up, carrot. Yatsatsuna from the province of Hokai who is quoted in an old sword records as having been active in the Daido era. I don't know anything about this. Tachi Shoha. <laughs> you do now. What's the Daido yeah. era? So everyone's heard of the Meiji era, man. Everyone watches your own Kenshin. I like how Funk is like, don't worry, guys. You know, it, it was eight. It was eight paragraphs. Where's the improvising in there? I, I improvised and made it seven instead of eight. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. Tachi Shoha. <laughs> is also pronounced shoha in English. What did I 
what it's the same word. What did I pronounce wrong then? I don't know. Roughly translates to destruction. In Japanese, it is a Buddhist term. Ignorance is the state in mind, and state in which the mind is covered with darkness, such as doubts, hesitation, unable to discern the truth of what is right. Discuss the weapon in game. This well, is the I first thing like, I got. It was the yeah. samurai. It was. I think I didn't have met. Um, so well, let's, let's summarize this here. So you got you got a guy <laughs> named Yorimitsu. He uh, disguises himself as a couple of, of fucking bums. And they're, they're going up this mountain that exists in this province to go look for these thievy gang of people on which he meets a bunch of deities he doesn't know. But those deities are also malevolent because, of course, they are. And they feed him, you know, human flesh and blood while he's wearing a magical helmet from these deities the whole time and waits to murder them in their sleep after a vine of anesthesia. Uh, causes some some sleeping to happen, and then he cuts a head off of a sleeping person who, who's been anesthetized, and that person who's been asleep, who he murdered, now tries to bite his head off while he's wearing a magical helmet everyone forgot oh, about he, from he the tried people. to bite him in the head. Yeah, the, he cut the, <laughs> he, he, he cut the head off of the of uh, Sudendoji. Uh, Yonimitsu cut Sudendoji's head off here while he was asleep. But he somehow, after having his head cut off, woke up from the sleep after ha- drinking the vine of anesthesia here. And somehow, through all that, now is awake trying to bite his head in the air. <laughs> the air and almost hit him in the head. From the magic helmet this guy gave him. So what the fuck kind of convoluted bullshit? How, how is he asleep and murdered, but now he's awake and biting? You know, Obviously, the story is entertaining because you, you have some questions about it. Something doesn't connect here. All these paragraphs <laughs> have made me demand for more of a proper resolution. This is like season seven of Game of Thrones, okay? What is going on here? I demand an MS Paint MS Paint on MS YouTube Paint of how graph. this went down. <laughs> awesome. You got, you got bums, you got deities, you got them cannibalizing and then you got him sleeping you got a murder and he got biting you know what, 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 what he's just trying to assassinate these people heads biting yeah. get it right the, the heads of biting okay that, that's i just i just wanted to have that moment there to really sort that out to really figure Do out you absorb it even better now so every time yeah. you're spamming tashi shoha which i'm somehow mispronouncing from shoha written the same hey, with no pronunciation guide <laughs> <laughs> when I'm mispronouncing Tachi Shoha, I will think about the jumping in the air is the same as the cutting off of a biting head and your magical helmet better save your ass. Wait, so well, this was you... the first Aeon equipment you got? This actually was... No, okay, Marzius was the first. I, I apologize. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. I wonder well, who you got that with before you ran off and never came back. That was during my anniversary. My wife wasn't too happy about that. <laughs> I, made, I made sure I came back home to get the, the wins. Come on, honey. Oh. I'm going to get my flute. We'll have another anniversary. Yeah. There won't be well, another no, we, Marseilles. We Honey, I don't care what you Marseilles to me. I'm going to get this Marseilles for me. Honey, wake up. I got my Marseilles. Honey, I'm a disgusting <laughs> piece of shit Galka. <laughs> if only I knew... <laughs> If only I knew the meaning behind Marseille. It is like table we'll and disc golf. It's like, honey, I know it's my anniversary, but I got to play disc golf. Gotta I played this. disc golf with Karm up in Michigan. We really? went to the, uh, Yeah, it was pretty fun, actually. First time playing. Karm there is a nice course around here. Karmus? Yeah, I told you I met him. Okay. I've never I met Karm. I'm not, I don't, not familiar with Karmus. I just... he, took a, he took a break recently, but yeah, it was, it was fun. They say Karmus. There's nobody there. They say Karmus a bitch. Karmus a bitch. So talk about the weapon in game. It's good, especially for hybrids. Yeah, do you still use it? 
I, I still use Do you it. Still play Sam? Not as. Yeah, it's my highest DD job, honestly. So I play it here and there. I still play Barton the most, though. But I just don't. I mean, it's it's good, but with with uh, other options they have, it's really not the. It's okay, I guess. Basing likes to come. It, Sam. It used to shine a lot further, a lot more back in the day when yeah. it first came out. Basing likes to come Sam to Sorty, which is a good job. But yeah. when we're we're trying to skill chain the mobs, he has to use Shoha, which you can't use back to back. It's like Lionheart again, and it's not a problem because all the weapons goes going off. But he has to use Shoha, so he has to use Doji in that case because we have to spam to not skill chain here. So he has to use Shoha to spam. You know, or Doji. Yeah, that's a good to reason chain. to have it if you if you can't weapon skill. That's a good reason to have it. So you know how those shouts always advertise that they have like an IGO and their Sam is doing like cap damage or whatever. The, those those samurais are fucking bad because. <laughs> but they're doing nines, man. Yeah, because I use this thing and I do nines without the geo. Like th- this thing is crazy. Aren't all arm, uh, RMT bad though? Yeah, usually yeah. They're, they're like they like talk themselves up to those shouts. Like like it's something special that they're doing, but they're really just achieving poor results while being or or average results by being that overbuffed. Uh, plus ten but, um, IGO, uh, fast cast invite <laughs> skill chain nine 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 yeah, nine nine. So if you can get away with hybrids, just like with Ninja, like these are the light aligned hybrids that Sam gets as opposed to the dark aligned ones that Ninja gets. Um, Makes sense. These these do these do crazy damage also. Um, I actually like to solo farm Sorty as Samurai because of this. Like, uh, it's just simple skill chains, like doing Tachi Agaha while having, which is your, your defense down weapon skill. Um, just doing that while having nothing but trusts uh, on most of the enemies will just kill them if you close with like Kagero uh, for a liquefaction. Like I very commonly will open Agaha for like, I don't know, 10k damage. Yeah, and then, I'll close that K- and then I'll close that Kagero for cap damage and then it will make a cap damage liquefaction. So I just did like 200k for like no reason. Being solo here, <laughs> having that uh, as part of your skill chain to open up with, especially to provide that defense down really helps that hybrid close that out for all oh, yeah. damage. Other jobs can't do that. Only Sam can. Yeah, and, and Sam, like, like Agaha opens a lot of stuff, too. Um, it opens for Jinpu. In fact, it seamlessly goes into infinite Jinpu, which is the other hybrid. That's the hybrid that does the most damage, generally. But it depends on your target. Like, you, you can just do crazy-ass damage with this thing. And it works in, in, uh, in Odyssey as well, like, the same way it does with Ninja. So you can run around with Masamune, and you can do like AM3 stuff, sure. But this thing right here does perfectly fine also, especially if you can abuse the hybrids. AM3 is super underwhelming on Sam and, and Shoal. It's just, meh. It's, I, I don't know. I don't... I don't. It's, it's a, oh, you mean... Yeah, and Shoal, it's an Masamune. absolute weapon skill dominated event. Aftermath from gotcha. Sam is just... Because that job is quickly spamming weapon skills. It's not like when we talk about using it on Warrior or Blue Mage, because the AM3 there can matter to finish a mob off. It's just... You're in a job that should be killing it with the weapon skills here because that's the nature of this job. I, I thought you meant the AM3 or AM from Doji. No, AM3 is- from Masamune. So that people, if you like a Felgar who has to, because that's what he would do. He would make sure he gets 3,000 TP and only, and only spam food. Only spam food. There. Yeah. A different episode. Yep. He would, and so, even when we told him to, he wouldn't listen. He would make sure he only got AM3 and spam food out. One of my favorite multi-steps using this thing is to do Agaha to uh, Kagero, like I mentioned, to make uh, liquefaction. And then I'll do Goten to close fusion. And Goten is another hybrid weapon skill on, on Thunder, so it does a crazy-ass amount of damage. And if the thing still happens to be alive, that fusion is open for you to use uh, Shoha here. And that'll make light. But the cool thing about Shoha in this situation making light is 
even if you're using it to make level one aftermath, you're still at a third step on the skill chain. So if you close Fudo after that, you're going to get Radiance. Uh-huh. So you just did a Sorry. you just did a four step you just did a four step skill chain with two hybrids, a defense down, or a five step with two hybrids, a defense down, and then two really powerful skill chain closers at level three and level four. So and that all lends to this thing, weapon. Yeah, usually whatever's in front of you is dead at this point. It's 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 pretty it's pretty great. It sounds the same as when you're talking about retraining how you play ninja and how you apply it. It sounds the same for samurai. Cause instead of spamming fudo 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 like your well, like JoJo's bizarre adventure here, a lot of Sam's will will actually do uh, fudo to Kasha to Shoha back to fudo for mm-hmm. a four step radiance, like the physical system on ninja you were talking and, about earlier. Yeah, and and it, it's it's good. It's I, that is actually better than ninjas. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, because it, it's just it's just better for samurai. Samurai gets better gear. It's better weapon it. skills. It's a better weapon skill, yeah. But you don't have to do it that way, and you can actually squeeze way more damage out of it a lot of the time if you just use hybrids instead to to step your way there. In fact, you can you can do all sorts of crazy shit. Like you can do um, what is it? You can do Goten to Kagero to Goten. So now you've used three of them to make fusion, and then you can go into the the two big big uh, skill chain damage closers and. Usually, like whatever you you open these multi-step skill chains up on, they die. Like you you just erase the mob, and usually they die before you even complete it. But it just makes sure the job gets done if you know what to do. And Agaha is pretty perfect in this case for enhancing its hybrids because it's compression scission. So you're talking about using Kagero, you can use Kagero after Agaha. You can also use Jinpu after Agaha and still skill chain. It has all these options that open up from the defense down you need to make these hybrids strong anyway. While opening up for Nika's skill chain for them to do even more damage with, so it's just it's so perfect for Sam, and this is the weapon you would use for that. You would not want to use Masamune for that because it's just well, you still can. You can. It still but, does a lot of damage. Yeah, but like, it's just not Masamune ideal. Is really good. This is where this weapon shines, and Masamune yeah. is great and all, especially for physical. But it's a physical weapon. This this shines for uh, above Masamune, of course, for these non-physical options, which are broken in terms of how much damage they can do in this game, and they, they really should be the focus of Samurais instead of just only spamming Fudo. Yeah. it's. I never it's, find a Samurai does it. real good. <laughs> They're always the I, best I do, and I just, I just never play the job, and I'm not even master on this job yet either. Like, I'm doing, like, the big boy damage with this weapon because, like, my gear is there, of course. I've played for a long time. I've got a critical mass, and, I, of course, I have this Aeonic weapon, so it is an ultimate weapon. It is very good. Um, But... I'm not even like job master. I'm not master leveled on it, obviously, for the same because I'm not master. And you can still get superior results out of this thing as long as you have like really good skill chain knowledge. Even if you have the skill chains add on and you absolutely have to do it that way, sure. But as long as you're as long as you're trying to make like the best skill chain possible, you don't need to use like level two skill chains. You don't need to use level three skill chains. Like the level ones do so much damage on samurai that you can just like chain these hybrids together for like a superior result a lot of the time samurai is one of those jobs where if you're going to solo uh, uh, uh exemplar points eps for your oh, yeah. level that is the jinbu. best the yeah. best job to do it on because bats are weak to wind you can just yeah. go to agahata jinpu and if you need one yeah, more jinpu, yeah, yeah agahata jinpu can kill the mob outright with trust just with trust yeah. and otherwise you just do one more jinpu and the mob's yeah. dead and, and that's a lot solo. of times you don't even need to agaha you can just jinpu jinpu yeah it's it's stupid yeah and that's it's kind of sad um, that samurai kind of got put in the back burner a bit with all the savage blade spam shit we have yeah but you can see that's a good thing because now the attention about how broken it can be for something like we just said won't be touched and people can do that until everyone focuses on it too much and then something it's happen. because of the elemental resistances of all the bosses in, in odyssey jail that that's why 
if if Sam could go in there and just abuse hybrids on those bosses, those bosses would just explode and they'd be trivial. That's true, yeah. Yeah. So because they gave it that resistance, same reason Ninja isn't super great against them either. Um, they they took away like like the biggest crazy death laser that those jobs have and a lot of NMs they focus get, on they that. get passed over. Yeah. In Ambuscade or in these new sortie NMs, they add different the the resistances or even absorption of elements on them now. Uh, which is a problem that the, they really are focusing on. It seems to be paying attention to the elemental resistance, which really hurts Black Mage too. But they they seem to be focusing on it for skill chaining being too powerful, frankly, and and uh, hybrids being too powerful. They seem to be focusing on limiting those options based on resistance values. Well, they should to fix a problem like that. They should not just make it do like ten damage. I should. Like make us hit proc something for it to do normal damage. They made they made the resistance tiers of Odyssey tier three and M's. Bumba is all minus thirty to everything, unless he absorbs mm-hmm. it and becomes a hundred. Uh, but the Ongo is thirty percent. That's minus seventy percent damage and a high resistance value. And anything else is twenty five, which is even just worse by accuracy by a large margin. Yeah, and it also cuts the physical damage as well. So, so the thing with hybrids is that while they gain double benefit from from being perfectly aligned with other things, like if you can do high physical damage and high magic damage at the same time, that's why they have to be buffed that way, they are also doubly detrimented by being at a uh, at a damage disadvantage from from the physical and magic side of it too. And even if it wasn't so, resistance, you get tw- you get a 1% DT for every level of Sholgal yeah. vengeance you do, so you're getting 20% DT off the bat to both physical and magical, yeah. so it's just cutting them off at the knees even without the resistance value. Yeah, it's really unfortunate, but at the same time, it also stopped the, the content from being trivial. So true, <laughs> but it focused more on the physical aspect again, which is why everyone who gets on a job only focuses on physical things because they, um, they don't know better from their other experiences in the game. So what's really cool with samurai and sorting specifically, like if you're solo farming, is that in areas C and D, if you do uh, Agaha to uh, to Kagero, like I was saying for liquefaction, and then you close with Koki instead of Jin, uh, instead of Goten. You make fusion, but Koki is a light-based hybrid. So the foamers and the undead simply explode when you do this. They they just die. They're a fine red mist and you move on to the next mob. Amazing. If if yeah. I needed more Galamaphry, I'd probably be doing more soloing in a samurai and sort of, but I just don't need it right now. I could oh, use dude. it if I just upgrade random shit, but I just don't need to. So I mostly focus I, on blue objectives. I go in there and I get like 10 to 11k solo, and I don't even kill the bosses. <laughs> If there's a higher I, cap to it, then I would definitely be farming it up, you know? What do you say you yeah. don't kill the bosses and the mega bosses or the lesser NMs? The mega bosses. I actually go hunt down all the lesser NMs and then I go back and farm C and D. There you go. On yeah. Sam or Ninja? Sam. Sam. Sam is underrated in terms of applying the content like that. Because the same thing you do with the Locust mobs, same thing you be doing with these mobs. It's just different mobs. Yeah. And during the event like it had been, you know, it's, it's obviously over by a day by now. Um, I was getting a lot of really good CP just doing that daily. Like when my group didn't run and I didn't have to be on Geo, like just going in on Sam and getting like a bunch of EP, I get like like 60-ish, 70 EP or, or CP just from that and just trying to get my Sam to master. Because my, my Sam's sitting at like 1500 JP right now. So it's not even there yet, but I do these things passively. And this weapon is is great for that because you just blow through all the mobs that you'd normally CP on, including Sortie, including Omen. So just just keep doing things on the job, and you'll just naturally get to master, and you'll naturally get EP on. Tristria, Tristria, yeah. Tistria. I was looking at Trishula first before. So Tistria, I guess I'm up. Um, 
Oh, you just read the last one. Oh, oh my bad. I guess it's, That's, I, I, it's been so long and so many paragraphs that I, I, I lost my entire place in my mind here. My bad. Yeah, plus you have to listen to me grandstand on every one of these fucking things. Oh, <laughs> oh man, the next one. They, they named a whole language after one Final Fantasy player? I didn't know they were so influential. They named a language after them. And, and a religion? Oh, and man, that's crazy. Did you know that one solo red mage was so important, they named a whole language and religion after them? Wow. Oh, man. So who's reading the next one? Sure, I'll do it. So Tishira, or Tishtria, or whatever, is the Avestan language. Oh, there he is. Uh, name of a Zoastrian benevolent divinity associated with life bringing rainfall and fertility. Oh, yeah. In a hymn of the Avesta, Tishira is involved in a cosmic struggle against the drought bringing demon Hapoasha. According to the myth, in the form of a pure white horse, the god did battle with the demon who, in contrast, had assumed a form of a terrifying black horse. <laughs> Why is it black? <laughs> so classic. Apoasa soon gained the upper hand over Tishria, who was weakened from the lack of sufficient prayers and sacrifices from humankind and sacrifices. <laughs> the uh, Yazada proceeded to call upon the greater Ahura Mazda, uh, Ahura Mazda you know, the new uh, 2000 Mazda. <laughs> Speak it to the right. mic, Fox. Gotta go zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom. Uh, who himself then intervened by offering a sacrifice to the overwhelmed god. Infused with the power brought by the sacrifice, Tishira became overcame Apoasa, where his reins were able to flow to the perch fields <laughs> and pastures unabated by drought. This story serves to underscore the importance of votive offerings and sacrifice in religious tradition. And then we have Realm Razor, means destroyer of the realm Earth. Someone paraphrases ground leveling. So, club. This is the Aeonic Club. I've, I mean, White Mage is not in a position to really melee in the first place in the game anymore, so I, it's confusing that this weapon exists like this, because you can't even take advantage of it like Katvanga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, LOL Melee, uh, Geo Melee. Yeah, I guess Geo would be the one that stands out for this, but... Sure does. I mean, when you have, when you have Maxentius for Black Halo, which if you were a Geo Melee against something like Bumba, you'd be using Black Halo because it's fragged as in Skill Chain with Savage Blade, but would you really use this over over max entius it's just i don't yep you would oh yeah okay see i don't know that because that's out of my wheelhouse <laughs> yeah so this uh this weapon's incredibly good for geo it's also incredibly good for um uh for white mage too when so you melee on white this mage. is this is for your savage club this is for judgment um judgment actually outperforms it a lot of the time uh, because a lot of the time with uh, with Geo, you can offhand like an OAT weapon, I guess, but you can also just offhand the the TP bonus club. Because if you think about it, in a situation where you're mailing on Geo, you probably have the excessive buffs to support your level of accuracy you need for that. At which point you're getting easily plus 1750 to the TP of your weapon, so you're spamming 12.0, 50% strength, 50% mind weapon skills that do not skill chain with Savage Blade. It's just an impaction weapon skill. So it's actually quite good. Uh, on top of that, you can uh, you can offhand Daybreak. So you have Tishra, oh. Tishra Daybreak, oh. and you spam crazy-ass Seraph Strikes. And it's got Cure Potency. But you, yeah, if you're offhanding something, you have to be Sub-Dancer or Sub-Nin, so that's... Yeah, I, I'm a bigger fan of using uh, Idris for this because Geo has some TP gain issues that Core helps solve, but you don't really get a lot of great multi-attack gear. But in a situation where, let's say, maybe you can get like a double attack roll, 
this is a pretty crazy ass club for uh like if you get uh, double attack and samuel for whatever reason you're throwing down fury frailty and you know the bard's giving you attack songs you to find just, a core just, that actually will work with you capping attack and realizing they don't need chaos yeah. every single time which is pretty hard yeah go nuts with judgment let's say you have an ifrit there that'd be more of a an appropriate situation <laughs> yeah uh, but even if you're just spamming uh, Seraph Strikes and stuff, it, it's it's also very good. Uh, you can get crazy damage out of that too. Like I can, I, I was hitting. I think the best I did was like an 80k Seraph Strike down in Nest. What seems more relevant to the game now is that with plus yeah. two, shouldn't be plus three gear for Geo. It's in a better position to be in DT and protect its pet and be on the front line without having yeah. to be sitting yeah, in a say that. very particular set now. So it actually has come around where it's like a, a generation one pokemon finally being good 15 years later it's come around to now the game has introduced gear enough to geo to compensate where we've we've poo-pooed on geo melo and the melee in the past but it's becoming more viable in terms of the way content set up and the gear is being yeah. provided for geo than it ever was you're not stuck in certain gear sets now and it's been a, the ones you were is improved and just the options so not a geo you are fox but the the option to use this actually isn't entirely tied to the damage you're dealing, which is kind of what you're talking about. Um, if you have to babysit a bog bubble, never use this. But if you have to babysit a bog bubble, you'll be using your Idris instead, and you'll be trying to find another way to spam judgment, usually, for physical. Um, you'll always use Idris. But otherwise, uh, Tishira is, is perfectly fine for that, and, and it does a lot of really, it does a lot of damage. It also gives you store TP, which we overlook sometimes in, in when, I, when I talk about these or when we talk about these. But store TP, especially on Geo, is really important. Uh, store TP 10, because you don't get a lot of it anywhere else. So you get it in accessory slots, maybe. Um, so you really have to make up for it where you can. It just feels like Idris overshines everything so much that with the uh, aftermath being so it useful is. for TP gain and the weapon itself being so important for... You, you would basically have to be... When would you ever want to give up Idris for a bubble? You know, you have to like, give up your TP and go back to this. Idris Daybreak and Idris TP bonus is really stupid. I, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat that. So it's really, um, how do you how do you justify ever really using this over, you say it's really good for Geo, but after we describe these other options, is it really that good when you're not using it? If you are meleeing, um, if you're meleeing Bumbo and you don't need to babysit like a Bog Bubble, let's say you have Bolster going, I would use Tishra, yeah. Okay. So it'd be it's kind of like using Sequi and some blue and some up, but it's very yeah. very niche. Basically the same scenario, yeah. You but got it. but if it, it lines up better than that because you're not contingent on having to compete with Nagling, it's it's a very different situation. So at least it has more defined niche than a sequence yeah. would. And I don't want to downplay Max Entius too much. Like it is really good with Black Halo. It's just there there are better jobs like Red Mage to take advantage of that because <laughs> Red Mage actually really does again. in there. You have when I've been writing yeah. the show guide, you have Henwin, uh, you have a stupid shark you have so Engai, Henwin, Gigalorum, and then even tier one, the uh the stupid Dullahan. You have yeah. uh you have all those and they just kind of bring out club more than <laughs> like it, for other they using a different weapon than a job. Other jobs don't have to bring out a weapon like Red Mage does for that event and it doesn't really have to use it otherwise outside of that event. Yeah, but without the new gear to support it though, this used to be one of the LOL weapons. Yes. Uh, even like even like Funk said LOL G Geo Melee you can do a lot of damage on Geo now, and you used to not want to because you're like this special flower. I've called it a special flower many times because you have to have the party pander to you specifically. But with like the Imperium plus two gear, you may need more DT, um, you know, more bubble consideration for regen on the head while still maintaining melee stats. A, a lot of really cool stuff like that. Um, it opens up the possibility of you at least adding something. Like you're not going to top the parse on, on Geo doing this shit, and you're not always going to do like the 80k 
He serves straight. It's about contributing. An outlier. I'm saying it's, just yeah, there, it's about yeah. contributing. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's. I say these things to make sure that people understand that there are examples where you can do really cool things. But the point is, is you're, like you said, you want to be able to contribute. Context counts. Yeah, context absolutely matters. You're not always going to do that stuff, but it's an example of you being able to contribute in a way you couldn't before. Most of the things in this podcast only revolve around understanding your options and how much enough is enough. So when we talk about how ninjas only we use that physical rotation when they have other options that are better or should relearn how they have other options. And samurai too doing the same yeah, thing. I've done, is, I've done the shun rotation. Yeah, sure. yeah. and I'm it sure there's, place for there's times where it's appropriate. Yeah, But knowing you have options that are frankly just ignored on Geo. Mm-hmm. And we talked before about going Geo sub dancer and kind of shunning that in the past, but it's just... It's more and I stand by it in the past because you didn't have the gear for it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's more viable now to take advantage of that, and it's like I don't play thief to do all the damage. I play thief because I like the ability to skill chain and provide damage and support and control hate a bit. It's just the options I have. I don't play it because it's strong. It can be very strong, especially on piercing weak mobs. But it's I don't play it to to win the parse. I play it because I want some treasure hunter and shoal. It's fun to play. I can evade. There's utility there, parrying and stuff yeah. like that. But same thing for Geo. You're there to help people. But if you can help do damage now with all the gear you have, why would you not take advantage of that? And it's just this is a little niche weapon to make sure you have your options if you're doing more in the job than AFKing, which is becoming even worse than it's ever been. In the past, bards in the early parts of the game, Funk, remember, you just kind of would pull or do nothing, even just pull in, in CP parties now still. But just now bard can actually do a lot of damage in a, in a Shoal Sea Farm or something where it's, a respectable 10-15% of the parse, but it's a million damage added, which is a lot of damage, frankly. And yeah, just, I, yeah, Geo standing there now is becoming even, let's be like, like Bard used to stand there because it did, would miss the mob, didn't have shit, but now it had gear for that now, even though Bard's melee gear is kind of subpar. It's in the same realm yeah. as Geo, honestly. Yeah, but yeah, even, you really open up the the opportunity to do that for Bard. But now we have Naomi and plus two and plus three gear. There's other options that exist now that standing there is less justifiable because you can do other things and stand there in a meaningful capacity now that you would want to contribute to damage, especially with V20 is going to be 25s. You're going to want a job that does more than stand there. And you just can't have a job standing there in these V25s that are going to yeah, exist. I'm already planning those fights. Yeah. Those are, there's, there's going to be a lot of shit going on with that. A lot are of you planning it with two ads or one ad? I'm planning it with one ad for now. Um, two ads would, would be a mandatory red mage in every single setup. Yeah. I don't want to make it. I think one ad should be sufficient and they shouldn't go to two. But we, if you, a lot of people take Geo to end guy, why would you want a Geo to stand there as they typically do in end guy doing nothing? Why, I mean, yeah. do Hold something. <laughs> Dude, is, in, in, in every Lua I have, there's always a baby seals mode. Baby seals? What? Yeah. Oh, clubbing baby yeah. seals? Yeah, the, the weapon has a, I have a baby seals mode, and that's <laughs> for whenever the job can has access to a club. Speaking of the, that. You get, you get the baby seals sets. Uh, is Realm Rares any good on jobs that, other than using the Trishula? Blue Mage I use it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, so the weapon skill is bad, but it's super useful. In Shoal C, <laughs> not Shoal C, I keep saying that, but um, Sortie, in, in Path C of Sortie, Sortie C. Those skeletons. Sortie C, I use <laughs> yeah. Realm Razor and close to kill the mob with uh, Black Halo and Max Entius on yeah. Blue Mage while fanning to keep going up, and it's great. Too bad it sucks. It's seven hits. It is, but it does. I'll do you like 17k see- damage to the skeleton, then I'll do 58, 62k Black Halo for cap damage, light, yeah. and kill the mob. But it's just it needs I need to open so I can do more damage than if I just spam Black Halo. It might take yeah, four yeah. Black Halos to kill versus two weapon skills. I wish Red Mage got Shatter Soul or not Shatter Soul. Uh, Realm Razor. Realm Razor. 
Yeah. It would be interesting because Red Mage lacks fusion, so. Same they for lacks fusion on clubs specifically, yeah. With the with those Max Antius closes they can do because they have like, you know, uh, uh, boost uh, or gain strength or whatever. If if you um, were feeling super frisky, sorry to interrupt you, you could even do fusion on blue and then change to Nagling and do Savage Blade to close the light. You can do it. You had the TP gain in the job with Sam's roll. Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of it's uncomfortable. Mind fire. Yeah, blue gets mind gear, so but mm-hmm. it's oh, oh, yeah. skill. not mind. Uh, you want to gain you want to gain mind, not thought uh, strength. Yeah, that's what I meant. And what were you going to say, Fox? Sorry. No, just basically that. Is that uh, Red Mage can abuse uh, Magxentius probably? Well, blue does it really well too, obviously. But like Red Mage and Blue are the jobs that really want to use Magxentius, and uh, unfortunately, only Blue gets gets Realm Razor. If, if Red Mage got Realm Razor, I don't think Red Mage would use Sword as often as it does because I think the club is the club opens up more because it's you chain. still get to retain a lot of your Mage stats on a lot of the, those kinds of weapons. So I think with the skill chains on top of it, you could burst really well, and I, I think it would just be... It's kind of like using a Seren Fist with a club because you don't want any multi-attack on this weapon. You already yeah. cap all hits by dual wielding. Yeah. So you would you, not want anything but attack and mind. <laughs> just you, just, you just need one of the hits to land, and that's your fusion. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's there for. So Funk is up for Katvanga. Katvanga, yep. Go for it. A Katvanga Sanskrit bunch of lines i can't really describe over a podcast oh, come on pronounce that well it's called katvanga <laughs> but how do you pronounce it <laughs> you earned you earned that one dude yeah, well i, I meant the sanskrit well, but it's katvanga. Yeah, he's like i just did asshole well uh, no it's the sanskrit it's katvanga that's how i'm pronouncing it right now i'm reading it right now yeah you pronounced that very well good job reading sanskrit oh, today oh, thanks you can you can tell your wife on your next anniversary that you can read sanskrit now oh thanks for doing this <laughs> it's a long studded club originally created as a weapon it was adopted as a traditional religious symbol in indian religions such as tantric traditions like shaivism and vajranya buddhism the katvanga was adopted by some lineages of historical tantra through its preceded such traditions as of, i'll try it again <laughs> Um, adopted by some lineages of historical tantra, though it was preceded such in such traditions as an original tribal shaman shaft. Originally, the katvanga was made of bones, especially the long bones of a forearm or the leg of a human of human beings or animals. Later, wood and metals were used. The katvanga is a long club with skulls engraved in the body. A katvanga represents the vajra. A vajra is a ri- ritual weapon symbolizing the properties of a diamond, indestructibility, and a thunderbolt, irresistible force. I find Shutter soul is oh, a weapon sorry. skill. I was gonna say I find the bones being used for that staff to be rather humorous. Shatter soul. No particular <laughs> meaning or reference is found. Simply means to shatter a soul. Why do you find it humorous? There was a pun that I think I heard Fox dying in the background, like a very quiet. Oh, <laughs> I barely heard it. It probably won't make it into the into the podcast because it's so soft. It might it might eliminate it from being too quiet. But as soon as I said just, that, I was leaned all the way back for that one. <laughs> yeah, the humorous is a bone in the arm, the form, I believe. Yeah, Shatter Soul's another cool looking weapon. It's really it cool, really but cool. it's really it's fucking shitty. I think they they were sick of retribution, so they have a little better. It's perhaps it's even worse than a Zenerator, perhaps. 
It's bad. At least the additional effect is useful, but I use it on Black Mage when I'm working with the skill chain, and it's just unfortunate. It's, it really should be a powerful physical weapon skill for how you have so much ink behind I, it on Black Mage. I like that Vita Hooner's... Vita Hooner can't miss, like, but this is a physical weapon skill can, and that has come up in the past. Like, Shatter Soul is great for Scholar, but on Black Mage, I'd still rather try to lean on Vita Hooner if I'm going to like try to apply the magic defense down. Yeah, effects. but it's gravitation. It's the same. Yeah, okay. And dark. Okay. Well, sometimes you want the darkness to close. You 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 have a levitate now. You will, Yeah, but Vito is frag and distortion, <laughs> Fox. This is gravitation, so. I know. Because so, you just apply more Vitos. <laughs> yeah, but it's, when you're... when you're, It's so good. <laughs> so the big thing I've been doing in, in CP parties with Carrot is I'm using Shatter Soul to open for her to use... Um, yeah. To make frag you. with... with uh, Stupid staffs. Well, it's gonna. I always forget the Garland of Bliss. So it's mm -hmm. uh, Shatter Soul to Garland of Bliss for fragmentation. Then Ifrit closes. I can't sit there and do. Hold on. I know you're ready. And I know Ifrit's ready. Let me do two weapon skills in a row. Is the you, magic you now have a lay significant? There, there, there's no waiting. And yes, it is significant. Um, that magic evasion is defense play. bonus. Yes, it's very significant. Um, when you're lowering magic defense bonus, because there aren't a whole lot of effects that, that generally do that, um, you're you're creating a, a more favorable effect on the numerator in that because it's it's an inequality, so uh, or it's a it's a fraction. So basically, the the lower that denominator gets, the more impactful all of your magic attack bonus becomes. Like more so than just stacking magic attack bonus by comparison. I'm still confused though, Fox, because frag distortion just makes distortion if you use it again. This is gravitation. Yeah, I know. So, so when I say so in your situation, like you don't get gravitation in any situation. That's why you'd use Shatter Souls for gravitation. Well, yeah, I mean, you you would, but like in the situation that you're talking about, where you have like Ifrit closing, you gain TP so fast with a Levitane that you can do that distortion real quick, and then the the Ifrit can just close a fusion with Flaming Crush on top of it. True, but also closing and then more after damage that fusion. And then after that fusion, you can close yet another uh, light on top of that, or, or you can close light on top of that with yet another uh, video hinder. Yeah, but also uh, now we've cut the summoner out of the damage, so the summoner has aftermath three getting TP as well. I can burst off the summoner if I'm making yeah. another weapon that's skill. On, that's you're, you're also doing a lot more damage than the summoner is. True, but I'm also bursting for a lot more having so, a summoner weapon skill, so and, I don't have to and can burst is very efficient. And you can still burst. Well, I mean, you you can still burst. Like Lave gets gets TP very quickly. <laughs> I'm looking forward to using it more. I've, I've I've been doing yeah, I've been doing a lot of cool stuff with it. Like if you're sub Sam, um, the the TP you get is absurd. So you'll see it. It does suck to like cut the summoner out like with their weapon skills because I know that they want to do those. But like Vita Hooner, Vita Hooner, Flaming Crush, Vita Hooner sounds ridiculous. <laughs> As far as damage is concerned, yeah, that would make probably a crazy skill. It's interesting too because being yeah, able to make distortion like that allows you to, if you had the fusion from Effort, to be able to then close light. Which I mean, I think Effort's a stronger closer for the light here because he does more damage. But just being able to close light now by having frag because you did something else is, is oh. pretty nifty. Well, I mean, if you're if you're if you have an excessive TP rate on Black Mage, you can even do this. You can you can open Shatter Soul, Vita Hunter for for uh, what was I what was I thinking? You can open Shatter Soul, Vita Hinner uh, for, for Frag. You can then Vita Hinner again. For yeah, you can basically just go right into it. Okay. So yeah, and then well, yeah, you'll you'll do you'll do gravitation to Frag to Distortion to Flaming Crush to uh, 
you know, you'll you'll just basically keep going. Um, you just kind of do that, do it, do it that way. Like eventually, you you'll just kill stuff with with the raw damage from the, that you're doing. And like, sure, I guess you could add bursts, and you probably should. Yeah, but, because you do a lot more at burst than your weapon skills on black mage. Uh, it depends on if the mobs already did. <laughs> True, but you know, you'll you'll see. Yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking more of a look situation where the burst is going to be a lot more potent. I can do it in that in that three step skill chain. I can kill it with the bursting there. Yeah. At any rate, Katvanga is a great utility weapon for Black Mage because pretty much that it's the only job that gets the best use out of it besides maybe Scholar. But yeah, in a, in a in most situations, it's your it's your best AOE weapon for sure. Yeah, I was thinking about the TP. I was thinking of Cold Act when I said that. But yes, the TP bonus for Cataclysm for those jobs is the, the best weapon to use for it. So you use yeah. it for your uh, master level parties? Yeah, I mean, back before they, they screwed up AoE. Yeah. We use it for Dynamics. Definitely <laughs> good for Sortie for AoE on Scholar. Yeah. <laughs> on Black Mage, too. Yeah. Just any job they can use it. Black struggles yeah, in Sortie true. because you're not making skill chains on the NMs. That is true, yeah. Um, magic weapon, ma- magic weapon skill damage feels kind of bad without a geo too. It does. Like, my my group notices it. Like we we take our sixty seventy k you know cataclysms that between like the warrior and like you know, scholar or even the even the geos doing um, that just completely goes away on runs where we decided to bring a summoner instead. Like they drop down to like thirty k twenty k and it feels a lot less good. Like the geo is pretty huge for that for malaise. So. When it comes to people who want to play Black Mage, as we talked about, we had an episode recently, and we talked about it all the time because I fucking love the job. It's been my first ML40 job. It's not my favorite job in the game, but I do love the job. It's it's, it's definitely, I had the passion for it for a while. It's just fun to be in a situation where you can approach things directly. You're, you're forced to go around an abstract way to reach your solution here, and you can do it very effectively, but you have to kind of keep thinking out of the box, and it's it makes you play the game in a very different way, which... I find rewarding, and that's generally the thing that Podcast Fox likes to do and other people like to do. It's just nice to do something different when you're in a game of everyone spamming the same thing. And How many times you want the same results when you can have fun doing something different? Anyway, not to rehash the Black Mage episode, because you don't have to be the strongest in the game to kill things. And you definitely can kill things without being the strongest in the game in abstract ways that makes you the strongest in the game in certain situations. But Katvanga is for the Black Mages who like what we talk about, and want a weapon that can augment the job in a very useful way, besides spamming Cataclysm and Divergence, which is very cool to do in Sandy or even maybe, not Juno, the AoEs nerf there, but just in certain events where you can <laughs> use AoEs, because you can use them. Well, you pull green. Uh, Omen. Yeah, your green will work, you just can't enfeeble them, but you have Mono Wall. So th- we're going to get into a whole discussion about that if we keep going on there anyway. So Kadvanga is really nice because with a cult acumen, you can actually self-skill chain and burst on Black Mage because most people don't have Levitain. And even if you do, you might not have, I mean, you can put more accuracy in your weapon skill set than you can your TP set on Black Mage. So, I mean, you're making a lot of TP, but you definitely can have more accuracy on, even get a hundred accuracy bonus just for using weapon skill in this game in the first place. So you have more accuracy weapon skilling anyway. So you can use the cult acumen on this weapon, which is very powerful to gain TP and then weapon skill with yourself and make your own two-step skill chain veto here and here to, to uh, stupid Shatter Soul for Darkness. Shatter Soul. Yeah, and then you can burst off yeah. that, or you can make Distortion if you go first with that and uh, then close with uh, veto here and here afterwards. Both do Magic Defense down. They both, as I said, work with the different skill chains. Like if you have a, you can you open with Shatter Soul for enabling to do a nice distortion uh, fragmentation for you to burst off of. 
And you can then follow that up to make a distortion after it would be here and there. You can keep going and doing this stuff. But the TP gain from a cold acumen on Black Mage is the main draw of this weapon otherwise, besides weapon right. skill spanning. <laughs> and it is a huge difference that lets you get over 1,000 TP in one cast, or just add 1,000 if that's what you're aiming for with a weaker spell, to then weapon skill to skill chain to burst on Black Mage, which is the whole purpose of the job. So if you need to burst on Black Mage, as you do, this can be the best weapon available to you to do that because bursting is far and above the only way to do great damage on Black Mage, and this weapon lets you do it. So it's just nice. And also just to be able to use Mercury's more freely too sometimes, just to get Mercury off. You, you, it kind of feels really bad when you try to gain TP without this weapon versus with it. <laughs> so if you need a situation yeah. where your MP is low, using Mercury that's just throwing it on to cast a spell for Mercury is, is pretty useful actually too. That might change for you soon, but um, Why yes, that? it is definitely true as far as oh, because you have life tame now. <laughs> well, yeah, but, um, but it's not always appropriate. Always, always, you want to be the front line of every black mage. Yeah, exactly. And, and everything you said is, is definitely correct about this weapon for sure. It's uh, it's it's just incredibly good at all times, and it used to be another one of those LOL weapons too. Yeah, it's like I made it when it was. Yeah. It was in the NPC for over a year from me. I didn't even pick it up. <laughs> it looks really cool too. It's like a little spiral staff, like a and a, the thing a is, is yeah, you lose a lot of damage when you magic burst in a staff that that doesn't have any real magic stats like this does. Like, sure, it has some magic damage and some accuracy skill, but it doesn't have like the the raw stats a lot of these other staffs. Got accuracy have. too, but you're you have a lot of gear that makes up for that. And let's just say like you're bursting death, like your deaths are usually going to hit cap damage anyway, and they they they're a lot less dependent on your staff. Anyhow, or if you are, you know, let's say you're fighting like a dynamis MN and or whatever, you'll do a little bit less damage. But if you're constantly stacking jaws, like you're you're helping to make up for that damage over time, and usually you'll kill the thing in like three skill chains anyway. So, so or three multi steps, or, or two multi steps, or however you want to do it. If you have someone else skill chaining for you, then it's very good. Then using Hervelgamir, Hervelgamir is I keep trying to. It's, it's really hard to pronounce it because I always try to move the. E in there because it's it's H V her you know instead of the, they always try to skip the the middle E there but anyway if you have someone making skill chains for you using that is ideal for death but when you don't which is pretty often or just by yourself or something else or you want to close uh, using death with this staff is more ideal so there's there's different situations you want to apply both to obviously the fast cast and the MP makes better deaths but you need to be able to make skill chains but when you also use death with this weapon you get much more TP back. To get a stronger Merker back, even though you get a good Merker with uh, Favelgamir, it's just using this. Even if you have that staff, there's definitely use reasons to use this staff, even if you have other weapons. Yeah, I didn't catch any of that. I don't know. We'll see. It seems to be fine now. It just shit out for a while where you were trying to explain something about whatever you just got to explain. I was saying that you get more TP back basically with this staff using Death for Merker afterwards, even though Favelgamir has Merker oh, bonus. Yeah. It, 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 but if you need to make your own skill chain and just getting the extra TP back in general, and even just if you're in a situation where you can't maintain, it's just a weird one I'm thinking about. I don't know if it's going to pan out. I'm, I'm a theory crafting on the fly here. So in our ambuscade today, we tried to bring Black Mage to Magic Burst off of the Ranger and Corsair uh, for this month against the Dullahan. If you're in a yeah. situation where <laughs> I'm not being supported here, I don't have the MP game. So I'm trying to, I was trying to use Levitain, Levitain here to do damage, of course, but I didn't have the support to keep my MP up with the Ea body. 
and I'm not getting TP fast enough because I'm not using Kadvanga. I could see a situation here where you have to compare using Kadvanga in Eobody because you'll get the TP back when you nuke to use uh, Merker more often because that'll keep you full versus using a stronger weapon and having to use the AF body in this case, which means you miss out on a lot of magic burst damage. So your staff may not have all the extra benefits here, but you're getting the extra magic burst damage here in the primary role you're functioning in. And Katvanga, as weird as it would sound to use that in this case, might you're comparing Katvanga and Ia body versus AF body and uh, Leviton. Yeah, in this situation, what you're actually comparing is like 127 magic attack bonus to 9% uh, burst damage too. Yeah, and I'm not math inclined enough to know if that's a swap off worth doing. I mean, I could just look at the damage if I did uh, it, but with that comparison, you throw the AA body in the toilet and you go with the magic attack. <laughs> I figured that'd be the case, yeah. but but either way, the, <laughs> the comparison I was first making, which is the more valid one or the valid one, since that one's not, is yeah. to be able to close your own death. Well, the extra TP you get off death with using this weapon is is nice for the extra marker. Well, you won't use uh, when when it comes to death, you won't use the. Uh, the artifact body anyway well yeah well that no that's the different different scenarios here we're not gotcha yeah. okay different we well, moved to a different idea that was the now best. that we're in the weeds <laughs> yes anyway so the, the katvanga always has usage either for aoe's or just for gaining a cold acumen on black mage because you may be in a situation where you want to get that tp really quick as nice as it is to be able to use that am3 fox you do have to first get the am3 on you do have to also hit the mob which is more difficult versus guaranteeing TP with casting. And you can just cast and get TP right away. So if you're trying to skill chain with someone else so you can burst off them, I can definitely see. And yes, Merker, not Merker. There's too many fucking things in my head from Black Mage. Yes, using Levitine <laughs> is a much stronger option in this. But if you're in a situation where you just need to gain a TP go and let someone else do the damage so you can burst, but you're not the only focus of damage, there's definitely a reason to use this over... Yes, you can spam raw damage on Black Mage, but you're not. It's not optimal bursting us. Yeah, a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> the way you described before, I just couldn't see spamming extra weapon skills just to justify AM three on Black Mage. You can do some cool things with that AM three. Uh, of course, of course you can, and I know it's fun. But I just I'm trying to do a three step simple. The mob's dead. I'm not trying to spam extra weapon skills. It takes more time to do that. So, oh, well, sort of. So generally, especially if you have uh, Sam roll, once you get AM3 up, if you are sub-Sam and you have Hasso up, a lot of the time you'll have over 1k before you finish your Vito Hainer animation. That's that's what I'm talking about. Yes. At any rate, let's move on because we have <laughs> three weapons left to finish so we can finish the whole episode out. Yeah. Let's, let's get this done. Four left. Four. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your anniversary running one. My bad. <laughs> I guess I am up for this. It looks like it was almost written for me. I don't know. This one doesn't miss its mark. Spoiler, <laughs> 85% of the time, Fox. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> uh, fail not. The fail not is the bow of Tristan of Tristan, a character in the medieval Europe, European literacy work, Tristan of Isolde. Isold? Isolde. Whatever. It was said to never miss its mark. <laughs> Shut up, Fox. In the work, Tristan and Isold uh, were lovers in a medieval romance based on Celtic legend. The hero Tristan, which is much easier to pronounce than his lover, goes to Ireland to ask the hand of the princess Isolda for his uncle, King Mark of Cornwall. On their return, the two mistakenly drink a love potion prepared for the king. What? 
and fall deeply in love. In French, it is called the Aquinefal, which literally translates to perfect bow. Fair no. Spell the name of the podcast after... What is it? Spell the name on the podcast after saying... Oh. There's two fail knots in this game. It is fail no. F-A-I-L-N-A-U-G-H-T. Is another name for the book. B-O-W-K. This book is already existed in game when Aonyx were added. Apex arrow. The name simply means best arrow or top arrow. Discuss the weapon in the game. Book was supposed to mean bow, obviously. Book was. Ha ha ha. So, does anyone but me have experience with this? I don't have it. It looks kind of cool, though. It is not something that I carry in my repertoire. It's really cool. <laughs> I love this bow. <laughs> no one usually talk about Phil not. Maybe it nope. is Phil, yes. Okay. So this bow is good at exactly two things, and it is using detonator to cheese your your attack uh, because it's a, it's an attack boosted weapon skill. But when do you like do quite that? Quite a bit actually. Air body, um, and it's also for dropping ridiculous uh, flaming arrows. I see the flaming arrows. This is this is another hybrid weapon skill situation. Because against air body, we're talking about usually having the proper buff. It's actually because we're counting defense down that does not land from armor break, so maybe not actually. But we're also comparing Armageddon does a very good job against air body, so I don't know if this would actually really beat Armageddon. Not ever, not everyone not everyone has Armageddon. It's not about beating it; it's just another option. True. Yeah, most people actually don't have Armageddon, so if you um, can still win it with this, that would actually be very relevant. So Detonator doesn't have like the best FTP, it's, it's 5.0, but it has a two times attack modifier. It has a massive attack modifier on it. And it's also 70% agility, which is what you're shooting for on this anyway. So with damage raised with TP, and it scales very well, like you actually want to get to 3k because it's worth it. Um, 70% agility, and then you basically get to factor double your attack mod. You can actually take advantage of PDL gear very easily on Ranger with this, with this bow. Um, you also get the highest damage arrows in the game to, to go with it. So a lot of the time you can actually spam pretty pretty ridiculous weapon skills. Like Apex Arrow is kind of garbage. <laughs> Just gonna say it. You make a really cool you make a really cool stance when you use it though. That stance is so wide. It is a really cool weapon skill. It's one of my favorites amongst the Aonics. I, I mean, you got to talk about the other weapon skills you, yeah. you like. I like this one a lot. It's cool. Yeah. Um, you very rarely get to see it too, which is also nice. <laughs> but but th- this this bow, especially in like wave three or something, especially on like the boss. And you can do is it with, imperial, with skill. imperial arrow oh. is archery detonators marksmanship. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it's imperial arrow, not not detonator. They're identical though. They're the same weapon skill. They basically. are. Yeah. Um, but uh, flaming arrow specifically is a is a weapon skill you can guarantee almost no one is going to be spamming along with you, and it is also going to be doing cap damage to to something like the wave three boss. What a weird FTP on detonator and imperial arrow. You have. One, two, and three thousand. One point five, two point five, five. Yeah, <laughs> that's really that's weird. Usually, it, it scales it off to two in most weapon skills. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a backward savage blade where you actually want to get to three k, which and is it. nice because ranger on double shot gets there very easily. My so. question is, if it scales up so well, you might even just aim for like a twenty twenty two hundred whatever, and not even take the extra shot because you scale up the TP bonus here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it has sword TP on it, has TP bonus. It's it's great. It gets overshadowed by guns because it's a lot easier to spam like the broken gun weapon skills, and of course you don't get true flight or anything like that on this. 
But if you can take advantage of hybrid weapon skills, which in a lot of situations you can, you get a unique hybrid weapon skill off this bow that people aren't going to be nerfing in situations where successive weapon skills are nerfed. So it's a it's a huge bone, especially in, in longer content where you can actually charge a hover shot. So the fusion property is not the worst thing. The fusion transfection, so you can possibly make distortion and then close again for another fusion. That'd be nice. Yeah. So it ignores defense. That's interesting. Apex arrow. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's the best. Yeah, it does. But it's usually not as good as getting two times attack. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, when I was uh, scaling on bow, I, I realized this is, it says delivers a 4x attack, which doesn't mean 4 full, it's just a 4 times one shot. Yeah, it, it, its wording is strange. Yeah, it, localization. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a weapon skill where I think they just missed an opportunity, really. Like, if this thing scaled with, uh, instead of amount, like, if the amount ignored was flat and it scaled damage with FTP, I think, or or with TP, I think that would be a lot better. Bows have um, a problem when it comes to weapon skills in this game. Yeah, like nothing skills well off of it. And the only high damage weapon skill you're ever going to get is Flaming Arrow. But you know, They fixed that, that so it doesn't do over... Yeah, that was that was fraud in the official forms. It only does cap damage now. It used to do over yeah. 99, so it used to be able to do like 102k. Second yeah. hit would, something, would do something over 99. If that was still available now with Naomi, though, like it would be doing crazy damage. Yeah, so it's good they sure. actually fixed that. Yeah. Yeah, Phil not overlooked. It's uh, actually a very good bow. Uh, I, anyone who makes the Empyrean bow should also make this bow just for the arrows. It's interesting how different arrows are better for different gun, the guns and bows. Maybe when Carrot was using the Empyrean bow and was super underwhelmed, I don't think she actually has Phil not to use these arrows. That's probably a big part of that, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a big damage difference between the arrows, that's for sure. Huh. And there's also an attack difference, too. And Flaming Arrow doesn't have liquefaction and transfiction again, so you have options. You can make a... Uh, we're not going to open a fusion, obviously. You can still close Distortion with Flaming Arrow, which is possibly a great way to do extra damage here. Honestly, Flaming Arrow opening for someone like closing a Howling Fist for fusion is also sweet. Yeah, we always <laughs> look at Ranger now in terms of using Kraken Club with offhand with Nagling in the main hand. Yeah. But if you can do a Flaming Arrow off of something like Howling Fist or anything else you could skill chain with, why wouldn't you just do that if hybrids are so broken? So a lot a lot of the issue is that in a longer fight, you might get you might get more damage over time off of doing the hybrid Flaming Arrow thing. The, the, the problem is very often you get to charge your hover shot to that point where you're just very easily doing well, damage. I'm, like, I'm, talking about, do I'm talking about just not using... Uh, meleeing like a ranger would still be doing in this case, but then just using flaming arrow instead of just spamming savage oh. blade. I don't know because no one ever taught they just go, Oh, just go offhand Kraken Club and use uh, savage blade and be a cool ranger like everyone else. But I don't want to carry around Kraken Club first of all, it's not worth the gill, <laughs> it's, it's not it's not great. Everyone loves it because of what you can do with it on two jobs in this game, ranger and dragoon. But it's just, I'm not thrilled about that. It's not a gameplay that yeah, excites Lord me. Knife. Yeah. Lord Knife Kraken Club, if you don't need the accuracy, go nuts and do fail on things. I think Rage can use Lord Knife. I can't remember doing that. Yeah, hey, if, if you could use Flaming Arrow successfully, why wouldn't you just do that over Savage Blade? If That's a great question. Yeah. I think most of the time people just don't have the presence of mind to think of it. Because no one no one talks about using Ranger. Yeah. No one ever talks about Flaming Arrow in the way they talk about using Kraken Club and Nagling. A lot of people forget that it that it exists, honestly. Like you'll see a lot of cores do hot shots, which is nice to see every once in a while because that's the uh, the gun equivalent. Yeah, especially in Chelsea on the vultures or something. I think most of the time people just think bows are like such fail, no pun intended, that 
they just never even occur it never even occurs to them to put the bow on because i mean you you could use the next weapon that we're going to talk about and do hot shot instead but the thing is is that's going to be more common because there will be cores doing that in a similar situation or even other rangers whereas you can almost guarantee that no one is going to be flaming arrowing along with you with fail mount. so if there is a if there is an issue with a successive damage type nerf or a successive weapon skill nerf Fail not, it's going to get you around that almost every time. Dude, TP bonus for flaming arrow is huge. You get a three times gain from going from one to 2k. Yeah. Yeah, most hybrids go from one to two instead of this one is, to three. This is half to 1.55. Yep. Anyway. Very good. So, <laughs> yeah, Rangers, one we might eventually do as an episode. I'm sure we will, but... It could be a good one. I'd like to find a Ranger who's experienced in doing things besides just standing there. Because Ranger's cool to shoot. Hover shot's a bit annoying. It makes me not want to play the job ever. But you too, Fox, right? Yeah, that's why I don't want to play it anymore. Really body ruined it for me when I had to arm our way through that. It's really <laughs> annoying. But yeah. being able to do different things, whether it's getting up and using Savage Blade, I guess that's different. Or being able to use hybrids like this. It seems this is the other hybrid job that isn't talked about, like Salmon Ninja. So, yeah, definitely not. It's more powerful than Corsair doing that. So. Well, people usually just want to do true flights for cap damage, which is a thing. Like, you can do that. Sure. It requires a gastra, which is I'm much more difficult. Well, it doesn't require a gastra. I guess you can do it with foam, too. But it's a lot easier to do it just with hybrids most of the time. So I, I don't know why people do that. Okay, so next weapon. Formal hot? Yeah. Who's up? That's Funk? It's Fox. Fox. Oh. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, uh, apparently pronounced. we've been mispronouncing this. Fomalo, also called Alpha Pisces Astrini, um, is the 18th star excluding the sun in order of apparent brightness. Who it calls, is. Who call, let's start to interrupt you because I have been interrupting this whole episode. But who calls Fomalhot Fomalo? Who the fuck does that? Not me. Why do you? Well, you had to put that for a reason. Native language. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just. But I found. <laughs> oh, it was actually online. I thought you put that there as in like someone was saying. Fomalo. No, no. I, I said it like that. I, I typed that, but I'm not this sure why very, it's pronounced like that. This, I, this part has a very copy-paste feel to it. I, I could see this pronouncing it because yes. of the H-A-U-T. I could see Fomal, uh, Fomal Ho, not Fomalo. Yeah, because the H. Yeah. Well, well, anyway, sorry, go on. Apparently, it's named after a star that's used in navigation because of its conspicuous place in the sky. Um, otherwise lacking bright stars, it lies in the southern constellation Pisces Astrinus. Uh, 25 light years from Earth. The gun looks like if Bahamut was turned into a gun. And yeah, it looks like a Durgan. <laughs> it's a Durgan. I don't know why they did it like that. Like, it's it's, weird it's reminiscent of the original guns uh, back when they were super unreliable, black powder, loud noise in the battlefield before muskets. It's reminiscent of yeah. like those uh, Acrobluses or those original guns they were making. Arcobluses, I think it was called. Yeah, they had like dragon faces on them sometimes. Yeah, so I think that's what they were copying. That's a very oh. medi- that's pre-medieval or medieval kind of history at the turn of the century kind of things. It's linked up to a good and also pretty cool looking weapon skill. It's a last stand. Um, a last stand is a military situation in which a body of troops holds a defensive position in the face of overwhelming and virtually insurmountable odds. During World War I, the expression to fight with one's back to the wall became a widely known way to refer to making a last stand. Historian Nathaniel Philbrick argues. <laughs> Nathaniel Philbrick? Colin. Long before Custer died at the at the Little Bighorn, uh, the myth of the last stand had already had a strong pull on human emotions. 
and on the way we like to remember history. The variations are endless. Dash, from 300 Spartans at Thermopylae to Davy Crockett at the Alamo, uh, but they all, all tell the story of a brave and intractable hero leading his tiny band against a numberless foe. Even though the odds are overwhelming, the hero and his followers fight on nobly to the end and are slaughtered to a man. That's an EM dash. It's one of my favorite literary inserts. Yeah. It's it's used to separate things like a comma as a pause, but differently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. It yeah. just yeah. feels unnecessary. I think there is appropriate, but it just was. I think Nathaniel Philbrick was really flexing his uh, speaking mm. here in a way that wasn't necessary. In the in defeat, the hero of the last stand achieves the greatest of victory since he will be remembered for all. Discuss the weapon. Guns game. good, weapon skills good. <laughs> but now we have Fomalhaut versus Failnot for Arabati. Yeah, Fom will usually win. Um, wow, there goes everything last, we just said, huh? Yeah, the 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 issue is that last stand does so much damage. So the 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 situation where you can use the bow isn't quite as good. Because Fomoho or Fomohat Fomolo. does the same thing. Um, if you can use uh, Imperial Arrow, you can use Detonator. So even in situations where you aren't quite as buffed as where you need to be, you can still get the 2x attack bonus from the quested weapon skill. That's what those are. And the gun can also do it with like a higher base damage and a better rate of TP return because of its extremely high delay. So a lot of the times the gun is simply just going to win on mechanics. But it doesn't mean the bow can't be used. So, I mean, to compare. Yeah, but you'd want to know that if you can just use Fomal Hot, Fomal Low. Uh, also. <laughs> over the over the bow, why would you even have the bow then? You have to go get that bow. Yeah, you you don't have to go get the bow. But the point is, is there's no reason to go get the bow when you can just use Fomal Hot. Okay, okay. So I guess we were just giving credit to the weapon before, but it kind of sounds like there's. It's, it, the, the problem is, is the weapon's not bad. Like, the bow is fine, and guns always overshadow bows in this game for this exact reason. The main selling point is what I went on about before, in that no one in in a situa- in a niche situation where, where people are getting, like, weapon skill damage nerfed by successive weapon skills, that's not ever going to happen to the Flaming Arrow. So well, that's, the, that's your saving grace. Okay, so I guess the only difference we could have applied here is the true shot, because bow can hit true, true shot, shot too, yeah. and gun is not going to hit true shot ever. Well, I mean, True Shot's still at kind of a close range to, to deal with, but we're getting better about it. It's um, about 15-ish yams, though, and most of Arab body stuff's 10. What, are you getting hit with anything at 15? Yeah, yeah, that's how Carrot died. Yeah. Yeah, when she tried to abuse True Shot. Because I could see the difference between Fomalhaut <laughs> and 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 Felnot here being able, being able to use True Shot because we have better True Shot here in this game now. That is actually the argument for bows. It's just right now we don't have a great way to apply it outside of the content we would normally win anyway, like the way three guns. Um, the the cool thing about Fomalhaut is that if you're just spamming last stand, which is going to be one of your guns, like better physical range weapon skills or physical weapon skills anyway, um, it self lights because it's going to create its own ionic aftermath and light to light. Like it, it just it just does a lot of damage if you're just there to turn your brain off and just shoot. Um, Fomal Hunt blasting things with last stand is pretty synergistic. That sounds crazy. like me. I want to play yeah. the game and turn my brain off, said every Final Fantasy player. That's that's what that's what Foam does, except now you get to run back and forth while you do it. Yeah, well, I have a script for that, Fox. I'll, remember, I'll use a bot. Oh, that's good. I don't have well, a script. Of course, Nash level 30, you're going to want to turn your brain off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there, there's, honestly, like, if a ranger had to pick, you should always go after your, your Fomal Hunt first. Because Fail Not is great, but it's situationally great. 
like super niche situationally great. I think that's the proper context to apply fail not to it or talking about it. Yeah. Does Hovershot change dynamic of either of these? No, it, it applies just to both of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying if it did change anything specifically, it just basically no. applies it, the same. It changed it helped change the viability of detonator in fights like Aerobody, because without Hovershot, you wouldn't reach the 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 damage needed to be able to do that strat and to to work with less buffs. But it's still really tight on time. Like you're still going to do better using abusing Empyrean aftermath and stuff like that, because like it's very hard to beat a 60k range attack. <laughs> For some people, just beating Arabody is enough, you know, because people struggle with that as it is. Yeah, especially your tanks when they're retarded. <laughs> hey, you've replaced that with some new candidate who's going to be hopefully filling the void. Well, not the tank. I'll be tanking it from now on. Probably. Ah, well, that, that's a, that's automatically a better result. Yeah, probably. We'll, we'll find out. I might fail. The difference here um, but, for Fulmont being Cork and also use it now, which is nice. Yeah, it, more than one job gets it. Um, TP bonus is weapon only. Yeah, it, it's it's hard to say things about Fulmont that we didn't already say about Fulmont there because it's it's the same thing just in a better package, <laughs> unfortunately. And Last Stand's a great weapon skill. It's it's super solid. Who's up for Marseus? It's myself. Sure. All right. Marzias, the satyr, or Silen, was seen as a mythological founder of Aulos playing or a divine judge of it by the ancient Greeks. The Aulos was a musical wind instrument played by the ancient Greeks. The way in which his Aulos played enraptured his audience like it was, it was likened to the way of that which Socrates mesmerized his audience with his philosophizing words, and the fact that there were two were and the fact that the two were both quite ugly is also picked up on in Plato's Symposium. Symposium. Uh, the standard myth of Marzias involved him picking up the alos cast on by Athenia. Athenia threw down the instrument because she saw her reflection in the mirror as she played, and she thought that her, her puffed-out cheeks were inelegant and unbecoming. At some point in his lifespan, he challenged Apollo to a contest, Aegon in the Greek. The, uh, Apollo chose to play the lyre, and either through skill alone or a certain degree of trickery, beat Marzias. Marzias' punishment for thinking that he could outskill an Olympian was that he was tied up to a tree and flayed alive by Apollo. Holy His crap. Skin was <laughs> what a punishment. <laughs> high, high stakes. <laughs> Very high stakes, yeah. His Double skin was displayed. Looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> <laughs> After which he'd been flayed, his skin was displayed at Kalania in southern as the two Greek historians report. They made him into a skin puppet and displayed it? Not even fucking William Wallace was that brutalized. He was just, you know, drawn and quartered by a horse and put in every corner of London or whatever, but this guy, they they ripped his skin off and made him into a suit, like something out of, like, Courage the Cowardly Dog or something, and put him on display. According to the 2nd century AD Greek writer Hyginus, King Midas of Figria was... Given ass's ears by Apollo when he voted for Marzius in the contest. Honor <laughs> March. Originally, Honor March was developed as a separate song in which not in the March category of songs. This is why March Plus Gear did not originally boost Honor March as intended. The name was changed before implementation to Honor March, but it seems that the developers forgot to have March Plus affect the song. This was fixed in the December 2015 update. Nothing in particular about Honor March's name implies that it is the highest tier of March, advancing victory than honor. That's a really good weapon. There you go. Next. <laughs> like this, Marce- the thing you say about Marseilles, it's not like 
with other weapons we had to argue you'd use it this and that i mean honor marsh is the unique item you get with it everyone wants honor marsh it does attack and accuracy and haste and all in one which is very important especially you can take advantage of it from haste to uh haste to or mighty guard you know the, the things that come into play here that you don't always have but you can uh, just using it uh there's not like you choose it over a different weapon or something here so it's kind of unique for bard in that case i guess the only thing you could talk about marseilles would be capping haste with marseilles when you don't have haste to and you're hoping that you have enough haste and you don't I, it also there's gives, a mer button here i think it gives ranged accuracy and ranged attack as well that too, and yeah. it's always best to pair it with mercado yeah especially because you're boosting so many things at once um yeah it's just the, a no-brainer to use the, that all, basically all the time yeah i mean there there are some arguments for like trying to cap haste in different ways but the, there's there's no reason to do that once you have this uh this horn this should be the first Aeonic that gets made if you have a bard. If you're the a bard first, among your jobs. The first Rima, yes. People are saying, oh my god, you need four songs. Go get a yeah. goddamn harp. I, I think having this as a song is more important than having a fourth song. For yes, a lot it of, is. Mo- not all events, but most events. Yeah, the only thing more important than this is, is Gellerhorn. Um, but even then, that's arguable. But I would take plus four songs over this, for sure. Because there are other song configs you can try to get by on. Well, um, this yeah. should be the very next thing you get. <laughs> this is very important. Definitely more important than the harp, though. That's for sure. Okay, I thought you were saying you would take plus four songs over this. So no, what I meant by is song plus four. Oh, 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 oh okay. That's my, the, that's my, the my, argument my, for Yallerhorn. Could, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought because when you say plus four songs, that you know usually people think about having a fourth song from Derdabla. No, no, that's not nearly as needed. Because yeah. this thing right here, only when you carol a shirt you... or, or mini or something is when it matters. Otherwise, it's really not a, that important. This song gives you like four songs in one slot. Yeah, it saves. It gives slot. you ranged accuracy, accuracy, uh, haste, and it also gives you um, attack. So it gives you four songs in a single slot. Uh, it's it's better than Dardabla <laughs> by a lot. But it really makes me wonder where gone. Prime horn. Prime yeah, horn. is it even going to be useful? I'm, I'm really hoping it's that weird. Just copy over the Bonanza stuff into those because that's also secretly how I'm going to ever get AOE Utsusemi. But at the same time, I also want Miracle Cheer. <laughs> like, I would like to get, you know, 14, 15 minute songs. That'd be sick. Someone posted Miracle Cheer songs on Auction House in the screenshot section recently. If someone, yeah. you see someone's like, oh, I only see 14 minutes. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> because it ticks yeah. down immediately. Immediately, yeah. yeah. Like 100% going 99% by one damage. Yeah, Miracle Cheer is amazing, especially if you have to like fix songs or if uh, if you just need to like provide any song that isn't Honor March, it's it's super solid. Because like, sure, you miss song plus one, but if people really looked at what song plus one gives you over over Yellowhorn, it's it's not worth the extra time. Like, you just can just set and forget. Imagine imagine the the runs where you can just sing your soul voice songs the one time, and your party just benefits it through the entire content. Because you have Miracle Cheer. Miracle Cheer is awesome. And I really hope the Prime Weapon does that too. It would kind of outweigh having Horn at that point. Yeah. I mean, I would still keep Yaller Horn for a couple reasons, like like debuffs and stuff like that. But Yeah, the accuracy. Um, yeah, for Soul Voice, you can't beat it. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like I would take song minus one, so only song plus three and 14 minute duration over any of that stuff. Because it's really soul voice duration plus 17 minutes. Like that's because you just right at the end of your your or right at the end of your soul voice you just sing it again. Seventeen yeah, minute song soul voice is like absolutely 18. sickening. Yeah, 
Plus, by that time, your soul voice is at what thirty minutes left already. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you got thirty minutes remaining. A, a big crux yeah. for Bard too is the the need for having that extra boosted JA song so it lasts longer and having Karn and all that. So not even not have, being able to play Bard, not needing Karn, and not needing to worry mm-hmm. about being restricted to just your JAs and being able to make the most out of a soul voice. Absolutely, especially because you can reset that a lot easier than. I mean, well, you don't even get like your second one hour on Bard is not even really like, cool. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's it's very good too. It, yeah, it is, but <laughs> it's that extra song capacity that everyone loses when they die. But just resetting that yeah. is a lot easier. On I, I was going on that trail there, but I as soon as I said that, I realized the folly of what I was thinking in my head. I'm like, wait, you get back your JAs when you get back. The only your, the only thing is the only thing is awkward is you will still want to use honor march and honor march will never be 14 minutes yeah. or 15 minutes well yeah so yeah. maybe you don't need it you know because if you can get haste two or mighty guard or something else situation like just having haste two in general you wouldn't need to use it so, at all because you're using soul voice other songs and still capping haste well, you, do, you don't need the, the honor well march. even without soul voice one of the interesting things about uh song plus three on on the on the that particular horn is that if you mercado that if you mercado uh victory march you're still capping haste okay that's, that's I, I didn't even think about that because i'm thinking about the effect of the other songs and getting on a march you wouldn't even so you still don't need honor march then so i'm not i, I think you could just abandon it at that point because having the long duration soul voice and still capping haste without honor march you just would just who cares just yeah, use a magic it, becomes, it becomes more of a it, well it becomes more of a meta decision at that point because with the master levels we have and everything and and the gear we have access to now how often would we really need accuracy and you can make that call on the fly so that takes out two of honor march's songs even though i just got them singing honor march's praises and it's great well no but, one has a miracle cheer we're just hoping the prime horn does what the miracle cheer does right we're so future marcius, this episode marcius is definitely like like funk was saying it's definitely the best recipient of mercado but there are other ways to abuse Mercado, especially if you don't have a red mage presence. So, yeah. So there you go. If the prime horn that's coming out does do what Miracle Cheer does, which there's a good chance it will, how many different effects can you make for a horn? And they have a fucking special song to this goddamn thing. Should you carry another instrument on bar? Maybe what it has they, a bunch of stats on it. It just has melee stats. It's just terrible. Oh melee. god, it's the Linos <laughs> plus three. Also, get the massacreology and have like a, like a trifecta effect. So like. Slow and magic evasion down, and something else. Oh, that would kind be like really how Honor cool. March gives three effects. It just gives really cool. everyone uh, um, stupid goddess hymnus. Oh yeah, <laughs> or or even if it was a um, a defensive version of Honor March, also where it gives you yeah, like that's interesting. Uh, like a bunch of Carol Carol's. effects. Dude, or, that would be like all be the awesome. at once. Carol yeah, effects in one like horn. That. That'd be really awesome. Defense and Sturza. Yeah. That'd be sick. <laughs> now you just now you just get my nipples a little tweaked here. Yeah, man. Sure, it's uh, all carols and then many. That's that's pretty bad. But but the downside is it's also tied to Mazurka. So if you get hit one time, it goes away. <laughs> there, there's your SE design. How, how about SE design here? It's gonna do all of the status enhancements <laughs> in one little thing, so you can get all of your little bit of status enhancements. We need some more debuffs, like a new debuff. We don't want it to be like a all-in-one thirty slow and fucking requiem. We need like a new debuff. Maiden's Verily too. <laughs> the horn does his maiden's verily too. I did maiden's verily during an uh, omen run recently. <laughs> people got people looked like they were getting upset. Uh, nobody said anything, <laughs> but I, I stood there with the charm pet. 
<laughs> I, I couldn't dismiss it. Make <laughs> <laughs> run out. Dismiss it. <laughs> I think I said in the previous episode about uh, Odyssey and charming something at the end. I don't yeah. think it works. I think I think they either heard me and they fixed it or it didn't work. Oh, you can no. basically charm something and basically screw everybody because so you can't get the final reward. Because <laughs> you troll, ultimate troll. Yeah, man. <laughs> Super funny. Okay, so that's that weapon. There's not much to say about it. And the last one, I guess I'm going to read this. Mm. So, uh, Shravatsa. I thought it was going to, I was going to do like a Swedish accent and like, Shravatsa, two possible meanings, yeah. But I realized I googled it right now because it says it's from the da- Davaratvati kingdom, which is an area from the 6th to 13th century of part of Thailand before it was a principality before it was incorporated into Thailand. So I, I can't I can't do a Swedish sort of voice for this because it's fucking Thailand. <laughs> Not even close. So uh, Shravatsa is two possible meanings, according to Funkworks, the Google expert here. Number one. A Sravatsa is a pattern on the back of silver coin circulated in the Devaratvati kingdom, which is said to have existed from the 6th century out to the 11th century, my bad, mainly in the Chao Praira River Basin, which someone should have put Thailand there. Uh, number two, the Sravatsa is an ancient symbol considered auspicious in Hinduism, this is probably it, and other Indian religion traditions. Uh, Sravatsa, Shravatsa, there's an H now, uh, means beloved of Sri, an epithet of Vishnu, and reference to his consort, the goddess Lakshmi. It is a mark on the chest of Vishnu, <laughs> never mind, I'm not going to make a joke there, it's a tattoo joke, where his consort is described to reside, hi Carrot. Anyway, so... It's, it's probably based on that one, actually. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It's where his consort resides on his chest. Totally got it after the breakup. It actually is Shravasta in that. Yeah, the, the H there, Shravasta. Shravasta. It's really good. Yeah, best shield in the game. Yep. So, I mean, every time I talk about this, everyone's like, but I have okay, and I don't want to be better choices with my life. I want to suck. So <laughs> I like to be beat up more in a paladin. I want to take more damage and lose more hate and be more of a liability as a paladin. I want to not use this shield because I just like using O'Kane. It's like it looks fancy. It matches my Imperium plus two and my lock style. Once you have the gear and mesh to support this, this surpasses pre-win. But um All but the highest 150 content, right? Yeah. Yeah, and even then you still have an absurd block rate. <laughs> like you you still have a positive block rate against them. Um I do right now at ML23. Uh, I actually have like a, a positive, I think, 6% on top of its base block rate, which is crazy because people used to think this thing was useless. Yeah, they just um, use it for majesty. Yeah, the HP, MP, um, not not really the Akin attack that doesn't matter quite as much. But nullified. Uh, null, null chance is nice. Uh, the enmity on it's great when paired with Burt Gang and uh, just the, the defense on it means that if you block with this thing, you're you're probably not taking damage. The enmity is a bit unsung because being able to get better enmity on a job that needs to hold hate, why would you not want to increase all your... It's a, it's a, how much enmity is on it? 13? What is it on? 15. 15. So you get, That's you a 15% gained enmity. You get 38 between just your main and sub-slot. It's great. And it yeah. caps at 200, so you're not capping at 200 on Paladin. So and, Usually usually I chill at about 150, 160, something like that on most casts. Yeah, so you, literally this helps you keep hate and do your job better. Especially job if you're, abilities, I hit 200 without without uh, Sentinel. Okay. Yeah, without Sentinel, yeah, and you need the shield to do that, right? 
Yeah, the shield is ways into that, yeah. And I, I talked earlier when we were doing Ambuscade about how Paladins used to be very reluctant to sub Blue Mage because, oh, but I have Provoke and Defender and I need to use... And they just would not change subs. And now every Paladin, by default, except the brand new ones, are all using Blue. And when I ask them to sub a Rune Fencer because it's more useful for most things that you don't need the Cocoon for, uh, it's like, oh, I don't want to sub Rune. It's, it's become like Water, the Wicked Witch of the West. If if you change from warrior to blue, you're gonna melt. And if you change from sub blue to sub rune on paladin, you're gonna melt. But having the extra enmity for those abilities to make up for that extra CE gain that a paladin lacks, outside of spamming blank gaze, which you don't need to do if you're using abilities for a, an ambuscade fight, which you can quickly you have do. Atonement as well. Yeah, <laughs> and you have atonement too. Yeah, it pairs very nicely with atonement. Yeah. So it just subbing rune and also getting incartata too. It's nice and tenacity and resisting elements. It's just a much better sub now when you can block and reduce damage with this shield now because you have a positive block rate for master levels and gear. And I'm not a paladin. I just listen to you for all those fucking episodes, Fox, that I can say this. Now. You've only seen me play paladin though. Yeah, but so we, like, we, I, I we talk about paladin. The time that this works. Paladin more than any other job in this game is we've talked about paladin more than any of them because it constantly comes up because people play paladin inefficiently subpar or flat out fucking incorrectly more than any job in this game i think even the ninja one, the number one people thing that people need to realize about this game is that we do not fight level 150 mobs we don't most of them are the 120s Almost and 30s never. yeah 120s maybe mid 130s occasionally you'll get like something that breaches 140 and that'll be like divergence and servats is in the realm where you can still cap versus like 142 i believe um, it was either 142 or 146. You can point. you can still cap that. Like I I can sit at like 777 shield skill right now when I have this. And given that a mob combat value rating is going to be 768 max, and that's Miru, um, it basically translates into a positive block rate um, adjustment for your shield skill, which hasn't happened in a very very long time. Hold on, I need Okane just for fighting Miru. <laughs> Well, you don't, because then you use Prewin instead and survive. So. <laughs> yes, Prewin still would be a better shield than a, There's yeah, just no reason to be using Ochain ever. There's just, it does nothing. Yeah. It does absolutely nothing. It is garbage. Well, I mean, it, 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 it's nice for the for block rate when you are getting dispelled constantly. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, every time I, I said that, I think about that. I still carry I carry it on me. I just never use it. For every time a Paladin dies as they get up, that's when it throws O-Chain on. So I, I, I always say it's useless I because I'm so tired of the shield, but it, it does it does have extremely limited important use. I have a toggle for it, and I have toggled to it in the past. It's just so extremely rare that yeah. I can't even give it 1% of the scenarios that I'm on Paladin for. That's why you know, when I say I can't use absolutes there, but that's, that's, why, that's how the feeling is there because it's so rare that I could ever see needing it for anything that is so rare that I had to beat this shield down because it is the most common shield to find people using outside of Prewin. It's funny because Funk has on here that is a second size five shield after Aegis or Aegis. Um, that's true. It actually has the same block rate as Aegis. It's just because it has so much skill on it, it starts at a higher floor. Yeah, because Aegis so. has no shield skill on it because it's not a nine level shield. And it has much higher defense rating on it, which means more blocked damage when you do block. Uh, which is something that gets overlooked a lot. Uh, okay, and may have like a higher damage reduction on it or whatever, but because its its defensive value is lower, it actually blocks less damage than Sravatsa does. Less damage than Free One does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so no is, shield is it, that blocks that much. Is it true that shield became much more relevant after like Majesty was added? Oh yeah. So it wasn't as useful back then, or oh sorry, already? sorry, it has nothing to do with Majesty. It has everything to do with the change to reprisal. 
was that during the same time frame when they gave Paladin AoE Cure or no? I think so. If if not, it was like the update right afterwards. It was when they were releasing a bunch of Paladin updates. Like all I think row. Reprisal came single after that. They changed Reprisal and they, yeah. they made other Paladin changes before that. But yeah, when they changed Reprisal to increase how much you could block with your shield skill, that's when uh, finally Srabatsa went from why would you use something you can only block what was it, half the time, 60% of the time? You'd Less eat, often. Yeah, yeah, 40%. It was something like that. Even Martel tested it back in the day and he was like, and he did a little table on the auction house and the math. He's like, and that's what people I think find when they Google stuff for shows. They keep finding old posts from Martel like that, where it was yeah, the correct thing at the time. Back then. Yeah, it was yeah. correct at the time, but it's it's changed so dramatically that it's no longer correct. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Majesty's nice because um, this is also the best shield to cast protect with. It basically gives you two protects for the for the for the cost of one. So like you're basically almost doubling the effect of protect five which blows away like anything like even a white mage can do by well double and um, huge bonus. And when we, you look at the shield too, it has a bunch of accuracy on it too. So when you're trying to spam atonement on a job that could possibly use the accuracy boost, you have it on the shield. Boost, yeah. yeah it, it matters for enmity, not just like the, the puny white damage to keep a little hate, but the, the but spamming more atonements. If you're missing, this will help you not miss as much if possible. Yeah. in the situation where you're not going to like interrupt critical skill chains, you should be spamming atonement. And this helps you do it now that it has a block rate, uh, a decent block. Oh, I'm sorry, an excellent block rate. Um, you're getting TP from blocks. You're yeah. more accurate. And fusion um, is a property on, on atonement there, which is possibly not even in the party or, or something you can open for someone closing Savage Blade with. So having the ability mm-hmm. to, you know, block with the shield now, gain extra accuracy for just for your swings, and and to open for people to close Savage Blade off of makes the shield just so dramatically good that not use it is is almost criminal at this point. Yeah, because if it already if it already caps or even near caps block rate, then you're getting the TP from it, which is the argument for Okane anyway. But then the shield also just provides straight up plus 15 enmity to your atonements, which is just extra. It's like the only real boost to your atonements that you're going to get from a shield. It's so easy to make too, considering everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like think about camping souls. You don't need, well, you don't need plates and you don't need um, rift Ross or cinder for an Okane, which is nice. But yeah, you still have to go through the. Um, uh, the the NM camping process and it's shorter for the shield too. Like you don't have to go through like a whole bunch of ridiculous shit um, beforehand. It basically starts at the uh, Abyssia phase. So the shield is like the easiest Empyrean to make out of all of them. Yeah, well the harp too. But, but I'm, I'm just saying you, know, you can skip that for Sravatsta, which is a better shield. But just on yeah. Asura, the bottleneck of camping souls is so bad at times that you just can't even get the claim. It's just dumb. I can imagine. I didn't have too much trouble when I did it, but it, it was also a different time. You mentioned earlier that we're not fighting anything level 150 or above, or yeah. above 150. Well, definitely not. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm speculating here, but I'm hoping that where we're going with TVR, we're going to, because we never got the um, abjuration gear for the Shadow or the Valkyrie sets. That we made <laughs> that would be cool. Ones. I recently picked it up for Lock Style. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's a good as I got it spamming for uh, Levitine, I was I got this I stupid observation that made the pants. I use the shadow trues on on my bard lock style. Yeah, that those the pants are what I picked up. And I, I looked at them like, oh, those pants actually be really good. The lock style. Yeah, those are cool. They're a unique style in the game. I hope so too. But honestly, it would shift your shield in that case if it was critical to have 100 percent block rate. It's your pre-win. shield would go to a player instead. And and you'd have more reason if there's something happening in the fight to switch to okay, which would be nice to have the diversity of shields on Paladin, but just. The mm-hmm. people gravitate towards it so strongly. I just, I, I want the knowing that it should not be your first choice to be always at the forefront of our discussion. 
people seem to jump straight to like five and five psychota because oh, psychotic gear is good, right? But I mean, every single shield, every single shield needs to be built around specifically. So every one of my gear sets for Paladin is based on the shield that I have in my slip slot. And it's not the other way around. Like I don't have a gear set that I switch into and then like pick and choose what shield to wear. Um, everything is is built around the shield itself, and that provides superior. Results. I think that's and, what people do: is they build around the whole set, and then they throw a shield on, or they just they just pick a shield after picking a set, and they don't they build anything. Yeah, they, they, well, yeah, five and five stack pot is the most common for a paladin. Ugh. It's it's. I don't have a single set that does that. Yeah, yeah, but you got to think what new paladins are doing, and they don't generally know what they're yeah, doing in terms of gearing. And it'd be really nice if they understood that before they did that. But what are you going to do? So. Like, like, we can spend more time talking about Shravatsa itself, but it actually doesn't do you any good. Like, most of the argument with Paladin isn't necessarily about what shield you're wearing, but mostly the folly of how you're gearing around that shield. And that's why this part of the conversation is more important than just saying, oh, Shravatsa is an excellent shield. Yeah, well, it's, it's not like Marseille's. Yeah, I have, I have to say why, because obviously it's competing with something that has a 108% block rate. 108. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's a very misunderstood shield, and a lot of times it's because people misunderstand the context under which you apply them. My favorite was still when I was watching Velner's stream. I don't watch streams very often because most of them are garbage, but Velner, shout out to Velner. Uh, he likes mm -hmm. kitty cats because everybody, you know, you, you got to love it. Kitty cats. You love to see yeah. it. Anyway, it's, it. It, it's his meme is you love to see it. Yeah. He, he's a cool guy. But uh just when he was doing Shoal C, the fact that he actually listened to me for half a second and put on Travatsa when he was taking damage. I thought this was a previous episode. And just to see a guy who loves playing Paladin, who's always on it, uh, just using that and not taking any damage anymore, it's like, oh, wait, there's a better option for me out there. And he was he was so hesitant to change to it because it's, it's all he's known. He's like, yeah, but Mar his response was, yeah, but Martel really likes O-Chain. I've actually heard other people say, like, yeah, but Martel really likes that shield. <laughs> and we like Martel. But who's the fox danger? <laughs> yeah, no one knows the fox danger. That's the way he, he wants it. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> and just Even to, just to see someone switch in the middle and be like, wow, I'm not taking any damage now, and, and not understanding Weird. that they had to build. Like, they didn't build around the shield, but just in that moment, they're fighting shoal content, which means you can just throw the shield on without building around it for shoal. Yeah. Especially when you're high ML like he was. He was ML, I think he might have been ML 40 at the time. It was ML 30 or 40 before 40 came out, because he has ML 40. So even without it's building just, around it, being ML40 on Paladin, you're set. It's just so weird that there's so much like skepticism about the shield in particular. It was shit talk for a long so, time. Everyone's just so willing to just blindly embrace, you know, Ochain. It's and weird because no other job does that. They don't just, no other job in this game just embraces something that I can think oh, on top of my head. Oh, Maybe there's, I'm sure there's an example of someone shouting into the, their phone or something right now in their car ride or the bus, right. whatever they're doing. But there's nothing that comes to mind for me that's just unquestioned while being the inefficient, inferior choice like like Paladin is for that shield. Like no one just uses it as gospel like when it comes to that job. Yeah. So I don't know. Like like we've had we've had episodes about why this shield is good. Um, I knew we we're gonna get lost in it. It's just because of me yeah. too. Because I have a big fucking mouth. Because it's a controversial topic. Uh, it's, so hopefully that helps you. It's, it's not even controversial. It's just it. ignorant. Yeah. It's so easy to go with the easy information. And you also get to you get to see Okane doing stuff <laughs> with very little effort. Whereas Servatza, like if you just go in with the no effort five of five Sakpata set, Servatza is gonna look like trash because you aren't doing it right. <laughs> so that's another problem too. Our paladin like today we had to... for Ambuscade would have gotten beat the fuck up with that shield on. Oh yeah, absolutely. His... Like there was there was no gear to 
109 or, gear like and, and, and no augmented ambuscade cape that was that was something yeah like, like i said I, I hit 777 shield skill in this set to make it viable but you can do that and you don't sacrifice a lot to do it now especially with the green plus two gear but you still have to know what you're doing in order to use it properly so is that is that a magical number for using that shield is getting that 775 shield no skill that's on? just as yeah. high as i can get it right now i'm okay. just going to keep going up Okay. Until I cap until I cap versus 150, which I don't think is going to happen until I'm L50, um, I just have to keep going up as high as it goes. So for most content in this game that people will be applying it to, that would be Shoal, Tier 3, uh, and people don't take Pout to Sortie or Which anything, is like 138, 142-ish. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't even be remotely that high. So I think the, hard, the, artist, the, the hardest thing would be Diversions Wave 3. Yeah. And in wave three, I've I've capped versus a lot of things with the shield, but I usually have to switch to pre-win. Yeah. So just for uh, that one area of content, you switch. Otherwise, yeah. that, but then on the boss, it. you switch. You you can actually switch back, which is strange. Um, you can switch back to a Cervasa. but I haven't done it since we've got all these new upgrades. Like back then, I think I I was sitting at like seven twenty eight shield skill. So I've gained like fifty shield skill through gear and master levels since then. So you'd probably be square now. No, I've done the math on it. I wouldn't be square, but it'd have a pretty high block rate. Okay. Wasn't it yeah. 90s or something? 92? Yeah, it, it's um, 90, 92, yeah, is, is where we're sitting. See, look at that. I haven't looked at your your Danger Lab in the Discord. Join the Discord, by the way. And in a long time, I remember that 92%. I'm, I'm pretty good. <laughs> Hang on. Wait, let's go. At any rate, I think we've wrapped up the entirety of this fucking... I was so for a while we we looked like we were motoring through was like an hour and a half in we were done with half the weapons and I'm like oh man we're gonna finish this in in two maybe three hours and we're gonna be done with everything and then we started hitting the the Trishula and the long ass let's talk about all the the it's samurai the ninja the the black mage <laughs> and it went from being acceptable to no one's time once again was respected and I once again hate myself. That's right. Well, table can mow like five lawns now. Yeah, table can play fucking seven million episodes of disc golf through the whole week and listen to a piece of this once a night with his kid throwing a disc golf into the bushes or something. <laughs> I still haven't eaten today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to go get a whole fucking thing of spaghetti. Man, I how, long we, how long are we at? Four and a half. We're done now. So, <laughs> I wanted to be five. Come on. Oh, no. Come on. What is this? Your anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> you neglecting your look, wife I'm for this? A, Not look, for I'm this. A, I'm a robust fellow, but I would like to eat. <laughs> like I'm not dying all right, by any means, but no soup I would for like you to eat tonight. Yeah. So, <laughs> so otherwise, I think that rounds this whole spiel out. So join the subreddit if you have not. Funk, what is the subreddit that you're also a moderator of? R slash Final Fantasy 1 1. 1 1 1 1. Win, 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 win. Pull so, something so we have something to look at. Yeah. I'm, because right I'm, now it's been, what, 15 weeks? Three, three weeks. Three, <laughs> three, okay. three weeks. I'm thinking of posting the Black Mage of Summoner stuff in there from our podcast to get people. Because when we post there, people talk about it a lot. But then yeah. I don't, I don't want to carry the sub. I'm, I'm trying to make them do that. But now no one's doing that. So it's, it's great when, it, when it's active. It's, it's going to get there. I'm, it's still in the building stage. I still watch the number of people are still joining. So it just needs to have a couple of fire starters there, and then it's gonna. Uh, it's it's not like me being delusional. I hope it works. I, I think it, based on what I've seen from the discussion there, it has the potential to do its original point there. Someone who does the update 
needs to post the thread in there because that always helps a lot and they skipped it. I did, technically. No, you didn't, Mr. Moderator. There was no thread posted. People are afraid if they start a fire, you're just going to put it out ban them i don't so i've even the people that cause problems there i've only temp banned i've never perma banned anyone that wasn't absolutely I, lucifer is temp perm banned a couple people but otherwise i've not i've i've banned like the same guy seven times for a week and he comes back and does it again anyway and that's a, you think you'd perma ban that person but i go you know maybe he'll learn his lesson this time other way he's no longer a problem from the week who cares so i'm, I'm trying not to do the heavy-handed nonsense because as long as I remove what he said, which isn't a lot of work, it's the same matter again, and just ban him for a week or two weeks, fine, fuck it, who cares? It's not that busy where I have to care. At any rate, so that's the Discord. Not the, not the Discord, that's the fucking Reddit. The Discord that we mentioned a million fucking times in the description. You can email us. I didn't even check the fucking emails, Fox. <gasps> oh, no. What if I'll we had an email from our boy, Wildell? Let's, we'll uh, have to get it next time. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not over yet. Don't respect anyone's time. Hang on. You can cut it and put it right in the episode. Let's let's go to the mar. Get to five hours. Fox is hungry, Liddell. God damn it! I'm gonna pretend like I care. <laughs> Could be the greatest email in the world. We never know. I'm ordering my pizza right now. Did you check it? Uh, it's, it's loading right now. Hold on. Uh, nope. There is no email from uh oh, from this week. There you go. WTF invited Neil designs thumbnails that attract that attract new fans. Oh wow, that's great. I yeah, fucking love that. Any rate. Well, next episode, I'd like to do uh, Dynamis weapons. Dynamis divergence weapons. Do they have lore? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do they? Oh. And I'll actually proofread it this time. Proofread <laughs> more, the Sword of Caesar. Oh, I didn't know they, that. They absolutely do. I did not know that. It could be worth mm-hmm. discussing with the different augmented paths and such. Tell me more. We'll tell me hours. more. Did the Red Mage only use that sword? Anyways. Uh, any last words, Funk, before Fox says the words? Check out my not history of Anna Deal, it's history of Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> Have you made any new entries or any new ones coming to it? I'm anticipating on getting 2014 done this quarter of this year. This quarter? Don't I worry. I there when I released last time. Coming Q4 2022, question mark? Don't worry. The suck less guy might be out some quarter, Funk, so I understand your but time The Odyssey guy might be out some quarter. Who knows? It's, it's getting close. I, I, I'm going to bother Fox to read. V25 is coming out before that happens. <laughs> no, no. I think by next episode it should be out. That's nice. in a week. Or you should take two, two weeks off again just so you can get the episode up or the guide before the episode? No, no. Any rate, Fox. Okay, what's on your pizza? Did you get anchovies? I wish. But no, they don't sell them anywhere anymore. What the fuck? I'd have to go pick some up and put them on myself. Yeah, that's fucked Which up. Which I've done before. Yeah, I've done <laughs> it too. It's fucking great. Anchovies, guys. Yeah, anchovies on pizzas. Oh, 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 now that I mentioned food, before we go, before you say see you, folks, what is this whole frittata is I meant to make an omelet and screw up thing? I posted a frittata this morning in the What the Food channel on the Discord. What is this, this, this shade I received over my frittata? It just looks like you fucked up an omelet. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I didn't fuck up an omelet. I thought it looked pretty good. Funk? I call it a disassembled frittata. <laughs> I had to take it out of the pan and put it on a plate. I didn't cut it into a perfect square. It's on a circular. It's like a half plate. I don't use a full-size plate because I'm not a pig. Because <laughs> well, it looks like, like pig feed. Pig? Pig feed? <laughs> That's what it looks like. Jesus Damn. fuck! What are you fucking? I'm sure it tastes wonderful. I've just been stabbed. 
It tasted probably just it's got probably murdered. Like, fail not, failed me. Well, you asked me opinion. I'm giving you my opinion. I, I welcome the opinion. I'm glad you spoke it, but fuck. Dog, it's a horse feel. <laughs> well, thanks for, doing, for this. thanks for doing actually all the work this time, Funk. Yes. As usual. Thank you for the outline. Yeah, man. The unedited outline. Hey, oh, at least we got oh. through it, right? <laughs> I had my doubts. Alright, well I think that's it. Okay, Fox, you and your pepperoni pizza have a good time and say the words. Fuck yeah. Later guys. Dracula Gottfried, you are the type of man who can look at a woman, hypnotize her. With your eyes. And then press your legs open. <laughs> I want you to spread your legs open now. <laughs> right now. I was gonna say. And give me your kluge. <laughs> I want your kluge now. <laughs> Give me your kluge now. I was going to say before you interrupted me, Dracula Godfrey, that you are the only man alive that can hypnotize a woman, get her completely under your powers, and still not get laid. Isn't that true? <laughs> yes. I can live a thousand lifetimes and never get laid. There's still not a girl in the world for you. No. <laughs> still not one. It's amazing. Not one in the world. 